Ladies and gentlemen, coming up on this episode of No Quarters, it's the motherfucking Fodies! And other games we played in December. No quarters. Episode seventy-seven. It's a motherfucking video game podcast. It is start. as always. What did you say? Start. <laughs> did you say sorry? No, I was going to say starring me, but oh, I figured oh, that was way all selfish. I heard you say start. Like start. you're pressing start. <laughs> yes. Like, start. Start. Okay, right, we'll say that from now on. <laughs> we're starting. Anyway, I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck, and I'm Harlow. And we're back. We took a month off, but we're here. Uh huh. Just so you know, for a supersized episode, possibly it's going to be supersized because first half we're going to talk about yeah. everything we played from. November's episode into December into January, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the second half we're going to do all the foties. We're talking Black Friday Fallout. We're talking like we've had time off. Yeah. We're talking like there's been releases Sales. that weren't even out yet. Yeah, yeah. There's... So many games, and then and a lot of catch up mm. and Ooh, mustard. Yes, and Dijon. I will relish Man. all of this. Uh, anyway, that's cheesy. Hot dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chuck. <just> hot dog. <laughs> Hot dog is not a condiment, Chuck. Chuck, why are you Keep so up. sour? Trout. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I know yeah. a little German. <laughs> Pretty right over there. God's sake. <laughs> anyway, let's get going with Just Cause 3, the biggest release that came out since our last episode. Possibly the only release that came out since our last episode. Yeah, There's been a couple. Yeah, but in it's, general. Yeah. Just Cause 3. Uh-huh. That's Everyone a but game. me has played it. Yeah. I actually, I've uh-huh. played the intro, and I got to... After the cool intro section, and you're on your plane, mm-hmm. and my computer went, uh, 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 and it got about Did four. Did it have an orgasm? It got, no, no, it died because it got oh, about same four, thing. It the got literally mole. four frames in the span of about five seconds. Yeah, and Ooh. then locked up. Hmm. So I was like, wow, maybe I shouldn't turn all the options up on Just Cause Three. It's a brand new game. Your computer is not a brand new computer. I know, but that's what you do. You're foolish. You go up you're and then you fool. bring it back. To be fair, Foolish. the consoles are going to choke on it, too. So. Yeah. Uh, the consoles do choke on it. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they sure do. But yeah, so everyone here but you has actually beaten Just Cause 3. Man. We've all played that game. Completed the game. Well, yeah. Explain it's been a me, long time. Explain to me what is a Just Cause. I don't know anything about these Just Causes. Yeah, you do. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I'm the champion of Just Cause. Yeah. You yeah. kind of are. You kind yeah. of are the reigning noquarters.net Just Cause Supreme. No, no. I'm, I'm just I'm going to sit just back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... I'm gonna hang out the back of this and just wingsuit behind this talk for a while because I want to. Okay. I want to hear. You're just gonna you, grapple. Well, pull. You guys are are new to this. I mean, you've never played one or two at no. all. Really, Although so. I have gone back since and I've started playing the first one, which you can't Ooh, do. A, nope, <laughs> you that, cannot yeah. do that. So well, was that an Xbox again. One or was that a 360 game? Yeah, it was a 360. Game. Okay, but it also came but out. It was like a launch. You mean original? Game. It Xbox, came out right? on the original Xbox and then they just kind of made it work on the 360 because okay. it looks like an original Xbox. Game. Yeah. Gotcha. So. BJ and Chuck, you played it on PS4. Yeah. Harlow, correct. you played it on PC. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now that we cleared that up. Harlow does have a PC Close. that can run things yeah. on full settings, unlike. <laughs> yeah, by the default, you've probably played a game on PC rather than any other area. If I can, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. But At just, just clearing that up because, you know, frame rates, all that stuff. Different experiences were had. 
Yeah. So, so right. what'd you guys think? Well, BJ, you've you played it most recently, so your ideas are fresher than. Um, I think I never want to pick that game up again. Um, I've Did done ninety one percent of everything in that game. Okay. <laughs> which is why I never want to pick it up again. Oh, okay. Um, also, I. So that sounds like a negative review, but you've just kind of played it to death, is what you're saying. Um, that sounds like the fuck this. I'm never ever going back there. Well, I mean, I I, I guess I. I guess the inflection that I used was a little bit negative for comedy's sake, but um, I really don't ever want to pick that game up again. Um, but not necessarily be, not specifically because it's bad, but because I've done way too much. You I played the ever loving shit. I played the ever loving shit out of it, and I played it for like twelve hours in a row a few times. Um, That's too much. That's you should take a break. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like I was up until five o'clock in the morning a couple times playing that game. Um, <laughs> So you burned yourself out on it. Yes, but the game also burned me out on it because it is it is one of those games where there is something just close enough and just quote unquote short enough to do that it's right over there and you can just do that one more thing and one more thing mm -hmm. and one more thing and one more thing and oh I could do a race. Oh, let me just go capture this uh settlement and all of a sudden it's 4 hours from when you said you were doing that one last thing. Um yeah, it does have that. It It is really difficult for me to like put together, uh, to reconcile how much I played this game versus how much I don't think this is necessarily all that great of a game. Mm -hmm. um, it is, in retrospect to me, one of those games that just pushes you forward with that psychological need to scratch the itch. Um, and that hides all of the faults I find in this game, which is really strange because I played an incredible amount of it and i think there's an incredible game laying in wait for somebody to shave off all the bullshit in that game <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um hit, hit, hit us with a couple of things that you thought were like disappointing things about it i want to see if we're on the same page. okay um so the the first thing that you notice when you try to play just cause 3 is the fact that it takes forever to get into a game and now it's not literally forever and i know i, I may be exaggerating a little bit for the mm -hmm. sake of drama but um it takes several minutes for mm -hmm. the game to start up um and this is on ps4 mm -hmm. uh it takes several minutes for the game to start up and every time you do a thing you have to wait through yet another loading screen and another loading screen and another loading screen and another loading screen you go into a mini game type thing loading screen you go out loading screen and each one of those is a couple minutes, yeah. a couple minutes, a couple minutes, a couple minutes, a couple minutes, a couple minutes. And then you go into a story mission, loading screen, seven second cutscene, loading screen, <laughs> 10 second cutscene, loading screen, 10 seconds of gameplay, loading screen, minute and a half cutscene, loading screen, yep. seven seconds of gameplay, loading <laughs> screen. And then like you can do 10 more minutes of gameplay before you hit another loading screen. Yeah. Um, I got quite apt at checking my email and doing other things while the game was doing whatever. And there's no, uh, there's absolutely no reason for that. It's so jarring to have it's bad that experience trying to play a game. Um, I want to kind of toss it to Harlow and see if I know when we watched you play it a little bit over here at the house, it didn't seem like they were as egregious, but 
The first one is. Like yeah, the, 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 the first one's still bad. When like you first initial, load into the game. But yeah. I, I think on the PC, it pretty much front load, loads almost everything. Because after that, I barely remember seeing loading screens Like after getting into the game. That one's still several minutes of just, yep. Like I, I, I mean, to back it up, I, I, I love the loading slash splash screen, the title mm-hmm. screen, whatever. Like, but I don't love it enough that it should take you know <laughs> that you have to sit through it every single time. Like, right. it yes. seems like there are resources being used there that should probably not be. Like, I, I wish video games would just get into a habit of like, you know what? Like, I don't need title screens. I, I understand whoever made the game by the third time I've played it. You know, like fifth time I boot up, it should be like, yeah, you've seen this before. Like, can you want to just skip right to the main yeah, menu? Yeah, I don't need to know that Havoc and Bink video and right. everything, <laughs> all those things were involved right. in, in so making the game. I, I love that, like that way, you know, it, it comes into the logo and it's a towel. And, it, you know, I, I, I love that loading screen. But, you know, you see it a couple of times it's like, yep, you're just wasting time now. You want to mm-hmm. skip it. Yeah, I want to be able to skip that. I also don't like these days... Um being asked to press a button to start the game like you get a splash screen and then you you're asked to press x or well the worst is like or whatever it's sitting there waiting for you to acknowledge that what the auto saving thing means it's like no yes i i, I get yes. that <laughs> i know what auto saving is now it should I, just pop up and say this is our auto save icon yeah every time every game that screen pops up on and it comes up and says, yeah. when you see this, don't do anything. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, God. I think we all know <laughs> if you've got a thing with a little spinner around it yeah. in the corner of the screen, that's a saving. Yeah. Like, yeah, that that thing and the whole like, do not unplug your your console yeah, while it's saving. Of course. Are like the this coffee is really hot things that they just have to put on games yeah. at now at this point. Well, like, so we're but, not going to unplug our consoles. The only thing that's going to happen is an accident. Sure. Yeah, the power. And so, but somebody mm. somewhere unplugged their console while they were saving, lost a save, and then like got online and was like, "Hey, oh, you mean like how one person tried to blow up a plane with a shoe, and we all have to take our shoes off?" Exactly like that. Yep. That is okay. She just throws so, both of so those one people. bad apple spoils the whole bunch, <laughs> yep. kind of thing. All right, yep. right. That's all why right. we have to sit. So, that. does it do the same thing that Mad Max does, where it boots up to a splash screen, you hit a button, and then it boots up to another screen with a menu? Yes, yes. That's what all games do now. Yeah, all games are that. This one is like press press X or whatever. You hit it, and then it goes to a menu. Like, do you want to start the game? I'm like, yeah. That's why I hit the button over yeah. there. Well, I mean, <laughs> to, in, in Just Cause's defense, I assume. They are talking about that the multiplayer will be coming. I guess. So yeah. I'm I'm assuming that's why there's going to be a menu. Eventually. Put that motherfucking menu on that first screen. Yeah. Just, yeah, just all the you options it, on one put screen. Put it down. A, a, yeah. I know. Oh, I, along I the get, bottom, I, like a D, yeah. DVD or Blu-ray or something. Yeah. But it's probably doing something behind the scenes we're yeah. not aware of. Because Mad Max seems like the dumbest one. Yeah. Because it literally it just says press a button to start. Yep. And you press a button to start, and then it puts you the menu that says, "Okay, do you want to start a game?" Yeah. And it's like. It's the same why, thing here. Why did you do that? Like, uh, why I've, not just get a every game does that? Yeah, I feel like it's every like game. people that are just been making games too long, where they assume that's what you do as at a start menu. It's like they've got a template. Well, for the beginning of a game, like and people that's, think you still need to hit Control and Delete to go into Windows. Like yeah. you can turn that option off. It's an mm-hmm. old dumb carryover thing that means nothing now. It's just like just take me right to a login screen. You know, mm-hmm. I don't need this button prompt. But I think people have been making games long enough for like, no nah, man, you got to have like press start to start yeah but you'd think they'd know like <laughs> people boot up the game go do something else and then come back to start it yeah. like they don't want to come back and then have to hit a button and again. then wait again yeah to actually start but yeah all right so yeah. all, all technical things aside i mean the game obviously has some issues depending on your platform i mean i would say it still has issues on the pc it's just the least problematic one of platform i suppose when i, mean, I watched yeah. you play it after i finished the game i was amazed 
at how fast it was loading. All right. And I, I will say to BJ that you're lucky you're playing it after the patch. Because imagine those load times twice as long. I would have thrown the game out the window, even <laughs> the, though it's your game. The, I would have thrown yeah, it I, out well, the window. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, no, those load times were at least twice as long as they are now. Uh, so I don't. Whatever the hell they're doing, it is Chris. very poorly optimized. It is. It's. I, it's. So beyond technical things, what about con- game content? Can I? Can I? All right. Uh, talk about a technical thing. One other technical thing, real quick. There is one sure. more. Um, this game gets real frame rate crazy sometimes like yeah if you have several things going on we're it's 2016 man um (laughs) yeah man it's it was 2015 but like if you have 13 things going on at once which is something that they kind of encourage to happen it's the premise of the game um (laughs) blow up all the things blow up all the things at once or you know be working on getting everybody in a line so you can blow all them up or tether them to each other and make them all explode (laughs) right um frame rate just dives just takes a nasty dive and i'm not and it gets stuck too because like all that shit will stop doing all the things that it was causing it to stop and then you're like stuck in this molasses hell of (laughs) okay all those things are done game you can go back to what you Mm -hmm. were and it's yeah i just i've i've had to reload the game a couple times because of that and then on the flip side if or not on the flip side um if you're in a um in one of the mini games and a lot of shit has blown up or is blowing up mm-hmm. um, or anything in, in, interesting is happening at the end of one of those. Sometimes just the, the um, that next screen will not show up and you'll still be able to act on it. You just won't be able to see what you're, what you're acting on, yeah. um, which is weird. I got used to that. Like I got, I was, I was, Oh, I got to the point where it's like, Oh, okay. That screen's not there again. Bloop. Yeah. Move on. Um, and then, just from a, a sort of user experience sort of thing, um, going doing the retries on any of those mini games, um, you always have to go through this bizarrely long loading screen again to get to get through those. And I just to get right back where you were to get yeah. right back to where you were. That, and that, that's something I don't understand why games like I mean you've got the level obviously cached in whatever memory like. How does it take as long to load to retry something? I I, th- I think this, still the single worst one was that first Burnout game on the PSP or Vita or whatever the fuck it was, mm-hmm. where it was just like, you know, you do those crashes, which, you know, a crash takes 10 seconds to set up and execute. Right. And you'd fail and it would like load the whole thing all over again. Mm-hmm, and, yeah. you know, the whole point of Burnout was like, go again, do it. No, I'm right. going to do it better than I did last time. But you, well, yeah, you well, that's why it made stuff like Super Meat Boy and Trials HD work for me oh, yeah. because right. there was a button you hit that was like, boom. Restart. Yep. Boom. Restart. And it was instantaneous. Yep. You know, and that's what killed the new Tony Hawk that came out this year was if you had to retry a level, it would literally boot you back to the main menu, load up all the people that it would populate it with from <laughs> online, then make you enter it again. Mm-hmm. And then bring you to a loading screen well, just to restart. Is, is that what killed it? Well, no, but it was one of the <laughs> bigger on complaints. The list. <laughs> but one of the bigger complaints for actually playing okay. the game was like, okay, you need like to progress in the game. You had to do these mini missions, yeah. and it would go through all of that shit. So it could take you just as long to go through the process of restarting as it would have to just finish out the fucking level and do it, mm-hmm. and then have it go. Okay, you got to start over. Yeah, you know, there's like, yeah, there's no yeah. excuse for load times like that. Yeah. Yeah, it, I, I don't know how they managed to fuck that up so bad, but um, that's an, another reason that I played so much of that game, because it was just, you know... Because <laughs> you had no choice. Well, no, you'd miss, like, you'd just lose two minutes without thinking about it, because you're checking your phone, 
and then you know like uh like the wingsuit stuff mm-hmm. real easy to crash out oh, real yeah. quick on those or fuck up real fast mm-hmm. and um so you you know you'd hit restart and it would just spin and spin and spin and spin and spin and spin and spin waiting to waiting to restart but um i would say probably an eighth of my game time with that game was loading screens at least i mean it's a so, significant chunk yeah you guys talked about all the tech stuff yep what is the actual game like is it like how does it compare to the last just cause because i know harlow I know. you were a huge huge fan of just cause 2 yeah um I feel like we're just going to be shitting on Just Cause like right from the beginning. Uh, all right. So I don't like Just Cause 3 as much as I like Just Cause 2. It's definitely prettier. Um, it's weird because it almost feels like they made the game, besides technical stuff, let me let me preface that. It feels like they polished the game too much. Mm-hmm. Like the character actors and stuff are like too good. Mm. But like part of what was fascinating about Just Cause to me, it was like how it it both was and felt like you were playing a B movie. Mm-hmm. Like it, like it was a B tiered game that like surprise ran surprisingly well by the second one, and, and yet like all of the voice acting was just terrible. Like Bolo Santosi and all of those people were just mm-hmm. like so horrifically bad that they were great. Yeah, like, and like and and it felt unironic in in, in those, that fresh way yeah. of you know it wasn't the the Kung Fury of bad movies. It was a legit bad movie, and like they thought they were recording good dialogue mm-hmm. and um like this time it's like they were like oh yeah all that like that's gone we got people that are actually you know can speak and we have real <laughs> voice actors and things like that yeah. and so it, like that it, it takes away from that fun like the the core mechanics of the game are still good they're 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 probably better they 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 refined all of that like they added new ways to tether and link things together and stuff that you just couldn't do before. And like, so all of that, that, that stuff is better, but still it, it just feels like there's something missing from what the, the experience that just cause two was initially. Mm-hmm. I it, I know that sounds really strange, but like, I still really enjoyed it. It's just, it feels lesser than. Okay. Um, hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, it I, just, it seemed from what I've seen of you playing it, it felt more like it was at its best when it was a complete sandbox of I'm not doing anything but just fucking around. Yes. And that, I think, is where it ex- possibly excels. Um, I hate to do the comparison right off the bat because, I mean, I, I think it might come up later. But, you know, Avalanche put out two games this year. They put mm-hmm. out Mad Max and they put out Just Cause. And to me, it feels like it, it felt like a w- really weird thing. I'm sure they've been working on Just Cause 3 for five six years whatever the hell the last Three, one four, came five, out <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's been a long time since the just cause 2 came out yeah and Three, and, four, it, five, six. <laughs> and it, it it feels strange that it's like you know that they would they would have it where these two big games would come out in the same year but it's starting to feel like i i understand how they did it mm-hmm. because all of the mechanics of just cause 3 were like an entire team and they were like they were like make that perfect in this game and all of the atmosphere went to Mad Max mm-hmm. because like all of the story and the atmosphere and interesting stuff went to Mad Max and, and just cause three is like, feels kind of hollow. Like some people were working on Mad Max at the time and that didn't go work on just cause three. Whereas there's mechanics missing from Mad Max that they were obviously that team was working on just cause three. So I feel like somehow if you can combine the two, you've got this, you know, at least one amazing game. But Either like, that, or they should have waited a year on Just Cause something. Three or sometime. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like you can almost like see where there's like crossover teams working on it, and they spent more time on one project or the other. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it's and it's very strange because they both seem like they're they're missing opposite things. Like the 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 engine and the and the gameplay mechanic of Just Cause is like so good and 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 ludicrous, you know, with all of the things you can do. Whereas like Mad Max, it's like it's pretty basic, you yeah. know, run, jump, mm-hmm. punch, drive, you know, like yeah. you've got one bullet, so you're not going to blow stuff up. Right. But just sneak in and hit it with a wrench and then maybe it'll blow up five right. minutes later when you're <laughs> right yeah, next yeah. to it. So it, it's very strange because, like I said, I hate to like, bring out that comparison right away. But like that's that's what I feel like is missing from Just Cause 3 is like somebody to come in like like I, I think they nailed some things about the like it's interesting like your little your little friend character is is a fairly interesting character there are there are inter- yeah there are interesting characters going yeah. on in the game but they feel few and far between whereas like everyone in mad max feels like a neat guy who probably had five pages of backstory written that you never saw right probably yeah. because they did have five pages yeah. of backstory yeah at least or like almost anyone you'd meet in the game and this one yeah. just feels like super paper thin characters and like none of that the only character development stuff the only character that I feel like is really well fleshed out, and it's because I listened to seventy six audio logs of, was um, the Di Ravello. The, Di Ravello. Yeah. Um, and for audio logs, I gotta say, I don't really. I mean, nobody likes audio logs generally, but I think these are some of the best audio logs I've heard in a long time. They're done really well, but you have to question like, why is he detailing all of these horrific acts? <laughs> In two audio logs and then dropping them around the, yeah, I don't, his, his country. I mean, it's in this just cause world, I assume <laughs> that he had them like on a plane and, <laughs> and it just blew up and they fell all over the they island. Were in that, okay, they were in that rocket at the beginning. They could have been in the rocket, yeah. Mm, they were in the tail section of the lost just, plane. Yeah, I'm going to okay. confess all my horrible things in 30 second increments and then sprinkle them around the land. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm missing something, but like th- things about Just Cause 2, now that I'm thinking about it. It was like it was so apparent that they spent time, and maybe that these things don't hold up well now. But like, there were so many weird little Easter eggs in Just Cause Two, and like this world feels like open world island template. You know, one yeah, like I, like like I found one, a snowman. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Well, like things like no, there I were, mean, I, there like, were weird... where there shouldn't be snow. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's really weird. That's that's definitely really weird. <laughs> but like, there there was a part in. Um, in Just Cause 2, where like you would just be flying around there, like there was this one little island that didn't really serve any purpose except it was full of lost Easter eggs. Like you'd go there and you'd find the tail section of the plane. There was the hatch. You'd walk over to it. Like the light would come up, and you know, like there were all these little things that were like relevant at the time. It was like, hey, look at this weird little Easter egg place you yeah. can find. And like I just feel like there's none of that in this. this it feels like a, for the most part, feels like a serious video game. Well, that and also it feels like, like I said, I, I mean, it's it's a cool area and it looks really good. But I feel like they went it looks great. They went yeah. like tropical island load template one, and it just kind of like procedurally generated the island instead of like it felt like they they handcrafted the island in just cause two and there's so much empty space well sure like well there's so much landmass it's like you've got all this map and there's like nothing to do with it it. there's nothing there's islands and islands of nothing Mm -hmm. and because the game the the most infuriating thing about the game to me was that you know you you are here to liberate these people and there's there's all rebels everywhere no one has a fucking map of their own country to tell you where cities are. You have to fly over cities and go, oh, there's one. I better go down there and liberate it. There's nothing on your map to indicate where you need to go next. You just have to discover it, mm-hmm. which is dumb. And this is your island. like Yeah, you live there. You came from there. <laughs> this is your right. home. But so you just end up flying over just giant land masses of nothing. And it's just like, what is all this land for? And then it looks then great. It does. Like it, it gives you a great backdrop yeah. to wingsuit over, but there's just 
put more stuff in it. Or put less stuff in it and make the fucking thing half the size. Yeah. A third content or not. Wait a minute. Back that. uh, Strike that. Reverse it. Mm -hmm. Um, Half the content, a third the size. There you go. Yeah. All right. So there's a lot of frustrating things about Just Cause 3. It sounds like it. But there's a lot. I mean, just at its purest element, it is just you have all the bullets and everything explodes and go for it. And so I don't think we've we've gotten to a point where we're talking about what makes Just Cause 3 playable to the end. It's because you've got infinite rocket launchers and all the bullets. Yeah, because when when you say all three of you have played it and beaten it. Yeah. That says something to me. Oh, yeah. It's it's. The, the way it's got a because it's easy Chuck could beat it right yeah because they give you all true. the bullets they do mm-hmm. is that you don't have to do anything difficult it's and in fact to be honest like to get through the story mission mm-hmm. it's not really that difficult no. they make no. it way easy yeah there's really not a challenge to it They're like the ba- last boss battle until you like figure out what's happening and it is kind of eh. it took me like nine seconds to figure it out like yeah. I, I looked up it's like I looked oh up, I was like it's a pattern. oh I gotta do that yeah okay all right but it, it just <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I, as I've said about it before, Just Cause at, at its heart is someone played GTA and went like, okay, what if you also could like grapple hook, fly, parachute, unlimited, and put that in into that mechanic? Mm-hmm. And that and that and at its core, the the sandbox fuckery that you can have with Just Cause is still superb. Yeah. All right. The only <laughs> sorry. we need to move on. Okay, we do. Like we've been talking about okay. it for almost half an hour because we're going to talk about it again. Yeah. The only problem I had. Like with the mechanics, is I never really got into flow. I never got into like I agree with that a flow of things. There was a, the I would still that. fucking smash my face after coming out of some sort of weird parachuting yeah. grapple hook something where I was just like I'm doing it and just just slide across the road on my face because <laughs> yeah. I like holy shit I'm totally going so fast <laughs> yes oh, fuck yes yeah. that happened I, I always figured like okay 30 hours in I'm not going to mm-hmm. do that anymore nope no I just and it's broke my face open. it's because the collision detection in that yeah. game is really bad yeah so nice there yeah. I mean okay final thoughts mm-hmm. I could talk a lot of shit about this game but mm-hmm. I did play hundred bazillion hours yeah. of it and I finished the game. There's something enjoyable in there. I can't really pluck it out and tell you exactly what it is except for infinite parachute and wing, wing suiting when you're doing it well. Mm-hmm. It's really fucking fun and a lot of shit blows up. All right. Yeah. That's just cause three. That's a good recipe. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, we got Rise of the Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. I, have take a nap per- while you I have 100% I have 100%ed Rise of the Tomb Raider. Oh, oh congratulations. Damn. You're, you've risen above all of the yeah. tombs. Uh, I'm not going to talk about... Wait, that's the new one. Yeah, brand new one. Jesus. I am not going to talk about Fallout 4 because I got this and immediately stopped playing Fallout 4 mm-hmm. and didn't stop playing <laughs> Rise of the Tomb Raider. Okay. Even after beating it, I was like, I'm going to go back and find everything. And for once, a game actually has a cutscene after the game, which has you talking to one of the characters with a justification for why you're still there doing the stuff mm-hmm. as opposed to, Hey, you beat the story. Now you're just here. Yeah. <laughs> There's actually a cutscene where you have a talk to someone who kind of gets left behind. Yeah. Story wise as the, as the game goes on and they go, okay, yeah, here's okay. This is good. Help us out here. Mm-hmm. So you're doing it and you're finding audio logs, but I kind of like the way they do them here because they're like the ancient history of the area. Cause in this tomb Raider, you're actually raiding tombs. What? Yeah. Crazy. Whoa. Yeah. Like for real. Too, like <laughs> not just one room that you went in that had, yeah. okay, fi- figure out this water puzzle and you're done. Mm-hmm. Like there are multiple things. It's not like an entire, you know, oh, I'm going to be in this thing for an hour figuring it out type stuff. 
but it's still way more than the last one was. Yeah. And that's the thing is they just took the last game and they're like, all right, what did we do wrong with it? Mm -hmm. And they fixed that. They didn't do anything new really as far as like, man, we need to introduce all this stuff. They're just like, no, we had a good basis here. Let's make more of it and make it better and make it flow in a more natural way. They balanced it better. Yeah. They 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 took out some of the, the, the they they made the the parts that people didn't like less repetitive, mm-hmm. and they bumped up the stuff that people were like, "Hey, you should put tombs in your Tomb Raider game." Yeah, um, which they did quite they, a lot, and they cut way down on the Lara Croft getting killed porn. Yeah, there's only a couple times where that happened to me. Where there are still some there. hideous moments still. Yeah. <laughs> Fall into a pit of spikes and you're going to see yeah. some, some terrible shit. And, you know, when the quick time event for the bear shows up, mm-hmm. hit the button. Yes, please do. Don't not hit the button. No. Oh, now I have to not hit the button. <laughs> no. Oh, you're going to see something. Yeah, you've seen the Revenant. Yeah. So. yeah. But yeah, it's I really enjoyed it. I mean, I don't know what else to say other than it's it's not a video game that's doing anything new whatsoever, but everything it's doing, it's doing exceptionally well. And there's something to be said for that. You know, it's it. Yeah. If you enjoyed that first game, you're probably going to enjoy this one even more. And they correct the problem with the first game where they introduced the bad guy immediately. Mm-hmm. Like it's in the very beginning of the game. They're like, all right, this is your bad guy and he's fucking bad. And you, Feel totally good killing him and all his goons. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. They're evil. So that's, you know, that helps because, I mean, she does do the whole, man, I've killed a lot of people thing yeah. early on. Yeah. yeah. And then by the end of it, she's like, I don't give a fuck. These guys are all evil. They have to die. Yeah. So. She gives some good justification for her massive body count that she's left behind. Yeah. Well, and the game does too because these guys are dicks. Yeah. And like even the conversations they have as they're walking around, they're just dicks. Yeah, they're, they're bad people. Yeah. need to go away from this planet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But I mean, there's just, and it's, I feel it's one of those games, like you're talking about how Just Cause 3 didn't have a good balance at all. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's just enough collectibles and things to do outside of the main story. And the main story isn't so long that you're like, you know, it's not like Alien Isolation, but by the end you're like, fuck, is this over already? Yeah. You know, it's, it's very much, it's got just long enough of a game. You can probably beat it in 10, 12 hours if you were not, messing around with side stuff if you completely ignore that stuff yeah but but there's plenty of side stuff to do in every area and there's plenty of maps that say okay here's everything Mm -hmm. like if you find that map it's like all right here's all this here's all that there's never anything like where you're just blindly guessing at where something is is this one of those like i I, i've played it but i haven't like played enough to know everything um is it one of those you have to find the map that unlocks all the collectibles or is there like a guy you go to um, I've always wondered that. I was like, okay, I need to look up a guide to figure out where the guide is to find everything. They have like they'll have monoliths, okay, and a lot of th- in certain sections where you have to have found enough of a specific collectible, like in Greek, to yeah. learn enough Greek uh, yeah, yeah. to, okay. to be able to translate this monolith that says, okay, here's where all the coin caches are. Hmm. Yeah, okay. or, or yeah, you yeah. find like a backpack that has the locations of all the geocaches. Okay, yeah, so I, have, it, I have found a couple of those. Yeah, yeah, that's it's that sort of thing. I mean, you get like a general map pretty quickly, but then it's like the more stuff you find, it also gives you hints to where more stuff is. So mm-hmm. it never really felt like I'm now lost. I don't know where to go. It was just, I need to find more of these things. I got to find this backpack that's got the collectible map in it to get that. And then mm-hmm. I can find more of the yeah. things. And but. it's again, it's using that whole Metroid formula of, oh, well, you don't have this one thing that'll 
take out this one obstacle. Yeah. And now that you have it, you can take out that obstacle and get to this place. Yeah. But I, it does later in the game. There's one thing it did that pissed me off mm -hmm. is when you're climbing, you know, when you're jumping, you can use X to take out your little pickaxes and dig into a wall. Mm -hmm. At a point in the game, suddenly it's like, okay, if you jump and hit X in the air, she'll, sw she'll toss out the ax on a rope and can swing from that. Yeah. And I was like, why the fuck didn't you tell me this <laughs> 10 hours ago when I was wasting my time trying to climb this other shit that you had? Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's just like, it isn't even like, oh, you found the rope that attaches to this. It's just like, oh, yeah, you got that. Why don't you use it? Like, like you just gained the ability or was there yes. the whole time? Yeah. Okay. Like, like literally you get to a point in the game where it's like, oh, you can't like you need to swing on this. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's a thing you knew in the previous game. Yeah. Well, and it's very video gamey in that regard where it's like the skills you upgrade are just like you should already know this, yeah. you know, like how to make a bomb out of this. And it's right. like, I didn't know I could make a bomb out of a gas can. It's <laughs> yeah. like, no, you're Lara Croft. I mean, you, you light it on fire and throw it. Yeah. <laughs> but, huh. you, but like, you have to get the skill to do that. Yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah. No, so. th these games are like the bad news bears movies where it's like at the beginning, they just completely have, yeah. forget how to play baseball. Yeah. And, and it's, it's very unapologetic about being a video game. I mean, they'll pop stuff up on screen. They'll just be like, no, you can't go here because you don't have this. Yep. You know, yeah, and, big, and like, big like digital yeah. wall bullshit. Of and like, my wife nah. was watching me play it for a little while, and she's like, she sure narrates a lot of stuff to herself. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, Laura is gonna talk about. Hmm, I really wish I had this thing to get here. Oh. Yeah, it's got the the Thundercats uh, disease. Oh, there is, and, and and when you hit the when you click the right stick, it mm. does the whole boom where it does detective vision, but it only lasts for a second. You know, that'll detect Batman all the vision. stuff. Yep. Yeah, the stuff all you need to do. It's Lara Croft but Batman edition. Uh -huh. There's one yes. part later in the game where like you're in like kind of a puzzle area where you have to get these barrels down here to blow up this other thing. And if you hit it, every time you hit it, she goes, I need to find some Greek oil or something like that. Or like, <laughs> like Greek fire barrels or something. Yep. And every time you hit it, she will keep saying that. So yep. I was running around. I was like, oh my God, just <laughs> where's the button to make her shut up? Because all you, because you need that to, in order to see where you're supposed to be going. Yeah. But I was just like, oh, I don't, I know, I know I need this thing. Yeah. Quit telling me I need this thing. Yeah, that's the, the thing is when she gets into a tomb, clicking that detective vision thing does make her voice what the thing is she thinks she needs to do next, which yeah. is telling you. But it's like when you're outside, it's just, she doesn't say shit. Yep. You go into a tomb and she's like, I wonder how to get the arrow up there to that thing to do this. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, okay, I just need to click this a hundred more times yeah. to find the glowing bit. And Stop it's kind saying of a, that. And it's kind of a bummer because it's like so many of the things you feel better figuring them out. Mm -hmm. Like some I did without her yeah. giving me the hint to, well, I should really do this. Like a fire arrow would really help up there. You know, it's like, <laughs> all right, this isn't Zelda. You don't need <laughs> freaking Navi telling me what to do. Yeah. But it, it's still, it's, it's video gaming as hell, but I really enjoyed it. And it looks really nice. It does. It, it It's impressive. Yeah. Especially being on what's considered to be the weaker of the two mm -hmm. consoles. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it just, I think it does everything that it's doing. It's not doing anything new, but it's doing all of it well. Yeah. I just realized something like both Bruce Wayne and Lara Croft are like rich and they live in a manor. How come they both have detective vision? Are Lara Croft's parents dead? I think they are. Yes. They? Yeah, they totally yeah, are. That, that is a big plot point of Wait the of the yeah. game is the death of her father. Yep. Is that how you inherit this vision? 
hold on. It's not. <laughs> I'm gonna say no because I don't want to encourage you. Yeah. <laughs> what to become rich? And yeah, you don't want to live in a manor and kill your parents. You don't I'm not want gonna kill my parents. parents. I'm just gonna <laughs> set them up to have somebody yeah. else kill your parents. <laughs> so is that what we're gonna, mean, is that what we call it from now? Is it just orphan vision? Yeah, yes. Orphan vision. Yes. <laughs> my parents are we're, dead. Rich vision. orphan vision. Boom. It's 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 specifically orphan vision, not urchin vision. because so, urchins don't get it. You have to be rich. Sorry, Moon Pier. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a good game. Yeah, I would recommend it. It's coming to PC very soon, and yeah, I guess if you have weeks. a PS4, you got to wait till next fall because of that exclusivity stuff. Timed exclusive. Yeah. Oh well. But yeah, the PC version. Time to forget about that fucking game by next fall. Eh, Not by next fall, right. people will be ready for it. Except when it comes out the week of Uncharted yeah. Four. <laughs> and and they took out. I will say they took out multiplayer this year. Mm. Like like there's no multiplayer in it whatsoever. It's all like challenge rooms, and there's like a survival mode. Good. It's DLC. Yeah. So and there's cards. Way, yeah, it's, way to take out multiplayer in games that don't fucking need it. Yeah, yeah, it's that's, really that's a that's a good stance. And they do have cards, you know, that oh. buy you, you can buy them with real money. Card packs mm. with you know variables for the challenge modes, but I didn't nah. really get into very much of that at all because it just it was basically like, all right, you're replaying this section of the game. Yeah. There wasn't any, there weren't any unique things, and I didn't pay for the DLC, so I didn't see any of it. But I'm sure all that will be in your PS4 copy come next fall. <laughs> yeah, it will. Because it'll be Rise of the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition or mm-hmm. whatever they call it. Or Finitive Edition. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you actually can't find it in the store until you activate the Orphan Vision. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, BJ, you're back up. <laughs> I am. Star Wars Battlefront. Uh-huh. I was going to say, speaking of multiplayer, like two yeah. minutes ago, but we ran away from that talk about Talk about games that got rid of single player just Man. to do multiplayer. Man, why are you trying to force some segues? Ah. <laughs> 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 Uh, I don't have a good joke to come back with All that, right. so I'll just start talking about the game. Okay. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront. Um, someone very lovely gave that to me for Christmas. So You're welcome. Oh, someone else? Oh, yeah, sorry. yeah. I got two copies. You got two copies? <laughs> yeah. Someone very lovely and someone uh, that sits across from me at this podcast. Uh, Caddy Corner, I guess. Um, anyhow. Caddy Corner. <laughs> I, uh, I played the beta for Battlefront, as I believe I talked about uh, a little while ago, and... Mm. Um, we liked it. Yeah, I, I liked it, and once it actually came out, the more I saw about it and the more I heard, uh, the more I kind of actually did want the game, and luckily I got it for Christmas. And, man, there's something about firing literally any media up that has the Star Wars logo and the opening fanfare from that uh, from the theme that just... I can really get behind it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just amps me up immediately for what, for that sort of experience. What was the first game that actually had like actual proper audio version? Was it like Rebel Probably, Assault? I think it was X Wing. Originally, it was like a, it was like MIDI. No, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm talking like CD quality. Like dang, it would have been Rebel Assault. Then. Probably Rebel Assault. Yeah. yeah, any of those like Dark Forces or no, dark, they were the Dark was, Forces was, was the MIDI disc. version also. Oh, yeah. okay. Rebel Assault was like the CD ROM game where. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's yeah. like a rail shooter. Yeah. I remember, like, yeah, yeah that's like, got to be the first one that. I did remember, it. like the first time you finally firing up a video game, it was like the real music. It wasn't yeah. MIDI or some shit. Or and yeah. I know we're sidetracking, but do you remember when Rebel Assault Two they made a big deal like it's the first time we've had actual Star Wars footage that's new since Return of the Jedi? Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And that was like what ninety five or yeah, because they or get something. some tall guy in Darth Vader costume and a Chad like, Vader and like yeah, it didn't <laughs> yeah. sound anything like him. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that was hello. The, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but that stuff Sorry. there, there's something. Come it, to there's the like side. there's yeah, there's a Pavlovian response to Wait, that that's Jeff oh, Vader. to that music. <laughs> it's a different Vader. <laughs> 
Yeah. But like I'll have the pinata pinata. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the is that the Death Star can yeah. uh, cafeteria? cafeteria yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Lord Vader. Um, Eddie Izzard references aside. Yep. Um, Playing it, man. This game lets you play fucking Star Wars. Let's, yep. Like, yeah. Okay, so and that's what we wanted. There's something really important about that, and it's not just like you are playing a Star Wars game. This puts you in the feeling of being part of this universe and i think the fidelity and the the fidelity is high enough and the controls are and mechanics are well refined enough to make it feel like you are in universe like it's it's i feel like it's really immersive um even though so my my favorite uh mode of of gameplay is there are several um, several ground first-person shooter, shooty-type things, uh, several modes like all the multiplayer shooters have. There's like, you know, capture the capture the flag, uh, capture the control points, etc., mm. etc. But they have a fighter squadron mode. And while it's pretty samey, like you, you either play as the... Um, as the Imperials or the Rebels uh, on one of like four or five different maps, uh, you have... Two choices of which, or two choices of uh, vehicle to pilot per side. So you've got an X-wing and an A-wing for the rebels, and a Tie fighter and a Tie interceptor for the uh, the Imperials. It's so much fun because you get to feel like you're like it gives me a little bit of that um, X-wing or Tie fighter feeling, mm-hmm. but without all of the complicated i need a flight stick and 96 buttons you know to play the fucking game it's just the arcadiest get in and shoot a bunch of shit feeling in the world and it's so well executed does it go to uh, third person for when you're in the vehicle or does it, does. it stay in first person? it's okay. it's third person in the vehicle and that but you can play the whole game in third person can't you you can you can play you can I mean, play, i've watched people yeah. play that mode i guess some people prefer that for some reason but some people do i i don't really like it um mm-hmm. at least for the for ground assault type stuff but in the in the planes or not planes in the air vehicles um in the starfighters starfighters is what there they are go. um <laughs> you can uh you can play in first person mode but it defaults to third person mode and that's really advantageous because you can't see shit when you're playing in first person mode mm. um but it's it's so much fun to just fly around in an A-wing and blast TIE fighters out of the sky or fly around in a, a TIE fighter and blast X-wings mm-hmm. out of the sky. It's So um, do you, you prefer that mode more than the ground stuff or yeah, does the ground stuff still work for you? Well, I prefer it because I'm a lot better at it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I don't get my ass handed to me all the time. I'm more often than not the one that is handing other people their ass. There you go. Um mm. So you're an ass hander. Yeah, I'm an ass hander. Yeah, I should change my PlayStation Network name to Ass Hander. Um, Ashander. Ashander. Yeah, that's my. It's my new. Uh, I've converted religions. Um, mm-hmm. But I still enjoy the the ground combat stuff because they. Um, it feels a little bit like Battlefield in a mm-hmm. way. Um, I feel like it's a, a nicely refined. Um, nicely refined shooter and there's a good mix on a lot of maps of vehicles so you can mm-hmm. go grab an ATST and walk around in that and blast people or hop in a T47 um T47 airspeeder and blast the ATSTs um some maps you can grab 
TIE fighters or X-wings or A-wings and, uh, you know, do fun air stuff with that. And then uh, there are also maps that allow you to play as the heroes. So you can mm-hmm. fucking play as Luke Skywalker or Tempor- Princess Leia. Temporarily. Or, temporarily, yeah. yeah. Um, or fucking Darth Vader. Does or... the Emperor still look like a hopping zombie? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. it's kind of funny. He He, like, he just sort of levitates he doesn't jump he sort of yeah. force jumps and just <laughs> and yeah, he's got his hands out all the video out. i've seen of him just looks crazy <laughs> it's it's kind of ludicrous um have you been him or any of the heroes yeah there, the travels the, there's actually a heroes i think they call it heroes versus villains or something like okay, that okay so that version where only. it's yeah where they it's a small it's a small squad so yeah, it's I think like six on six six I think. on six three heroes and three not regular you know jobbers yeah <laughs> three heroes and three jobbers space jobbers space jobbers spobbers <laughs> um on either side and um yeah playing as palpatine is is hilarious mm-hmm. um you know and and while I'm doing it, I'm like, ah, feel the power of the dark side. <laughs> of course you are. Yeah, of course, because why wouldn't you? Yeah, what else would you say? <laughs> yeah. Like, you just, I say this stuff out loud, even if it's just me mm-hmm. in my, my apartment. I'm sure. having fun because I'm playing Star Wars. Yeah. It's like it's like having Star Wars little figures. And I, Yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember who said it, but they said it best. It's like, it's like you and your friends getting together with your Star Wars action figures and making it actually come to life. Yeah, and doing like... Stupid all, things all, like you would instead play of going, instead of you going pew pew. Voo, voo, there's actually someone making the noises, right? For you. And like you would have, you would have all six of those, you know, of those hero characters, and then you might actually have a couple little space jobbers. Um, and that mode is just like, just like playing with it. Like mm-hmm. it's not exactly like it. It's incredibly frustrating sometimes, but um, it yeah, is. I was. It is very much like playing with it on yeah. you know on on your living room floor yeah i was gonna ask about that like how is the uh how is the community i guess because it sounds like you have fun sometimes but are there certain matches where there are people that just are so overmatched that it's not even fun to play them anymore uh sometimes yeah i don't think it does matchmaking really at all (laughs) um i think it just Just like what games are open what games are open yeah. yeah i don't i don't feel like it does that's one thing where it where it's it's not very you know like i should not be I should not be handing people their ass in the fighter squadron as mm-hmm. much as I am. Because um, you're the ass hander. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, the thing is, there's usually like, there's somebody who's as good as me and there's probably three other three other people as good as me on the board and it shouldn't be like that. I shouldn't be that good. Uh-huh. You know, I, I shouldn't be that high up on the on the board f- for those uh, for those games. Um and I know there are people that are really good at the fighter squadron out there. It's just they're not mm-hmm. getting matched up, and they're the people that are like light years above That's everybody. Par- it's parsecs. Yeah. Right. No, not for so, my analogy. As far as value goes, that seems to have been the main complaint I've heard is that there just aren't enough maps. There's not enough in it, and they want fifty dollars for the season pass to get the rest of it. Fifty dollars. How, how does that make you feel? Fifty dollars for the season pass feels like a kick in the dick. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't pay for the game, so I have a hard time reconciling value. Yeah. Um, I hope my girlfriend didn't pay play, pay full price for it. I hope she mm-hmm. got it at a discount. Um, I got it at a discount because I yeah, also got this game. That's just been on sale a lot. It has. Um, I have a feeling, like, I really want stuff to be 
they should okay i i'm of many minds on this um i would like them to cut the price of the season pass in half um it's not going to happen but mm-hmm. well, i would so like 50 dollars them- is a, that's the first time it's like fuck you guys i mean i know call didn't call of duty do it yeah the last year or this year i, I think so know. But like this is like getting ridiculous. Like that is yeah. not season thirty dollars was like should have been max season pass price ever, mm-hmm. and that should have been for like things like Call of Duty, like something B tier like Just Cause should be a fifteen dollars season pass because yeah. it's just going to be more guns and cars and shit. It's not going to be game changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't see like fifty dollars worth of value coming to Battlefront right now. Um, now. I don't know. They, there are no Y-Wings in the game currently. Maybe if they in, introduce Y-Wings, which is the the best starfighter in the galaxy. Well, it sounds like they're going to be beyond. tempting you with he- more heroes. It sounds like that's the big thing. They're going to be like, oh, if you have this, you can be Lando now, or people that aren't in there. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Maybe okay, if they... You could be Ghost Obi-Wan or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Go Obi-Wan? <laughs> Go-B-Wan. Yeah, Go-B-Wan. <laughs> um, He's in Lego Star Wars. Okay. Maybe yeah. Ghost they, Obi-Wan. Yeah, it was. Maybe if they add, you know... Sp- some stuff from like they had the the battle of jakku um yeah they did give that away for free right yeah that was that was free so um like if they have if they add some folks in from the new star wars cinematic universe then uh then i I think think that'd be cool that'd be tempting no i think they've said there's going to be no episode seven stuff really really aside from that battlefront 2 that's technically like a prequel because it's the it's the battle that supposedly leaves all the stuff on the, on yeah. the ground. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, it, it, well, yeah, the Battle of Jakku. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but still the planet. They don't They don't give you anything that's like... Not prequel, like the prequel. No, yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Prequel 6.5. Yes. Precursor right. to The Force Awakens. That's yeah. it. Um, and, and they don't give you a whole bunch of like Battle of Jakku stuff because the Graveyard of Giants is already there with all the shit that's fallen out. Yeah. Um, so I don't I don't know I I've gotten a lot of value out it out of it I've enjoyed playing it like I have uh, four or five friends that that also got it and a couple people who got a PS4 specifically because they wanted to start playing Battlefront. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of people um, did that. Mm-hmm. I, let me let me pose this about the fifty dollars season pass and 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 Battlefront in its release state because I I did get it and it, it's weird because it, it's one of those games that feels like one of the most polished games you'll ever play but then it's like feels very empty like like you mm-hmm. do like you're like you're looking at the modes and there's enough modes but they they don't feel different enough where it's like oh well i'll go over here and this will this will feel like a completely different game they're not it's not like that it's just like mm-hmm. it's more like almost like rocket league modifiers where it's like oh, this is this will make this place slightly different if i take out vehicle combat and only do ground or only do you know only do vehicle combat no ground so it just feels like modifiers to you know, the same game modes that are already there so i, I what i was getting to is would it have made more sense for them to release this as like a $20 title and then everything like here's a, you know, here's your entry, you know, gateway fee to this game. And then almost free to play the rest of it. Yeah. Almost free to play the rest of it. Like, mm. like, I mean, how many more people would be playing this if it was like a $20 game with, you know, and people would be buying the season pass. Like, oh, this is actually pretty good. I'm, I'm willing to go beyond with this. I mean, on one hand, I, I get that. But then I read something where it sold 13 million copies. So they're just like, yeah. Get that care. money. Get that Star Wars. Sure. Money. <laughs> I don't know how you would balance it with free to play elements. Yeah. Like I think that would really upset a lot well, of people. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't think like you can't go full free to play model, but I think more like more maybe more like Heroes of the Storm, where it's like the base game is there, but then like if you want, you know, 
if you want the extra extra vehicles and 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 heroes and stuff, that's where you have to buy it, or you know, you just buy yeah. the fifty dollars season pass and it's all unlocked. Mm. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like more like you know, here's a basic game with the basic modes and the basic you know stuff, and anything beyond that is gonna you're you're gonna mm. need to get out on the season pass. Like it, you pay more for different modes, like modes, not like okay. I, I I never want a free to play mode where it's like oh this person bought a better sniper rifle. And that that's why they can sit across the map and shoot people because they, they gave us ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Like fuck that. That that should never be the thing ever. <laughs> but it would but, be. Yeah. Yeah. I think so is this the first Star Wars game that we've had post Disney? Oh yeah. Is it? Uh other than Disney Infinity. I was gonna say Infinity and other than Infinity, yeah. And the um, content updates to the old Republic, but yeah. Yeah. I I, I, thought mean, the old, I thought the old Republic came after out after post Disney. No, it was it was before because that all went down kind of during that deal, and mm-hmm. everyone was like, "Oh God, what's going to happen?" Yeah, to that? no, I guess that yeah because they did shelve that like that first person other first person thing that looked really 13, good. Thirteen, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. That was the Uncharted looking thing. Yeah. 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 So I I kind of think that, and this is fifty dollar season pass aside, but um, I kind of think that it's Disney. Uh, at the helm, so they're going to make it as broadly appealing as possible sure. and as mm-hmm. oh, flatly balanced as possible. They've said that. So I think that's why it's, you know, yeah. why it feels for people like us who are sort of veterans in some way of first person shooters and video games, it's, um, I said in some way. I know. Uh, I know. Stop chuckling. Um, I think that's why it feels a little bit basic and a little bit mm-hmm. samey across everything because mm-hmm. we're like, oh yeah, we know how to, I know how to run and shoot and point and you know point my gun at a dude and right yeah. Well, I know people at work who don't play video games who got Battlefront mm-hmm. and are like, I played it. I, I had the week between Christmas and New Year's off, and I played it most of that week. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, well, good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll say th- say this, uh, and then I guess we can move on. Um, the uh, the base game mode, like the conquest or whatever the hell they call it in this one, where you're just not going, you know, not the ones where you're like chasing down the random drop pods or any of that thing where it's like you're on a map, you know, Imperials on this side, Rebels on this side, and you fight to the middle, fight for, you know, ground mm-hmm. and kind of that tug of war is strangely one of the better balanced ones of those I've ever played. And Are you it, talking about the um, the control points, the one with the Battle of Jakku? Yeah, well, I mean, I did, I did it on Hoth. I mean, I don't think it's like ground specific. I mean, I don't think it's map specific. I mean, okay. it's, it's just kind of like you start on one side, they start on one side, and you just kind of fight for the middle and start taking over control points. Oh, I know. And you kind one. of like, you know, yeah. you eventually like, you know, push them mm-hmm. back. I mean, it, it's weird because it, it, I haven't felt, I haven't played one that felt as balanced as this since like the old days, of like, you know, Battlefield and things like that, where, I mean, Battlefield 1942 is like probably one of the better ones of that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we, we made it here. We fought our way to this control point. Now we can spawn here and keep mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, this is a really good version of that. I mean, granted, is it's it the same supremacy? Team. Is that the one? Yeah, I guess so. It's, it's what I feel like is like the default game mode, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it just, it, it, it feels really pretty tight to like, you know, spawn here and then like try to run for the next one. You know, I mean, yeah, you're going to get like, almost even kill death ratio because you're just like ah get yep. to the next one and take it over but it feels it, it it's a really good tug of war match yeah so. i i really like for the same reason i really like the uh i think they call it control points or or point control or something um but it's the one with it that comes in the battle of jakku and it it's really it all funnels down into one point basically you're trying to um so it starts off, you have three control points that you can take. And if you, if you're the rebels, if you take one, 
then the Imperials have to fall back to two control points. If you take one of those, they have to fall back to another two. If you take those, they have to fall back to one, and you're timed. So if the Rebel or the Imperials hold you off, they win. If you take the last control point as the Rebels, then you win. And that feels like it's really well... Yeah. Well stacked. I mean, if, that's you, just, if you haven't played it, you should probably. Yeah, that's got to be dice. I mean, they they seem to be pretty good at that for the most mm-hmm. part. So, but, hey, before we leave Star Wars, uh-huh. uh huh. I bought one of those fifteen dollars codes that gave me like Super Star Wars, Star Wars Racer, and something else. I bought that. I played the first level of Super Star Wars, and then deleted Super Star Wars <laughs> off of my Vita because, yeah, constantly spawning enemies die on the boss you're starting the entire level over i was like no i i think i've moved past this type of game and i'd forgotten like how hard that shit was <laughs> but yeah nintendo super nintendo era yeah constantly spawning random enemies so it's not even like you can memorize what's happening yeah you will just always have like i never knew that minox were the biggest enemy in the star wars universe but they are you'll get swooped by them every three seconds in that game so yeah don't buy super star wars <laughs> Moving on. If you, if Pro you, tip from 25 years ago. Yeah. Well, if can you I, can get that pack, though, I will say... And it's, that code has shown up a bunch. Yeah, I don't know why. It's a pretty good deal. And I, I was real curious about the whole PS2 running on PS4, how it would look and everything like that. And I, I played a bit of that Racer Revenge. Mm-hmm. That game holds up remarkably well for a PS2 game. Yeah. It, it it runs... You can play it. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. like you're playing it like, oh, this is old. Ew. I, I played a, a big chunk of that game. Yeah, the first Pod Racer game, I remember when it first came out being really good. Yeah. And that's the sequel to it, I guess. Yes. Yeah. And it was it was like a PS2 exclusive. Like, it mm-hmm. didn't come out on any of the systems that everyone got the Pod Racer game on. Yeah. So, it's remarkably well done and holds up really mm-hmm. well and has trophies. One more thing before we leave Star Wars. Okay. There is a uh, companion app for Star Wars Battlefront called, um, uh, I don't know, it's called Star something. Wars Battlefront Companion App. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Match three and <laughs> PayPal it is, donate link. <laughs> it is not. It is surprisingly not a match three. Huh. Um, what? It is It is a little base command. It, it's got a little mini game that you can earn credits in called base command. Uh-huh. And you have uh, concentric rings and then a little base in the middle. Uh-huh. And you have to fight off the invading Imperial forces. It is a really fun, silly little uh, game. And Toilet you can also... Game. It's better than a toilet game. Okay. Yeah. I think it's better than a toilet game. Right. Um, and it links to your account. Links so. to your account. So you earn credits to spend that you can spend in the regular uh, game. And uh, also you can, you know, swap all your loadouts and stuff. It is almost, it is very similar to the uh, Battlefield app. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Where you can swap everything out. Um, but it also has this fun, you know, this fun little game where you can earn credits and it's good. It's a good way to waste, you know, probably five or six minutes per per match. It's a toilet game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, well, all right. Minutes. Fine. While we're doing this, one more thing before we leave Star Wars Corner. Oh, my God. Go I'm just going to knock it. It's the same thing we've played before. I I got Disney Infinity 3.0, but it's all Star Warsy now. I mm-hmm. didn't put that on the list, but mm-hmm. um, that was one of my Black Friday pickups. Um, and now I basically have every character except for Darth Maul for the Star Wars. Wow. Thanks to sales. I nice was just job. like, all right, well, let's go get this guy. All right, let's go get this guy. Uh-huh. All right, fine. I've got everybody but Darth Maul. How's the and game I don't though? hate Darth Maul. I just I, you know, never came around that I bought him. I even bought the Rebels characters before Darth Maul. Mm. Jesus. Well, they have more time oh. in, yeah. the, in the universe. That's true. Darth Maul's on screen for about 12 minutes. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, um, it's, it's, it's good. And I'll maybe talk more about it later. Okay. That sounds fun. Chuck. Yep. You back to Kickstarter. I did. 
You got a game for felt it. Felt like three years ago I backed that Kickstarter. Yeah. For Amplitude by Harmonix. Yeah, those guys. Yeah, they made a game. They did. Thanks to me. <laughs> well, good. They barely made that game, too. Yeah, they did. Like, they barely got their Kickstarter. Yeah. Some... It took like a last day push because I remember everyone from Harmonix on Twitter being like, hey, man, we're yeah. real close. We'd sure like to make this video game for yeah. you. <laughs> but they did. They made it. And mm-hmm. uh, first week of January, it came out and they gave me a code and I played it. That game is sharp and it sounds good and it's dope. And you should go play Amplitude. Does it have licensed music or is it like all their music? It's kind of, well, okay. Because I know the original had like remixes of songs that if you were into EDM and that sort of stuff, you knew most of those songs. Okay. I am not the person to ask. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of songs that are credited to harmonics on the playlist. Okay. But there are a lot that aren't. Okay. So I don't know. What I do know is that they sound, I don't really listen to that kind of music, mm-hmm. but interacting with it is awesome. Okay. So the That's way the this game, thing. yeah, the way this game interacts with the music is what I want that kind of thing to be. It's trippy and, you know, like when you hit a button, it feels like you have done the right thing. Like yeah. I have succeeded at this point. <clears throat> so I, I've never played a frequency or an amplitude. Um, is it <laughs> anything like uh, Rock Band Blitz? Yes. Oh, so no. Which right, is cool. which is weird because that's pretty much all I had played. It's just not as frantic as Rock Band Blitz. It's not just a barrage of notes. It's just you're hitting it on the beat every once in a while, and then you have to switch tracks to the next like vocals or drums or something. Yeah. So it's more, similar I have a to copy that. of both of those on the PS2. I yeah. just, you know, it was like years later, and they mm-hmm. were in a bargain bin. I was like, oh, I should buy those. Yeah, I never played them, but no. it's it's pretty sweet. Okay, I liked it a lot. So I, it it just it just came out, but I thought you know we should mention the first release of 2016 because. Mm-hmm. Because this go. is always the time of the year where like I'm going to stay on top of all the releases and play everything, and then it's going to go horribly no. wrong in about a month. But always will. <laughs> so, yeah, pretty good stuff so far. Yeah. So speaking of keeping on top of releases, Harlow. Oh yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know me. I'm always about releases. No, I. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Again, a uh, real good release. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. I, uh, <laughs> I, I. All right, fine. I bought The Witcher Three. Now, all right, fine. I did too. <laughs> I you, bought that game. I also bought that game. If you remember Witcher Two, I didn't really like Witcher Two. No, you didn't. And I, I gave up on Witcher Two pretty quick. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so it started as like it was going to be a sale, and I picked up a used copy for really cheap for the PS4. Mm-hmm. Um. And then that disc was actually broken, so I took it back, got a refund, and I ended up buying it on PC because they gave me right. a refund for it was during the Steam sale. I got the refund. And it was like, well, this is the same price on the PC. Mm-hmm. Let, let me just do that. Um, so all that, all that aside, I, I've probably played three or four or five hours of The Witcher so far, um, okay. which is already about uh, four hours and forty minutes more than I did The Witcher Two, I think. Uh-huh. Um, so nobody is as annoying in this game as they were in Witcher Two. Oh, so there's far. no oi witches. Not, not so Aww. far. <laughs> I haven't found any oi witcher people yet. Um, I'm not sure I'm going to continue with this game. And, and I say that because I, I I finally opened it up to the point where it's like kind of go do side quests, you know, do mm-hmm. what you want kind of thing. And 
I think I'm like falling out of these kind of games altogether. Like, this is not to say Witcher is bad. It's just like, I'm feeling the same thing I felt with Fallout of like, I don't give a fuck about your side quest. <laughs> I don't want to do your side quest. I'm going to walk by your exclamation point and just keep on going. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, fuck you. But exclamation point. No. Like, I, I stopped for this one lady in The Witcher, like early on, the, one of the first side quests. She, and she was like begging on a door. And I was like, you know, for whatever reason, I walked up and I was like, hey, what's going on? Oi, I'm the Witcher. And, um, <laughs> Oi, I'm the Witcher. And uh, she's like, I'm trying to get me favorite frying pan back or my best skillet or pan. I think she just keeps oh, saying no. pan. And she's like, I'm trying to get my best pan back. It's the only one I got. And this guy has it inside. And I, I think he's in there. I'm like, really? Like, I'm here well, for a fucking frying pan. <laughs> the weird thing I've heard about, like, that most people have said about The Witcher is you think that a quest is some bullshit thing and it suddenly leads to this five hour series of, like, okay. co- subsequent quests that's like. Maybe. Maybe frying pan lady's going to yeah, show back up. Yeah. But that's, that's what I've heard is kind of like the joy of that game is something you think was going to be complete bullshit little mm-hmm. thing becomes like. Well, you you know this guy's grandfather's ghost took the pan, and now you have to track him down in this <laughs> oh, cavern. And, let me let you know, me put it I this mean, way: like, like it becomes way more than <laughs> there what was, you're, there is murder involved in the frying pan quest. Okay, oh, yeah. see, that's like, already better than what you described. Not by me. <laughs> no, I okay, know. it just sounds like this is. <laughs> but yeah, but that's it. Like you suddenly you have to solve a murder mystery. Yeah, yeah. as opposed to just in the Witcher giving old lady her pan back, and she gives you ten flowers that you right. you know exchange for something else. Well, because she's banging on the door, you go in the door, and there's a dead guy inside. And so, like you, Witcher sent your way into f- trying to solve his. Uh, yeah. Does he have orphan vision? He, he might have orphan vision. I don't oh, know. Man. You know. Oh. Um, yeah. So you use your your orphan vision to try to solve this uh, murder, and then you give her back her pan, which has been cleaned because the guy needed the the cooked on soot to make ink so he could write something, which I'm sure is going to come up again later, like mm-hmm. you're saying. Okay. But yeah, I just that sounds pretty good. It's like it's a real it's a it's a pretty gorgeous game. I I don't think it's quite like I think people are maybe overselling the visuals like they're mm-hmm. really good but i don't think it's the best looking game of the year um yeah. or from last year so i mean mm-hmm. i i don't know about that i mean just cause three even mad, uh like mad max for its style and also like metal gear i think all look probably more exceptionally better mm-hmm. than witcher does but yeah. it's good um so I, I don't know. I may go back to it. I just I'm finding myself like RPG fatigued, where I just like kind of don't want to do any of the things they want me to do in the game. They're exhausting. They, they are a little exhausting. And um, well, it's tough to know that you're going to be playing this game for like 80 hours to get what you feel like will be enough out of right. it. Right. And I'm not I'm not finding any characters. Like the only person that's remotely interesting is um, the character name, and I, I can't believe it's actually her name. Her name is Yennefer. Oh. With a Y. Uh, Yennefer. Yeah, Yennefer. <laughs> she related to Yens? <laughs> she might be. But, like, Yennefer is, like, interesting, and that's mostly because I don't know anything about her. Like, she's fascinating to me because, like, I, I'm curious what her mystery is. Like, mm-hmm. she seems to have something going on. But, like, Geralt or Geralt or however you say the, the Geralt. Witcher? Geralt, yeah. Like, that dude is a vacuum of personality. <laughs> like, he's a fucking mm-hmm. black hole of personality. Like, I don't know... If someone like told this voice actor dude like, "Hey, just like be as deadpan as humanly possible when you're speaking these lines," or if that guy's just a terrible voice actor, because I, I I don't want to necessarily say that. It's just like this guy is just vacuous. Like every time he speaks, I'm like, just shut the fuck up. Like <laughs> you're draining anything out of everywhere you are. Like so he took the whole you're you're not the chosen one. You're just a dude doing a job. 
thing too far. Maybe, but you're still like the chosen one. I mean, witchers are supposed to be like these badass demon hunters, and everyone is still like, they're not oi witchering you every second, but they're like, oh, <laughs> you're a fucking witcher. What are you doing here? Like, you know, they're still kind of like super okay. like. Why are you here? You're you're yeah. You shouldn't be here. They were super stoked in the second one. Like yeah. whenever you'd walk around, it's like, oh, there's the, the Witcher's over there. Something must be. Yeah, up. no. So I, I mean, I don't know. Something went down, and like you're not super loved in this one now. But like, because they're just kind of like, oh, what the fuck's a Witcher doing here? Mm. But I bet something happened at the end of the second. Probably. One. I know I, they let me choose my own adventure for how two played out, kind of like Mass Effect did. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, where they were like, you know, I could pick <laughs> some key moments and what happens. Uh, I, I didn't know. I was just like, yeah, that happened. That's how <laughs> so you picked the wrong thing. Probably. All right. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that. No, they were already being an asshole to me before that. Oh, all right. I had some time in the world. (laughs) Anyway, I don't know. I that's a that's a horribly disjointed Witcher three review. That sounds pretty good. I want to play it now. I want to see what happens with Frying Pan Lady. Sure. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Another one uh, we've been catching up on Ori in the Blind Forest. Yeah. That was a game that went on sale, so I was like, yeah, let's let's do this. Half price, I'll take it. And yeah, that is an absolutely gorgeous looking game. Mm-hmm. That is a 2D side-scrolling platformer Metroid type thing. Mm-hmm. Which sounds like I'm underselling it, but it is like, it is astoundingly good looking game. It's striking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like it's, it's like they took the influence of like Don Bluth animation and kind of like that period of Disney that was like the early 80s kind of before they went with little mermaid like where like they were willing to make things a little darker and all that and it has that look to it in a way that works with super super deep backgrounds and is telling an interesting story i don't know where it's going Mm -hmm. necessarily but after the prologue it had me interested for sure yeah because the prologue is really strong in that game and kind of sets it's weird because it sets a tone and then it's just like all right now you're in a side scroller yeah i didn't know i didn't know where that thing was going after that mm-hmm. like you kind of just sort of meander through the prologue you're not really playing the game yet yeah uh you're just making the cutscenes yeah. advance it just but... it does not seem to set the stage for what the game actually is no <clears throat> but maybe it does later uh, yeah i i haven't beaten it because the the issue i've seen so far is you get to a certain point and it's just like all right now we're hard like now this is really hard. Like you better have some really good timing and you better have planned out your attacks and mm-hmm. you better be willing to execute them. And you better have used your save wisely. Yeah. Cause this one you earn save power, but that power also charges up other abilities. Save S- power. Yeah. It, well, it's kind of like it, they call it charge. I think is all they call it. Yeah. And in, initially you're limited to just one. And if you use that one as a save point, then you have to find a way to recharge that power. But if you need that power later to use a move that opens a door, mm-hmm. you don't have it. So it's either save your game or open a door? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. And then hope you don't die because you're going back to wherever the hell the last point you saved was. And there are points in the game I that are I would throw like, that game in the garbage. Eh, it, it, it's digital only. You can't. It's not, as, it's not as bad as you think. I would burn those zeros and ones to the ground. Because there are areas, like there are certain things, like you'll find a well that lets you save there. Yeah. Oh, so there are free save points. Yeah, there yes. are free right. save Plus points. Plus they also refill the power that gives yeah. you the ability to open up a yeah, door Yeah, you just have later. to, it, it's one of those things where you have to kind of know that if you, you know that you have one of those charger things nearby which is like an enemy that you kill that will give you that charge, then you know you know pretty well that, okay, I can save here and I'll be good. Right. Okay. So it's not it's not as punishing as I'm making it sound. I just fucked up really bad at one point and <laughs> had to go really far back and was like, shit. Mm-hmm. 
And it was just because I was trying something. Like I, I tried to jump down a thing and try to grab the wall as I was falling and I missed the wall and hit Oops. spikes that killed me. And I, I, it was one of those points where it respawned me. And I went, <sighs> <laughs> yep. I've had a couple of those. Yeah, yeah. And just hit start and quit. Cause I'm like, I can't do this right now. I can't do all that again. Yeah. Cause it was a sequence of like, I got through a bunch of really hard stuff and then did something dumb <laughs> and it was, uh, but it, it gets hard quickly. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of, a lot of, uh, stuff to choose whether you're going to use this power here and open this door and hope that you're able to charge it. Cause if you open the door, it doesn't save it. Like if you respawn, you still have to open that door again. Mm-hmm. So there's, which a lot can of- be good. Cause if like you walk through the door and you're like, I don't really care about going through here yet. You could, Die mm-hmm. intentionally and yeah. go back to your previous save. Yeah. So yeah. there, there but, are ways to game it. You know, it's not always necessarily like a, you know. Yeah. It, it's it's definitely a gorgeous looking game, but I don't think it's necessarily doing anything particularly new. Kind of like Tomb Raider, where it's like, yeah, yeah. I, we, I've i done all this stuff before. It's just this is in a really nice looking package. Yeah. It's, it's weird because like I, my initial thought with, with this game, when you're going through the prologue in the first couple of moments, I was like, game of the year right here. Like, this is <laughs> this is fucking amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. After the prologue. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is this is going to be the game that I was just like, it's going to blow me away. It's going to like look this way because, you know, ever since the promise of like the old, um, what were they acclaim the Disney games that they made, mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. Lion King and Aladdin, like we were like, man, in 10 years, we're going to be playing an animated movie. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. th- like this looks this good. And like, man, with a little bit better hardware, I can't even imagine where this is going. And then nobody ever went there. Yeah. Like no one ever like made this animated game. Cause it went 3d and yeah. So like, I was just like been waiting for this game. And like, I started up, and I was like, this is finally the game I'm playing like this. This looks like, you know, the secret of Nim or something and I'm playing mm-hmm. it. Um, and then it just, you know, it kind of quickly abandons that and pulls the camera back and, you know, you lose all the fidelity and detail of the character and everything that's going on. So, um, I still like it, but like it, it dropped off significantly from the, that initial feeling of like best thing. It makes a great first impression. And maybe there's stuff later. That's like, I mean, there is a one cutscene you get to where you see a whole bunch of stuff in the background doing things. It's like, okay, this looks really awesome. Mm -hmm. But then it goes back, it pans back and suddenly you're, you know in this wide view where you're a little tiny character on the screen. Yeah. There are, there are in, they're really fascinating things it'll do. Like I've been walking along and like, sometimes there's, um, silhouetted things that are in the foreground yes. mm-hmm. and like, there'll be something happening. Like this little creature critter will come out and like, you know, move yeah, and then like spider come, thing. Yeah. Like come and back and go away. away and skitter away. And like, so like little touches like that are kind of fascinating, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, some, it, some of those jumpy, like, jump dive dash air dive you know things all in one mm-hmm. move it's just like i hit points in that game where i was like nope yeah. save quit we're done for now i i haven't played as much as you guys have i mean i played through the prologue and was like oh my god this is the best thing ever uh but then like was immediately kind of let down that it wasn't never alone again because mm-hmm. that game kind of had the right amount of charm plus a little bit of platforming that wasn't like yeah 18 system systems all over the place mm-hmm. and, now and you never alone if, if you died it was like all right you're going back like four minutes yeah. yeah not like okay that last 20 minutes was wasted yeah like you can be this game this just one. doesn't seem like the kind of game that should be super fucking hard or yeah. or challenge and i don't mean challenging in a way like to degrade the the term but just this game just doesn't seem like it's that it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like something that you would say yeah. is hardcore. This game yeah. should be a lot friendlier than that mm-hmm. because, it because not. of its setting and it's no, it's not. And so. I know plenty of people that are like, yeah, I love that game up until I got stuck. Yeah. 
Yeah, like two or three people on Twitter. That. Yeah, when I said I'm playing this, they're like, "Yeah, that's a great game." I'm totally stuck at this point. I can't mm-hmm. get any further. I'm like, "Okay, well, you know." <laughs> yeah. So I haven't quite reached that point yet. I just got to a point where I fucked up my save and was like, "All right, I'm. <laughs> I can't do the. I can't go back to this now." Yeah. So. But yeah, platformers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me go. Ahead you and got another one. Let me rapid fire into another one. So I picked up. It's not a new games per se I, I, this is one of those weird things where like this game has been released so many different ways that mm-hmm. like i was like i don't even know what year the original game came out <laughs> yeah. right. but um i played guacamelee finally i sat and was like i'm gonna play you hadn't some... played that before well i played bits and pieces but i never okay. like was like i'm gonna finish this game well i finished the game oh you did finish it. yeah i did finish it so i think that's probably part of the reason why i'm getting a little more frustrated with ori is it's like i just did this i just played a really hard game that oh, right. took a lot of twitchy and jumping you know, perfectly uh, timed things because yeah, Guacamelee is like it's it's again it's exactly the same thing. It's a two D Metro Metroidvania. You know, oh, you have this power now, go back here and get to this place you couldn't get to before. Mm-hmm. Um, like the style and everything in that game is like really good. Um, it's strange to me because there are there are things and jokes. I mean, the the name even in its in and of itself feels mildly offensive <laughs> like mm-hmm. i mean there are things there there are jokes and references in this so it's like are we okay with this like i mean, yeah. like, I, I don't know it's just like but all 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 in all i came to the conclusion i was like you know what i think it's just all in good fun it's not like to me like things that are meant to be offensive are done intentionally mm-hmm. you know like they're like i'm going to be malicious with this this is more like you know, we're taking luchadors and, you know, yeah. the Dia de los Muertos and all this stuff. And that just, world's fun. Yeah, this world Let's is fun. Let's it. just do something fun with it. And it's not ever meant to be offensive or, or mean-spirited. So I, I, I just kind of kind of had to get over that. I was like, hey, this is a pretty good little game. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it doesn't, like, break any... I mean, it, it, it's definitely not, like, on the level of, like, how Ori looks. I mean, it's a, no, it's yeah. a, it's a much more basic game, but it's, it's, it's still fun and there's still, still a lot of interesting decor in the game so yeah. i i seem to remember getting to a point in that where like it was a boss fight or something and it was like okay use this power fall by this power by this power and i was yeah i got too frustrated with it and stopped yeah once like so the biggest thing is besides jumping puzzles where it'll be like hey jump and do the like dodge move which lets mm-hmm. you get through things at yeah. the same time and then dash before falling there are things like that and eventually you get to in the puzzle but the biggest thing combat wise is you've got different like dive attacks you've got a forward dive you've got a standstill like headbutt move mm-hmm. you've got a like a jump up and dive down and then you've got an uppercut up and each one can like knock off a different color shield that the person will have on it yeah so you've got to look at the colors and go okay i've got to do the uppercut move to take the shield off of him mm-hmm. or just activate my superpower and it'll go through the shields anyway but so it, it, you know a lot of combat becomes you know knowing when to use those and then eventually you also get this like power where you can um jump between the land of the living and the land of the dead and so some enemies will just be a, a silhouette of them because they're actually in the land of the dead but oh. they could still hurt you hmm. so you got to hit that button and like you know flip over to the land of the dead and punch them over there so mm-hmm. that makes sense so eventually by the end of the game you know you're like what starts as like a jump and punch you know on your controller thing and you end up like using like every button on your controller yeah. and the d-pad it's like <laughs> yep that was <laughs> yeah. that was the point where i got frustrated which yeah. was like okay chain all these together right to get through this thing yeah so, if not, you're going to drop down this hole and you have to climb your way back up. It it takes some it takes some getting used to, but yeah. I powered through it and finally beat the game. So yeah. I don't I'm not going to say I went through it and went back and because that man, the checkpoint in that game can fuck right off as far as like <laughs> yep. the fast traveling, because like I was like something like Shadow Complex or, you know, many other Metroidvania games. I was like, fuck, yeah, I'm going to go unlock every room when I get the power. 
this was like I teleported to an area and I was like, the thing I need is way down there. Never mind. <laughs> I was just like, I, I'm not going down that that far to because there are there are points in that game where you will like, you know, the the fight that you had to have to get to the top of something, you know, you'll have to do all over again if you want to go chase the collectible because, you know, there's no fast way to get from the end. You know, you're gonna you're gonna dive down to the end of this and then have to fight your way back up with no you know fast point travel save. So I was like, mm. nah, we're done. Yeah. I'm not. I'm. I'm just gonna beat the game, the base game. Sometimes that's good enough. Yeah. All right. Totally. So, time has come to tell you guys. Mm-hmm. It's once again the Batman Arkham Knight season pass. Oh man. Oh, no. Update. Oh, oh wait. No. I believe our long national nightmare is finally over. What? I'm about to say something that's gonna shock you, but the season of Infinity Most Wanted Villains expansion. Yeah. Is really good. What? Yeah. This is Arkham Knight DLC. I know, but they put it into the actual game itself as opposed to being a thing off on the side. What? So it's more missions with four different villains, and each section will take you 45 minutes to an hour, like each quest line, so to speak. Uh-huh. And you can jump between them if you want. You don't have to do them all at once. But there are actual things to do. There are actual cutscenes. There are things that wrap up stuff from Arkham Asylum and Arkham City mm-hmm. in these. So there are storylines that kind of were left dangling that get taken somewhere. And it... There was one section where you had to use the Batmobile to fight stuff, but otherwise you are doing, hey, I'm Batman and I have to figure out which gadgets to use to get here and do this stuff. Do you use detective vision? Of course. You're always going to use detective vision. vision. Yeah. Jeez. I'm just but, sure. Yeah. And you do. And you also do some of the investigation stuff where it's Ooh. like, okay, let me look at this area and analyze the data and do all that. So it was like, I was playing it going, holy shit, I'm enjoying this. This is what? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah, I don't I'm understand. I'm not familiar with this emotion. But yeah, but I mean, it, it just, it and if you get the game now, and I, I don't know how much this DLC costs on its own. That mm-hmm. would be the only thing I'd say, like, that might be a, I don't know. But I mean, it's like, if it's if it's like $10 on its own, it's worth getting. For once, I can say something about Arkham Knight and the season, you know, everything that was in that season pass. It's is it like, worth getting the season pass to get this DLC? Probably not. Okay. Probably not. I mean, maybe if you like skins. Mm. Yeah. yeah, lots of skins of that. A lot of skins, pass. a lot yeah. of racetracks, like skins. a lot of a lot of challenge rooms where you're fighting dudes mm. with different parameters. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's <laughs> if there's one thing to actually get out of that entire season pass, if you have Arkham Knight, and you're like, man, I really, I could, I didn't mind Arkham Knight. So there's what is the thing actually called? It is the season of infamy. Oh, it really Most is Most wanted. I see. I thought you put that because like that was no. describing the entire season pass of Arkham Knight. It was a season. Maybe that's their joke on oh, okay. themselves. <laughs> but sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. But yeah, it. I actually really enjoyed it, which shocked me as much as it probably shocks you. But I'm shocked. But it feels like so. It feels like that's what most of the DLC should have been. Mm-hmm. Is like more missions like this. So, huh. it's good. I like it. Man, I'm glad the story had a happy ending. <laughs> Finally. Well. Oh. Well, this is it, right? Is there any more DLC coming? I think there's like the thing in the in the whole season pass menu. Yeah. It says something with like more challenge rooms. So, yeah. Okay. I haven't really kept up with those because mm. they're, you know, there's only so much you can do with each of them. And it's like fight everyone as Catwoman who doesn't have the disabling moves that really make those challenge rooms worth playing. So guys with shields will always fuck her up. Sounds awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of like, just play this room as this character now, you know, so not as great. Huh. But yeah, but if you're going to get one piece of DLC, that's the one. Hey, you know what is great? 
I know what's great. Diablo 3? Oh, God. Oh, go. Man, Diablo 3. So Harlow and I were like, <laughs> Harlow and I were like, what what platform have we not played Diablo three? Pretty on? much, yeah, yeah. We're like, hey, Xbox One. Uh, okay, let well, me let me explain yeah, this in a way give that give the whole story first. It makes it sound not like I'm so insane. Um, so as you know or may not know, I have Diablo three on the PC with Reaper of Souls. Uh-huh. I have Diablo three with Reaper Souls on the PS4, mm-hmm. and now I have Diablo three with Reaper Souls on the Xbox One. Hey, I have all those. What happened is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> someone at work was like hey i'll play diablo with you but i have it on the xbox one and i don't even have a ps4 and i was like well i can get that game i'm sure for like 15 dollars now because yep. i mean it's two years old three mm-hmm. years old and i did and i got mackie a copy because he was like hey if you're gonna start playing over there get me a copy on there i'll play with you over there so <laughs> and we um, did so yeah a i've lot. pretty much been building back up my my dynasty that i have over on the ps4 or on the xbox one side <clears throat> my yeah collection of level 70 characters and all the powers and all the runes yeah, and, and, I, and everything runes. i finally have beaten through act four hey which is way further than i ever got on any yeah. of the other platforms yeah, especially we'll, pc and we'll be done through act five soon yeah you'll be done done that <laughs> that is just that's a game where they figured everything out about that genre mm-hmm. like the dungeon crawler they they were like it's almost like they figured out the exact point when to do this, the exact point when to do that, how to make everything the maximum amount of fun it can be. Yeah. I mean, all of the bemoaning I ever did about like, when, where are my hack? Like when we started this, where I was like, man, where are my hack and slash adventures? Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, I wanted something like what the shit was that? The, um, the vampire one they had hunter, the reckoning. Oh, Van, Helsing? Van Helsing. No, the, the, re- the hunter, the reckoning back on like PS2 oh, days. Oh, yeah, I love that. Like game. those were, those were fucking awesome. Yep. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, man, where are these games? Why, why did those go away? And like, I, you know, I got it on the PC and it was like, yeah, it's more Diablo. You, you mm-hmm. click your mouse like a well, million times. <laughs> yeah. The PC, they fucked it up originally because they had that auction house. Right. Well, so it was all about, actually, that was not, that was actually a pretty good thing. I mean, people were gaming it, but yeah, it, I don't know. I had fun. It, with it, it felt like everyone felt like they had locked all the good stuff behind, like buying it in the auction house for the most part. Yeah. I mean, I never gave them real money. I'm just saying like, you know, taking your in-game gold and going to buy, you know, instead of hunting for a better weapon, mm-hmm. just be like, Oh look, there it is. You know? Yeah. I, I like that aspect of it. But. Yeah. But they figured out when to drop the items you want, how, you know, just how to make things as convenient as possible in that game. Yeah. It's bizarre. As much as I've played that game, like how there are still things. I'm just like, I'm, I have never seen this before. Like there, mm-hmm. there are still things that will happen. It's just like that. That is new to me. And they're still putting, and they're still putting yeah. patches in. There's, there's about to be coming in a week or two. There's a patch coming out in a week that has a whole new area. They said it's almost like an expansion pass. Like that, that's how much content is mm-hmm. in the new things. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great. Like, like that. <laughs> it, it was sad because I was like, I need to catch up on this before we do our photos. I need to catch up on that. I need to catch up on that. And then I was like, nah, yeah. I'll just play Diablo, Diablo. instead. Because nah. fuck it. Yeah. We don't need new shit. Just play something. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it, dude. Let's go bowling. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Kind of. So. Yeah. Like, so if you're on Xbox One, <laughs> we'll play Diablo with you. Yeah, I, I will. I, I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll even like throw you some stuff like yeah, weapons and level 70 shit. i wish i could give away gold that's like my one complaint yeah i don't know what you did you glitched the game somehow where you have like <laughs> 42 million gold and yeah. i have like 1.2 yeah. million gold <laughs> i don't know what i i didn't do anything i'm not hacking the game but i, I didn't wa- do anything i'm not hacking the game <laughs> all right so here's my only theory and this is like wildly probably completely inaccurate is 
I have like gotten to a point where I don't even sometimes walk over and pick up if it's just gold. Mm-hmm. And like I went back to an area Elitist. where I'm pretty sure I did that. And I walked over a pile that was like just sitting there on the ground, not from where I killed something. And I walked over and it was like anywhere from one to six million gold. Was it maybe all the collected gold that you didn't pick up? Maybe, but I, I don't. Man. I don't think that could be the case. I mean, no, no way. No, I mean, I don't know how. I mean, or, or, to be fair, I am picking up chunks of gold now. Sometimes that are ten to thirty k, but that would be. I don't not pick up that much gold in a single level when I run through mm. it. I'm just like, if it's, you know, if I kill a guy way over here, I'm not going to go run over there and just pick up. They're gold. just like, we know you've played this on every platform already. So maybe here, just it have, might be have all this. It might be like, we're blizz- just going to save you the time. Just I did sign into my Blizzard account. When ah, I was there it so is. They were probably just like, yeah, all right. Yeah. Here you go, it's guy. probably like Forza money where it just all of a sudden you've got six million credits. And it's like, yeah. why? I don't know. Because I, I went mean, in that app. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Let's go into a rapid fire corner. Let's do it. Chuck, okay. Chuck has a uh, has on our notes here that we're going to do a rapid fire, super quick rapid fire. It's Chuck. It's Chuck Fine corner. Yep. But I'm going to lump one of my games in there and declare it Chuck Fine. Okay. I have played Toy Soldiers War Chest. I've, I have watched you play it. Um. And I also bought it. I <laughs> I dabbled with the old Toy Soldiers games. Mm-hmm. I never really like played played them. Mm-hmm. I think I have I have a copy of Cold War because it was free on the 360 at one point time. Yeah. They're um, basically RTSs, right? They're more like tower defense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's uh, basically a tower defense game where you can like you know jump in and take control of one of the dudes you know you're sending out on a mob or whatever kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've played a little bit of it. I played through some missions and I've like done some basic levels where you kind of just grind and you know or survival mode or things like that. Mm-hmm. It's check fine. I mean, the, <laughs> the thing about the war chest like now is it's like um, they've added in licensing. Like they've got they got the GI Joe and He Man licenses mm-hmm. and. I guess they also hot Assassin's well, Creed. I was gonna license. say they didn't, they didn't acquire the Assassin's Creed license. It's an Ubisoft game, so they just want to, and, and like, hey, why don't we put some Assassin's Creed in there? Because that's what we make every year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but the, so the, they they counted as four different things. They've got GI Joe and Cobra separated, you know, so you can play either one. And then they've got He Man. Now I can't play the you know the minions of Skeletor, but so it seems a little unfair. But mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's like that's that's really the only big difference. And then they've got new built in like before they were just kind of like all right you're you know good guys and bad guys of the war whatever war like the first one i think it was all world war ii stuff and then right. it was then it was you know 80s style like you know usa versus russia in mm-hmm. a fictional war now it's now you've got standard military guys you've got uh like science fiction toys that, that are kind of generic and then they've got like a i don't know it's like a rainbow bright my little pony <laughs> combo like you know all yeah s- you know rainbows yeah. and unicorns and shit um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I don't know there's a couple others but uh, you know it's it's fine it's pretty fun it's <laughs> it's fine it's chuck fine it's fine all right i don't know i, I got it for five dollars i would say maybe it's worth five dollars yeah it's normally a thirty dollar game of five dollars that's yeah that's fine <laughs> it's fine yeah, it's chuck it's fine, fine. It's fine. Yeah. So that's my that's my Chuck that's my contribution to the Chuck Fine cool. section. Well, I've got a whole list of right. Chuck Fine games, and so let's hit them real quick. Uh, so I hadn't talked about it on the show before, but Game of Thrones, the Telltale series of yeah, almost a game. Um, that thing started out real well, and then kind of got bad as it went along. But I would say overall, the experience is fine. Uh, <laughs> Two things hurt that game. One is releasing an episode every two or three months because mm-hmm. you forget all of the shit that happens in the episode before. And if it's Game of Thrones, there are 50 characters to deal with. Yes. 
And uh, because their engine is so janky when they do the previously on segment, it's so fucked up that you're not uh. seeing and hearing what you need to see and hear anyway. So there's that. Um, also, trying to weave it in and out of situations we already know about is something I hate. I hate that kind of like, this person is in the background of this mm. big event from Game of Thrones. And it's yeah. it's just, it's dumb. You know, there's so much in that universe they could be doing. And part part of the story that's so far away from all of that stuff is really compelling. But they just feel the need to just cram in all of the stuff that we're familiar with to get it going. And it's just, it's unnecessary. But overall, it's, it's fine. Is Telltale ever going to upgrade their engine so it doesn't suck? No. No, because they made that engine. They're super proud of it. So I, I wish they would. There's so much that could be just just little things that would be so much better if they've somehow fixed their engine. Just, mm-hmm. you know, but whatever. but they don't No, They're just going to keep on going because people keep buying that stuff. Yeah, uh, I guess and so. I'll talk about another Telltale game later. But uh, so at one point, I also picked up Super Mario Maker because that's the thing that's taking over the Internet is Super Mario Maker. I have heard some sites declare it their game of the year. People seem to like it. Uh it People is a f- do like it. Yeah, it's it's a fine game. It's not for me. Yeah. Um, I played a little bit of it. I played a few hours of it, and I came to realize... The first thing I realized is that my childhood with the NES was mainly Super Mario 2, mm-hmm. which yeah, is not... Re- the good Mario. Exactly, which is <laughs> not represented in this game. Not Because Japan no. didn't have Super Mario nope. 2. They had something else. They did not force feed vegetables to exactly. enemies. So that is my Mario lore. That is like the thing that mm-hmm. I grew up with. And so it just doesn't hold nostalgia. This kind of thing doesn't have the nostalgia thing for me. Mm-hmm. And then also I, I just I can't I can't play video game programmer the game. I can't. I've tried it so many times. I've tried it with Trials. I've tried it with uh, Little Big Planet. I don't want to do it. I don't want to make my own video game. I do not. Yep. It's never going to happen. That sounds like me, Chuck. And and this seemed to me like it was going to be maybe the one that would be closest to something I could get into. I hear into. it uses the gamepad well. It does. Do it's super stuff. well done. Everything about it is super well done. It's 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 not hard to figure out. The tools are, are well described and they're all charming and they all do fun things and everything about it is very Nintendo like Um, it's it's just for me it is not something I'm ever going to play did you play any levels that were posted I did I play there's there's always you can just go in and it just feeds you random levels based on uh, difficulty level that you pick okay and you know I mean some of them are garbage and some aren't that's kind of I wanted to play the garbage I so it does let you filter out like because all I ever hear about is, you know, obviously all the video game journalists that are like, I sent the hardest level ever to my friend and he had to beat it or I shaved his face or something, you know, <laughs> like, it, like the worst thing. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, and that sounds shame. like, like that all that stuff has turned me off from Mario Maker because it's either like, oh, man, people made this crazy autoplay level where you just hit to the right and then it does this crazy, crazy Rube Goldberg thing. Or it's like, yeah, I made it the hardest trolling level ever. I think all of the, I think the gamut of all that stuff is super interesting. I think what people are doing with it is super interesting. The the trolling stuff, the autoplay stuff, the it, it, it's all pretty fascinating because it's it's using Super Mario stuff in a way that the original Mario people were never going to do mm-hmm. anything with it. So in a way, it's totally different. So it's it's interesting in that respect. But I, I think too not having anyone else that I know playing it Mm -hmm. 
kind of t- it it separates me from it because there's no one to really interact with. Yeah, it's I I can't send a level to someone I know and say hey check this out or someone I knew made a level and I'm like I- I'm gonna talk to you about that. It's all just I would just be yelling at the ether on the internet like I played your level, duh, you know, and no one's gonna ever respond to me. So yeah. so is. Is there anything Nintendo made? Like, are there Nintendo made levels yeah. in this game? Yeah, there okay. there are Nintendo levels that you play through and then you can kind of go into and pull apart. Okay. So you can see the mechanics and how they actually work. Mm-hmm. So there are these professionally made levels in there that you can go into and, and start fucking around okay. with. So it's not just like get in and hope that no. people oppose No, I mean, you could, you could just play the game forever. You could never make anything if you wanted yeah. to. I just, I don't want to do any of that. No. But it's it's super slick. It's well done. It's something that if you're interested in that kind of thing, you should play. Mm-hmm. It's just not for me. I'm it's, just glad to fun. hear that there's there's more than just autoplay and Dark Souls yeah. hard. Yeah, no, there's all levels. kinds of stuff. It, that's just the dicks of the internet are talking okay. about that kind of stuff. It, no one ever talks about the nice things. Mm-hmm. So okay. no one ever said, hey, that level was nice and it was fun and had a little bit of a challenge. That was neat. Mm-hmm. That's never going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I then I played a PC game. What? I why would I, you do how? that? Loaded up. I don't. I don't know. I, I found one that required the power of a Sega CD and played that. Uh, so I it was getting a lot of buzz. So I wanted to see what it was all about. I played Her Story. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is it. It's a video game. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Yes, it is a video game. I've heard tell is that it is a not a video game. Where a character says, "Hey, that girl. What's her story?" <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody ever do that in the game? No. Does anyone say history? More like her story. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh. That uh. n- none of those things happen. So what is it? So you're given a computer terminal screen and a note that says, basically, you know, all the evidence has been put into the crime computer in little snippets. So have it's at called it. A crime pewter. Yeah. Thank you very it, much. Oh, sorry. Crime pewter. Um, but basically you are a person who has sat down at a police terminal and you're, you're looking through, uh, video confessions from, I don't know, like 10, 15 years prior. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically you're just trying to piece something together. You, I'd imagine the character who's sitting down to do it knows what they're looking for. You don't. So basically you've got a search box and you're you start out and it's just like someone has typed in murder and so <laughs> wow <laughs> which is a good place to start damn um <laughs> so you're immediately given five video clips that you watch and then based on that you're typing in keywords to get more video clips and you're just going down this path of well that sounded important i should probably research that and then you're just going through trying to get to what actually happened hey well keyword murder kind of yes <laughs> and Eventually, you just unlock enough of the story to where the game is like, yeah, you, you did it. You won. Now you understand what happened. Bye, everybody. Uh, <laughs> okay. It's, you said that took about two hours? It took about two hours. I kind of feel like some sort of weird savant with this game because, from my understanding, it should take about four. Hmm. It just seemed obvious to me what the next thing was to ask it to look for. And I've seen a lot of people like butting their heads on this game trying to figure it out. It just, I never seemed to have, I, I was never lost to a point where I was like, I don't know what to, what word to type in. It just seemed like if you listen to what this person is saying, it's kind of obvious what the next few things, like I was mm. taking, you're supposed to take notes, basically. You just Every time you hear something that sounds like, hmm, that actually get more information about that, you're just jotting down oh, keywords. Dude, remember those days, they were so rad. Yeah. Sitting back with my pen and my pad. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> 
but so i mean i had a big sheet of paper with you know a bunch of words on it and just went through them all and eventually i got to the end of the story pretty much but then like the steam achievement said i hadn't even unlocked 50 percent of the clips so i somehow just you know went straight line through the thing and got to where i needed to be um yeah from from what i've heard about that you can kind of end up on the right path and basically mainline it i guess that's what i did like i never there were seems that there were things that seemed superfluous that i didn't ask it um and i guess i was right they weren't important because i mean i got right to the meat of it and was like oh that's what's happening here okay well Uh, let me let me go down that path yep i was right there we are so do you have orphan vision i might yeah (laughs) (laughs) so it's an interesting it's an interesting experiment. It's not very expensive. It won't eat up a lot of your time. And having played all these 30-hour games over the last year, it was fun to just sit down with something for 2 hours. I mean, it was a lot like Gone Home. You know, it's it's a lot it's less of a video game than Gone Home cuz Gone Home you're actually interacting with the world. Yeah, you're walking. Yeah. Uh this has less game than that. Mm-hmm. But it was I mean, for an interactive experience, it was interesting and it's something like if this had come out on the Sega CD back in the day this would be things people would still be talking about 20 years later like oh yeah. man that's that game was so dope that was just the best thing ever so yeah remember when we were playing night trap that was garbage <laughs> yeah but Fuck her that. story her story so <laughs> right. yeah it's, it's an interesting thing speaking of walking simulators i'm tacking one more thing onto the it's chuck fine corner yeah oh, because i totally forgot i played it okay shocker i also played everybody's gone to the rapture oh that thing yeah yeah, yeah, it's a walking that? simulator. Oh, okay. Did you go to the Rapture? Uh, I did not. I actually um, didn't finish this one. Oh. Um, so, like, the thing with Dear Esther is, like, it was very much a walk down a path simulator and watch a story unfold. Uh-huh. And this one is a little more, like, I hit a point where I was like, I don't know where the fuck I'm supposed to walk. I feel like I'm just going in circles. And uh, Aha, circle walking simulator. <laughs> I just, uh, <laughs> I, I kind of gave up. Oh. Like, hmm. it's gorgeous, but I... I wasn't with it like I was Dear Esther, and I'm not one of those people that's like, it's not a video game. I just, I hit a point where I was like, I don't, I don't know where I need to go, and I kind of don't care, because mm. no. I wasn't like with what was happening mm-hmm. as much. So it didn't give you the motivation to keep, to find where you're supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess maybe I could look it up and see where I was and how much more I have to go kind of mm-hmm. thing, but I haven't felt the motivation just yet. So Chuck Fine. All right. I mean, it's, right. it's, it's a... It's a video game. It's a gorgeous little (laughs) section, but they only had to do a little tiny section of a place and, you know, all the power of a PS4. So, yeah. Man, I think everybody should go to the break. Yeah, let's take a break and then spend another two hours talking about Fodies. Everybody's gone to the bathroom. There you go. Welcome back. Second half. Hey, half number two. Still motherfucking video game podcast. It is. But it's the motherfucking Fodies right. section. The favorites of the year. <laughs> Let's Fody it up. Okay. That sounds fun. Yeah. 2015. What a year. Uh, it was definitely a year. It By definition, it was. It was a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. It's over now. Yeah. Y- yes. Also, a statement of fact. Hey, so, you know what's disappointing about it being over? What? I, it's not here anymore. 
But other disappointments. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get the negatives out of the way. Okay. Right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Starting off with our biggest disappointments. Uh huh. I'll go first. I wonder what this the is most predictable <laughs> one possible. Batman Arkham Knight and the season pass. Uh huh. Yeah. You didn't I, like it? Arkham Knight has parts that are good, but the Batmobile and for some reason the developers' love of the Batmobile fucking killed that game. Mm. As far as whenever I think back on it, I think, God damn it, you guys. And then the season pass just being like, here's 50,000 tiny little things and most of them are crap, but mm. we're giving you 50,000 of them, so enjoy. It's redeemed somewhat by obviously that the first and the last DLC being really good. But aside from that, man, what like it was just one of those. How can you fuck up Batman? Like the other ones, the other ones, the only way they fucked him up was we got too much stuff. I think in this the Joker's game. been asking that. For yeah. Years. yeah. How do we fuck up? Batman? But yeah, but I mean, the Arkham Asylum, obviously everyone, you know, we've talked about plenty. It had the right balance of, OK, here's just enough stuff. And it's just enough interesting stuff when you get it. Arkham City went too far in that. Yeah. Arkham Origins, you know, I never beat it, but it went pretty far there, too, because there were a lot more things to collect. And then this one, they're like, oh, we're not going to have them collect as much. We're just going to throw in a Batmobile. You got to do all the time. Hmm. And that was lame. So that's <laughs> that's my biggest disappointment. Yeah. And I'm sure I share the second one with a few other people. Yeah. Yeah. Rock Band 4 is kind of a bummer. Rock Band 4 is a huge bummer. Yeah. The biggest of bummers, I think. It's less of a bummer now than when it came out, but it's it, still a pretty big bummer. It's got that taste of bummer. Well, <laughs> yes, Rock it does Band taste 4, of bummer. Rock Band 4 feels like a Kickstarter that barely made its goal. Yeah. Like, and its stretch was like, all right, we're going to have this. And then if we make it to 2 million, we'll have this. And 3 million, we'll have this. And they're like, well, we didn't make it. So here's like the very base. Here's a stick. To getting the game out. <laughs> right. You know, so it's it's kind of, you know, when you had all this stuff in Rock Band 3 and suddenly it's all gone. Mm-hmm. And even like the character creation, there's nothing. Yeah. And that was like a huge, it, it wasn't a big deal to me, but it was such a huge deal to so many people. And it's gone. It just seems like there are so many things that were missing or flat out broken about it that I, I understand, you know, and they were super upfront about it, which doesn't. I mean, it lessens it a little bit, but still, it still kind of hurts once you're in there poking around at it. But it, it's just, I know it's a platform. I know it's going to be a thing for like the next seven years. And they're just going to, you know, in a, in a year or two, we're going to be like, man, remember how shitty that was when that came out? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just, I just, the overall just sort of like, ugh, when that thing came out, yeah. you know, and I mean, I defended a lot of it, you know, because it was rock band, but still, I mean, in my heart. (laughs) Yeah. It's like the core basic, basic, basic aspect of it is there. Yeah. And they got the majority of your DLC to come over, Mm -hmm. but everything else feels like just this huge clunking wet fart (laughs) around it. Yeah. You know, and, and that's a bummer. Yeah. It'll get there. We'll yeah. we'll see next year if we can we can turn I, that. I around. really I I hope so. Yeah. And, and it seems like they sold enough to keep themselves afloat, which yeah. is obviously why they didn't wait any longer to release it. Where they were like, no, it has to come out this year, right? And I, it, and we don't care how baked it is; it has to be out this year. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah, a disappointment, if you will. Right? Maybe did Guitar Hero do anything? It did. Because I haven't heard anything about that since either. We'll talk about I, that. That must not be doing very well. Because both of those, both of those, well, basically, just, like, hey, we're back. 
Guitar Hero, I keep seeing the guitars for like $20 on sale mm -hmm. all the time. That can't be a good sign. Well, yes and no. I think their plan was to get that thing into as many hands as possible. Mm -hmm. So whatever it took to do that. Uh, Sales-wise, is it doing good? Probably not. But it's on so many different platforms that it may be okay. I mean, you know, there's a fucking Apple TV version of that. There is. So... Which, by the way, your console guitar does not work with that version, so fuck right off. <laughs> of course oh, wow. not. Uh, that seems dumb. It is dumb. It's really dumb. So, All right. Also, kind of a bummer. Who? What? Mad Max. The video game. No? I'm enjoying Mad Max so I, far. I put this I, on the list. I, I didn't. I, I know. I, did I, I was down on Mad Max, and, and, he, and you know, for two reasons. One, Fury Road. Like, I know it's not the game's fault, but because Fury Road exists, it changes what you want in a Mad Max game. Mm-hmm. This Mad Max game was made before, like, Fury Road was a, a thing. So it seems like, yeah, that fits in with, like, Thunderdome. But yeah, it's way more in tune with the low key yeah. aspects of the earlier ones. Right. There's just that, you know, once your eyes have been opened to Fury Road, you, you get to this and it's like, yeah, it's not as good as that. But I don't agree with that at all so far. But. Sure. Hey, Chuck, Chuck put it on the list. <laughs> yeah. We'll yeah. talk more about but, Mad Max but later. Like the, the main thing about it, though, was um, the, the, the mid-section of that game, the, the middle 80% of that game being nothing. It just mm. point A to point B, do a thing. It's like, all right, you could have cut a bunch of this. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. it waits so long to reintroduce its story that you're like, I... I I don't necessarily need a lot of motivation to push through this world, but I need a little. Um, and when that comes towards the end, you're like, oh, man, fuck. Yeah. But it's just it's it's so late in the game that I, I just I don't know. That game dragged a lot for me. I was disappointed playing it. So mm. that okay. is one of my biggest disappointments. OK. I guess this next one is mine. Yeah, too. I didn't put any of these. On OK. Uh, Call of Duty uh, Black Ops 3. For a series, Black Ops and Black Ops 2 being so good, like just strictly talking about single player campaigns being Mm -hmm. so good, man, this the third one is just this the first one I was playing where it's like I couldn't I couldn't even defend it in a bad way. Like Ghosts is bad, but it's fucking Moonraker. And that's awesome Mm -hmm. for a Call of Duty game. This is just like half of this game feels like it takes place in a holodeck. You know, it's like (laughs) half of it's not even happening. And it's like. I'm shooting dudes in my mind. What on earth is happening here? This the, and robots. It, yeah, it's just all computer simulated. My brain is deteriorating, and so it's piecing together these weird, you know, holodeck simulations. And that it's just why? Why is any of it happening? And guess what? It most of it isn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so sweet. Yeah, it's just. What a bummer! Because so this the first like the Jacob's Ladder uh, of yeah, like video kind games. Of, yes, almost exactly. What the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah, if you like playing a game where none of it's actually happening, well, you should play some Blops Three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a bummer. Yeah. Uh, next one on there is the Order eighteen eighty six. Man, that game really should have been better, but it is a game out of time. Like it feels like a last generation game in every possible way. And it feels like a game that was built to have a whole bunch of sequels. So nothing gets explained and nothing really happens. And they don't expand on anything. Yeah. You know, for a universe that's all of a sudden like, hey, werewolves are here. And then the next chapter is like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. For for a game where you're the knights of the round table fighting werewolves 
in the year 1886 mm-hmm. with with future steampunk tech and crazy shit. How'd you fuck that up? They did. They totally did. Yeah. Because and. and- and even the weapons were just dull. Yeah. Like they have like, what is it? That incinerator gun or whatever, you know, that whatever is like the, the whatever shoots like thermite. it's a shotgun that shoots fire. Yeah. It basically, you cover someone in flammable material and then yeah. shoot it. <laughs> yeah. And just that was the only thing that had any interesting anything to it. Yeah. It, it's just, uh, yeah, it, it's a shame because that could have been something. Mm hmm. Uh, and then, you know, there's no racing games out there that are as good as Forza Horizon. We had a whole year of new racing games, and none of them, none of them made it. None yeah. of them did what I wanted them to do. None of them mm-hmm. did what anyone wanted them to do. Yeah, Forza Six was just going back to here's dull semi Forza. Yeah, with the same driving, but yeah, I mean the driving around good. it is dull and simulationy. It's very clinical. Yeah, uh, I played a bit of Project Cars, which is for insane people. That is for people who want to get in there and tune the dumbest shit possible. Project cars. Yeah, it's it's a. It's no, a man, can you, you put can, spinners you can, on your car. No, oh, you, you can adjust your camber. Okay. Yeah. Is that a real word? Yeah, your gear differentials as well. Huh. Everybody wants to do that a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> it's a pretty game though, but man, that that is not a game for people who just want to race a car. Mm-hmm. And uh, and also Need for Speed, which I really I love Need for Speed, but the game is janky as fuck. <laughs> didn't the, didn't, did the crew come out this year too? Was that last that was year? last year? Oh, Although fuck. that weird like amusement park wild Run. expansion pack came out, which I haven't played yet. But I want to just go ahead and say it's not as good as Forza Horizon Two. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. So there I you would go. Think not. So yeah. I didn't put anything on this list. I, if, if I did, I'd probably just put 2015's games. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. I, we talked about this before the show. Yeah. But this is going to be a weird year, especially when we get to our top fives and all, because there was nothing that any of us were like, holy fuck, guys, like, you need to play this immediately. Yeah. There was a lot of, it's pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is I'm, good. It's I'm fun. playing this. Yeah. It's, I'm still playing this. Yeah. It's doing what it's doing well, but there was nothing that we were just like, holy shit, this yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Like we And we still, I don't think we've had that experience yet on a console, on, on this generation of console. You know, no. or on PC for that matter, but yeah. there's there just there's there's nothing where it's like okay, you need to get a console just to play this game. There, there's nothing like that yet. Yeah. So that's you know, and it, I, I still feel like we're in this weird holding pattern of like, all right, well, where's the next thing that's going to be awesome? The games are coming, you guys. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like the- is is Mass Effect our next big you know holding out hope for this? Yeah. Which, by the way, they say that's coming out this year. No way. No fucking way. <laughs> no way. No way. <laughs> yeah. It might happen. No. I don't know. I don't fucking know or care really. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, having said that, we have games we played more than we probably should have oh, okay. this year. Mm-hmm. So that's our next category. I'll just throw threes on there forever. Yeah. For, I mean, five years from now. Until the end of time. Yeah. 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 When you finally get that elusive last combo. I, maybe. Yeah. That's the only thing that's probably going like, to stop me. I think they said like three people have gotten that. That's the only ever. thing that will stop me. Three. Getting that. Yeah. I yeah. think I've got two numbers left. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. I've got three left. It's. It gets hard because then you just. You, uh, yeah. But anyway. Uh, in, in that vein. Sage Solitaire. Mm-hmm. I would put on there. <laughs> Vegas mode. Vegas mode. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a really good mobile game but man i don't i don't know why i kept playing it as much as i did 
I think it's just because they make it so easy to get into a new game. It's and, one of those and, games, yeah. And give you that feeling like, man, I, that was a good run, but I know I can do better than that. Yeah. Yeah. But it, that game's a lot of fun, but uh, it's <laughs> it also uh, will suck up your time. It, it does, yeah. Yeah. And that's not even counting Vegas mode. I should be sleeping. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and uh, obviously for me, Batman Arkham Knight. Yeah, because you hated it. I, the guy just going through playing the season pass, doing all that shit, and I still... Uh, I don't know what it was. I, I, uh, I don't know what it was. It, it must be because it's Batman. Probably. But yeah, I played that more than I probably should have. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I didn't talk about this game in the first half because it's going to come up a lot in the second half. Lego Dimensions, which is uh, my first entry into the buy physical items, put them on a thing, and now they're in a video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm what the industry calls a whale. Mm-hmm. In terms of... I thought you were a Mark. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm a Smart, actually. No, I'm, smart Mark. I don't know about that. I'm smart no. Uh, okay, so this thing is nefarious and evil, and I totally swore it off. I said, I that thing contains all the stuff I like. Never going to touch it, because no, I will spend all my free money on that. And then I got it for Christmas, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> now I have to buy all the things. And you did. And I did. And I saw I, that picture you posted on Twitter that had, I believe, 14 Lego Dimensions packs on it. Yeah, it did. Um, I have what is pro- wrong with you? I have a problem. <laughs> there are, Apparently. There are reasons I don't indulge I in con- things like alcohol. Do you, do you I have- need to control your disposable income. Do you have all of the packs that have been released? No. How many are there? A lot. Holy fuck. It's Legos. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, at least, you know, say what you will about Disney, uh, Disney Infinity. Yeah. I have... Basically everything from this generation, and I spent maybe fifty, sixty dollars. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I mean, they're Legos, but I've bought everything on sale. It's been super cheap. So I mean, that's not true. I didn't buy like all like the other like Disney. Just always like we're like, oh yeah, we never put out a figure for this person. Put them out. They don't have a playset or anything. Just I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. people want fucking Mulan now. <laughs> the hot Mulan market's just been waiting for the Mul- oh, Mulan figure. I can't wait till they get to Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, oh, that's, oh, yeah, man. that's pretty good. That hot jam, good yeah. stuff. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I have put I think forty five, fifty hours into Lego Dimensions so mm-hmm. far. The thing about it is that aside from all the actual physical toys and stuff that you get, it's a fucking Lego game. I mean, it is the most lego game so it is it is like the traveler's tales legos lego game exactly except all of them can interact with each other that's the charm of the game the charm of the game is the universes that it's presenting the writing is really clever the the acting is really good um and, and you know it's giving you lego stuff that you've never had before there's just there's never been doctor who stuff in a lego mm-hmm. game um you know it's got back to the future and ghostbusters and fucking portal which is some of the best stuff in a video game in a long time. It's so stupid, clever, and smart. Mm. Um, I'll, I'll talk more about this stuff later, but yeah, I've put a lot of time and money into Lego Dimensions. Uh-huh. So. Uh, I, I put a lot of time, not really that much money, <laughs> into playing Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, roughly yeah, you did. 90 Metal hours. That's Gear? a lot of hours. That's a lot. Yeah. Did you get the true ending? No one gets the true ending. I don't know. <laughs> it's when Kojima yeah. just shows up at your house and tells uh, you stories. <laughs> you have to actually fire him to make him go away. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Kojima, I gotta go to bed. You're yeah. fired. Get out. <laughs> okay, thank so, you. So, I mean, so you spent a lot of time Fultoning. Yeah. 
Yeah, I played a lot of Metal Gear, period. And I, I mean, I'm not even like one <laughs> of those people who's like period. chasing 100%. I don't give a fuck about that. I mean, that's the thing is like, I to me, I, I've, I've hit an age where like these little percentage things mean fuck all to me. Achievements don't mean anything. When I feel like I'm done with the game is when I'm done with the game. Mm. I don't care about, I mean, if you tell me there's more content, it, it gives me a push to keep playing. Mm-hmm. But like, if you're like, you might see a 20 second cutscene if you spend the next 24 hours straight, you know, running through these and, and picking up all these collectibles. I'm like, yeah, no, I, that's what YouTube's for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I agree. Bye. You know, mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I I just finished the game where I felt comfortable, but it was mm-hmm. still a lot of hours. And I guess <laughs> yeah. I could have done more. Yikes. You really could have done more. <laughs> I, I could think. have, but I don't. <laughs> what? I don't so know. This game is like your Schindler's List. <laughs> I could have done more. <laughs> no, no. Just there's watch. no regrets. <laughs> there are no regrets. Yeah. There, you know. <laughs> My God. Wow. Huh. Well, that's yeah, that's Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, Schindler's List of video games. Put there that on the go. box. Uh, I guess it's my turn now. Yeah, uh, I'm going to assume yeah, you put please this segue one on there. out of that. Yeah. So carefully, um, anything else in the world that we can talk about, um, including a, a generally shiny, happy video game called uh, Rocket League. Um, I did a lot of Rocket Leaguing when I should have been doing anything else. Nearly. Really. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and at the at the risk of my own personal sanity and health, um, that's one of those games where it, it you just get in a groove and you uh, I'll just play another game, 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 and if you're doing okay, um, it's super easy to just kind of fall into a, a rhythm of playing a game and playing a game and playing the game. And suddenly there's four hours of your life disappeared and it's time to go to bed. Um, But they, they have done a good, a good thing, which is they've added a lot of free, um, a lot of free content, like for the, uh, they've added a bunch of add-ons for your, for your cars. And they've added a couple arenas and uh, they added during the, um, during the holidays, they added a mode called Snow Day where you're playing on an ice rink and instead of a ball, you have a puck. And it has puck physics, puck on ice physics. and Yeah, puck physics. Yeah, it, it, it acts like a puck instead of just favorite, looking like a puck. That was my favorite ice capades. It's a spinoff of the real world San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, puck physics. Yeah, puck on ice. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, isn't he dead now? I think I that don't makes know. that a better joke. <laughs> Probably. Um, it should be. Don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Yeesh. That's Man. It's my, my ongoing answer for everything. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Rough on puck. But um, yeah, that, that game trapped me pretty well. And I played a lot of... I didn't play it like quote unquote competitively, but I played a lot of ranked matches and was getting into it for a while. Luckily, I've been distracted by other things lately, but... It's still a it's still a very tempting go to on the on the home screen of the PlayStation. 4. Were you distracted by the next thing on the list? <laughs> yes, I was. Okay. The next thing on the list is the other thing that I was distracted even worse by, mm-hmm. and this this was nearly to the detriment of my employment as well. Like, um, Boy, I that. was up way too late playing. Uh, I didn't sleep one night because of this game. Um, <laughs> Because it's Play, so playing loading screen the game, yeah, yeah. playing loading screen, and the, and I um, think all three of us played it more than we should have based on like the all the stuff we said in the first half about how technically it's a mess. Yeah, 
there are good things though yes, about you're this talking about game. Just Cause Three because you're all reading it and none of you have actually said no. I just figured Cause Three. I figured oh, that right. people could guess. Yeah, um, it's Just Cause Three, you guys. It's just Cause yeah. Three. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but there are good things about this game. Like the the little mini games are a lot of fun. Mm. Um, wingsuiting around is a lot of fun. Uh, flying a helicopter and then you know flying a helicopter to your destination and just jumping out. And letting the helicopter crash as you, you know, wing shoot, wing suit to the ground, and then hit your parachute, and you then grapple to the ground. And you don't do that with your vehicles in real life. Just abandon them in midair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't have any air vehicles yeah. to do that. No, with. I just roll out of my, I roll out of whatever car I'm traveling in. And just <laughs> that explains it, all the bruises. Let it go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like the grappling is fun. There's a whole bunch of stuff that's really fun in this game. Um, is much of a technical mess it is, as it is sometimes. Um, it's it's still just got that next you know next little thing psychology bit going on that that ruins me. Mm-hmm. So I played. I don't even know how many hours. I don't want to know how many hours I have in it, but it's too many. However many it was. It mm-hmm. sounds like the same hook that ruined Harlow on this next game. What's that? Oh, it's not just him. Diablo three. It's mostly yeah. him. It's mostly me. <laughs> no, why, I mean, why did it ruin me? I, I feel great. At the most, it ruined me. Yeah, I love That's, that we put in like... Setting up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've put in probably over 30 hours in the span of a week, which for me is a lot, and Harlow is considerably more. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, Diablo 3 is awesome. I don't regret it, but I've probably played more than I should have because I should have been playing other games right. to put on the phony list. There's yeah. no regrets in this category. You don't uh, have to regret anything. No, we, this feels like a regret category. It's, it's probably more than we should have. Okay. I will agree with that, but I don't, yes, I don't, there are zero regrets here. Mm, I, yeah. Because it's awesome. Just like if you were telling some layman about how you play video games. Yeah, I played 80 hours of Diablo. And Look, they were I, could, I could have played Ori in the Blind Forest and finished it. Mm-hmm. I could have finished everyone's gone to the rapture or everybody's gone to the rapture. Yep. Um, but no, I played Diablo three you know what? Whatever. No regrets. You know what? I have, no a, lot, regrets. I have a lot more loot in that <laughs> than I bet I do in the other ones. Cause they have no loot. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Huh. All right. So yeah, there we go. Yeah. Next up, we got trends, mm. trends for the year, hot trends. Stuff's been going on. Hashtag, Good or bad. Hashtag trend. Hashtag trending. First up, and it feels like we had this one last year, and this is basically the same thing. Season passes and DLC getting more expensive, yet getting worse once again. Yes. We yeah. took out the best DLC category because what the fuck DLC was there this year that was worth getting? And it mm. feels like stuff that was $5 last generation is $10 now. Foxtails, maybe? For the same amount of content. <laughs> Foxtails was pretty good. Yeah, Foxtails was good. It was a short little thing. Right. You know? It's just... Yeah. It's a bummer. It it seems like DLC used to be almost expansion pack level, you know, like here's a here's a new thing. You know, mm-hmm. I mean you go back to Mass Effect when it was like, Oh man, here's another three hours of Mass Effect. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't you're not getting that anymore. Well the the part of what I think the problem is is like I mean, it's you know, you keep wanting to like say something like Hollywood, but it's not Hollywood. Games industry basically is like has basically has now taught the world that hey you know if you just hold off on playing a game where we're releasing a lot of content for about six months to a year you'll just get a you'll get an edition that's twenty dollars cheaper and include everything yeah so it really discourages people from going and 
taking this journey with people mm-hmm. along the way because number one, it's blind. You don't know what it's going to be. You know, you're like you're you're basically like betting on the future of this game. Mm-hmm. It's like the stock market where you're just like betting on futures and you don't you don't know. And but you know if you wait, if you're cautious and you just wait, you get it all at once, and you know it it doesn't doesn't matter. It's like well, I was going to get the game anyway. Yeah. Now I got it cheaper and all the other shit. Yeah, like let's use Destiny as an example. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Taken King is the best piece of DLC of the year because it makes that game fun and worth playing. Mm -hmm. And that's not part of the season pass. The season pass was the two before it that were like, oh, yeah, if you like Destiny, this is more stuff, I guess. You know, and everyone's kind of like, yeah, they're all right. And then like Taken King's awesome. Yeah. And now you can get that whole package for 50 bucks. You know, including all of that. Right. But yeah, why? Why would anyone who bought Destiny at the launch because, yeah, and you couldn't play Taken King unless you had bought the other DLCs also. Well, it's, it's so also, you had to get them all as a package together. It's insulting. I mean, that one, I've, I've thought about Taken King. I mean, even though like I'm, I'm basically done with Destiny, I've thought about it. And that's what's stupid is because mm-hmm. I'm someone who went out and bought the collector's edition of, and got the... So I, so I spent, let's say, $80 on Destiny. Mm-hmm. Now you want me to spend $30 for the Taken King... When for twenty dollars more, I could have bought essentially what I spent eighty dollars on in the first place. Like, how about you well, discount yeah, that a little bit more for the what, people that have been there all along? Yeah, and that's what happened to me with uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. Mm-hmm. I remember they put the DLC on sale, and it was like eight bucks a pop. And I was like, oh, you know what? This is probably never going on sale again because I I've been watching it for ages. Yeah, bought the three. The next day. <laughs> Xbox Live put out the entire game, including yep. everything else and all the other DLC that I didn't have, for $24. <laughs> <laughs> everything. Yeah. For the same price I had just paid to buy all this DLC. And I was like, fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I could have sold that disc off, made some money back for it. Fuck yep. you. Yeah. That's that's the thing. It's like, don't... I mean, you've, you've got to treat people better that have been there from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You can't... Like I said... That $30 price for take Taken King standalone mm-hmm. was only for the people that had the other thing. Yeah. yeah. You it, you know, you could have made that $5 and been like, yeah, sorry about the other bit, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, here, here it is all fixed and stuff now. Thanks for being a loyal Destiny person all along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because it was it was not like they were going to short anybody else who was going to go out and buy a vanilla copy of Destiny, download Taken King for $5 and get, you know, scam the man, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. But it, but it's a bummer that it it feels like it's getting worse. It's not getting better. Everything's getting more expensive for content that was less costly before. And right, lame. I have one exception. Rocket and League. It, Rocket League. Yep. Yeah, they have done it right. They've kept it real well, low. Everything's been less than five bucks. There it's are, been there like are other games. I mean, two ninety nine, three ninety nine. Say the that's, Witcher but, DLC or the season pass is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. like but, ton of content. Yeah, that's the only one that I've personally seen. Like mm-hmm. everything else is like. All right, see you. Maps, whatever. Bye. Yeah, I mean, basically at this point, it is you get a high profile game. They sell you the season pass up front. You have no idea what's coming. And then it's like a year before you get it. And by that point, like I know this for a fact with me and Far Cry 4, I spent so much time playing Far Cry 4 that once the DLC started coming out, I never wanted to go back to Far Cry 4. Mm-hmm. I was just like, no, done. Forget it. I, I wanted to play the crazy Yeti stuff. Yeah, and they've sure. never reduced the price on any of that ever. Yeah. I mean, the sad I'm, thing is, I haven't. I still haven't played. That's how much yeah. Far Cry Four I played. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's just it used to be a thing where like you could count on, like, yeah, three more months there'll be this thing, and now it's like who knows when that's mm-hmm. coming out. Yeah. So yeah. all right, yeah. let's go to a positive trend though. All right. Yeah. Is the Xbox One focusing on games finally? Yeah. That thing has made a remarkable turnaround from what it was pitched as. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and the next one on the here also is the Xbox 360 backwards compatibility coming to the Xbox One. It's crazy that that happened this late in the game. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy how well it works. It works pretty well. Because I've used it for quite a few games, and I've played significant amounts of those games. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And had no issues. But it's just everyone that was there for that whole TV, TV, TV press conference mm-hmm. is gone. Yep. Like, literally everyone that was in that video is gone. <laughs> so it's it's good to see that they're focusing on games. And, you know, right now, if you look at exclusives and someone says, I don't have either console, I'm going to buy one. Myself, personally, I tell them, get an Xbox One because there are more exclusive games on that one right now. Because mm-hmm. PS4, we're all still waiting on an Uncharted game. We're just we're waiting on a lot of stuff. You know, God of War, who knows what they're going to do with that. It just feels like all of their all of their franchises kind of went extinct by the end of last generation. And now you're just kind of like, okay, what do they have that, you know, I mean, Rocket League, yeah, you can play it there. You can't play it on Xbox One. No, you can't. Oh, you can now? It's out now. On Xbox One also? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So there you go. That's I mean, it just feels like Xbox One, they focus more, I mean, and exclusives suck, but they're, they're a fact of life <laughs> at this point, and you're going to go with the ones that has it. And The One does have a bigger lineup of that, because like the PS4, like you know, we were talking about, The Order was kind of one of their most high-profile exclusives, and then it just was like this wet fart of just yeah. like, yeah. And most of their exclusives have kind of hit like that. Um, yeah. Bloodborne's about the only one that did well, but that's a lo- very limited, like two people who are like, man, dark souls. Fuck. Yes. Right. That's not many people. Right. Yeah. The, the internet makes it sound like it's a lot of people. But it's, not. it's not that many people. No. I, I'm curious. Like, I mean, I guess we haven't personally have any, have any experience with it, but I'm curious if anyone out there in listener land has actually like either messed with or have a steam box. Cause I'm like, Wondering when that enters the conversation. Like, I mean, because I've been close. I mean, well, I'm just feeling like, <laughs> are we at a point? Because, I mean, this will transition to our, to our next bad trend um, is like terrible frame rates on PS4 and one versions of games while PC games run fine. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, are are these Steam boxes powerful enough to that they're better than the consoles? You know, I mean, you obviously you have a much a much larger library of mm-hmm. quote unquote non exclusives coming to that, and a bunch of things that are well, they're exclusive only because they never made it off the PC platform, right. you know, kind of yeah. thing. So, I mean, I feel like PC gaming, if it if it can turn the corner and like these things become as easy as they they build, they're going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it might be turning a corner and finally giving consoles a run for their money. I'm not trying to be yeah. like the the lone voice of PC elitism or whatever, but mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like. I, I mean, I think, I've I've re- I've witnessed it in this in this last year of like yeah the PC version's better and yeah now I'm kind of actually always now now I'm kind of like wishing I hadn't bought Tomb Raider because like I I thought it was going to be further away that the you know the PC version was going to be and now I'm like oh, well damn. it was supposed to be yeah yeah and the only one that really the only high profile PC one that was fucked was Arkham Knight right and that was a whole other set of issues yeah that was a waking nightmare <laughs> right. yeah so yeah so I I don't know yeah. I'm just curious if like that's going to be a thing. Cause like, I mean, I know consoles are, th- those are getting down to, you know, buying for $300 easily now, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I, you know, I know the steam boxes aren't in that road, you know, and that quite in that roadmap of, of a price. But I know when the Xbox one was a $500 console that you had a lot better chance of saying, yeah, why don't you spend a hundred dollars more and you have this box that can mm-hmm. do a lot more. Yeah. I think the longevity of a steam box is the big question. Yeah, right. Cause PC games are always going to be pushing the limit sure. of what it can do. And, you know, if you have to buy a new Steam box every three years, 
I agree. That makes a huge difference. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I've been I've been close to pulling the trigger on one of those, but I just I can't do it. Mm-hmm. No. Well, especially um, I mean it's it's hard to it's hard to justify it when you know that you can build. I mean, as long as you don't need the little tiny box, you can build a, a better PC for cheaper. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's the oh, thing, yeah. That, that's the thing that hurts if you have any any inkling and you can do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one up, we got Wii U gets good original games. Nobody cares because nobody has a Wii U. Yeah. And two of us have a Wii U. Yeah. <laughs> How oh, yeah. often do you guys talk about it? I I, I played some Smash Brothers and uh, Hyrule Warriors, and yeah. I never got I mean, Splatoon. Uh, or... By all means, Splatoon is a great game. Mario Maker, for the people that love it, it is a great game. It had Bayonetta 2, mm-hmm. which a lot of people you know wanted. I played a little bit of that. Yeah. I mean, it's... And they've already... Everyone everyone is already basically just like, all right, what's the next one? What's the next console? Oh, no. These, they, are, these are good. Now they got but, Animal Crossing. A lot of people love yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. But they but, also but have like, announced that they're working on the next console yeah, as yeah. well. And that's it's, the thing is everyone's just... Wait, everyone... It seems like the Wii U was just kind of... It never gained the traction it need for everyone to be like, oh, man, you, you need to have this because you need to play... Because... If you're talking exclusives, that probably has the best library of exclusives out of any of the consoles yeah, right absolutely. now. Absolutely. And I don't own one. BJ doesn't own one. You guys own them, and I never hear you playing any games on them ever. Yeah. Yeah. Very so, rarely. Yeah. Just, I I, I hope that the next Nintendo console is backwards compatible with the Wii U, because then I'll probably play all those games. Yeah. I hope they fix their shit. But and by that I mean make a thing that people want. But I mean, if you do, if you say the problem with saying like Wii and Wii U uh, backwards compatibility is then you have to like program in like are, is it is it time we go away from stupid motion controls and like yes, the tablet thing? Absolutely. Yep. Well then, yeah. How do you backwards compatible it? The, the screen. Many, you you allow, many of those games you allow are, the pad to to work, to work with, with it. it. Well, yeah, yeah I guess. You but just that's just Bluetooth. Yeah. So. I'm just saying a lot. You know, too many of those games are that's that's too much of a built-in feature and. Yeah. yeah, I love like I love so much about the Wii U, but I just can't get motivated to purchase one. It's because you can't do anything else with it but play Nintendo games yeah. because third parties abandoned that thing. Can so, you watch Netflix on that little gamepad? Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, huh? Yeah, you can. See, they never like I I never get these. You can do any, anything you can do on me. your main screen. You can flip it and make it on the gamepad. Yeah. So you can play. So it's got all those apps. As long as you're not playing a game that requires both screens, you can go sit in your bed and play the wii u games see maybe i should like maybe i should buy a wii u but i never like nintendo has not done a good job of getting that you know sort of getting those ideas out to me that hey this really is like uh you can tote it around your apartment thing like you can pick up your gamepad and be playing yeah you know super mario while you're waiting for pasta to boil or whatever they retreated from their messaging very early on and then it just became like you guys like smash brothers right well, here, here's another Smash Brothers. You guys should play it. And then that's kind of been 95% of their marketing mm-hmm. is play the things that you like. Yeah, hey, it's Mario Kart. It's yeah. in HD now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's been the whole push. It's just basically like, hey, all those games you played on the Wii, they look better now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Pretty much. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. All right, Chuck, you got the next couple ones here. Yeah, I think I, you can merge these two together, really, mm-hmm. but it's just basically like... All games now have decided they have to have GTA level style open world stuff. And but they've they've forgotten what makes GTA interesting is that GTA has a bunch of stuff in it that's interesting to do. These games and I'm you know like Just Cause, Mad Max and stuff like that, they're just big giant open areas of nothing. Just mm-hmm. huge spaces of nothing to do. And 
you just end up doing the same repetitive thing over and over and over again for like 40 hours. And a lot of games aren't good enough to pull you through that. And and this is just kind of nitpicking a little bit, but I can remember playing Sleeping Dogs. I'm Sleepy it. Dogs. I'm Sleepy saying it's Sleeping Dogs. <laughs> Sleeping Dogs. Sleepy Dogs. Sleepy Dogs. And I no, remember a lot of the game down. being okay, but what really sold me on it was what sells me on a lot of these is that it would have one or two radio stations that plays all the songs I really like. And so I'm riding around doing cool shit while cool songs are playing on the radio. And all of a sudden, I, I know it probably wouldn't work for something like Mad Max, although unless they did something like Fallout does, which is just put in some old, you know, some guy has found an old radio tower somewhere and is just playing records of some kind. Um, it would work in just cause. There's no reason for that guy not to have a, an iPod while he's flying around the world listening to tunes. Mm-hmm. But these games need music in them. You, you just can't have the silence while you're running. And I guess it's because, you know, everyone's Twitch streaming and listening to their own, you know, Walkmans and their whatnots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, easy there. Old man Chuck's coming out. All right. Hey. So, <laughs> you and your sleepy dogs and your iPads and your nonsense. I just, I don't know, the, like the thing that just drove me with, with Saints Row and stuff like that, besides them being really good, was that they had really great soundtracks. And I, I just, I miss that. I need that. No. And these games are just big open nothing and they're Sounds quiet. Sounds like you and, should play Metal Gear Solid Five. That's, and that's the one I don't want to play the most. <laughs> oh, you mean the one with the good soundtrack? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just, also because I'd have to play the first four. When I was mm, no, you really don't. Uh, I never did. It's a rule. Okay. <laughs> you gotta do it. So. Well, no, you should play them in uh, game chronological order. Mm. Uh, no, that's for crazy people. Yeah. No. It's like people fuck around with the Star Wars trilogies. The games themselves are for the crazy people. I know. <laughs> well, that, yeah, crazy. good point. Yeah. All right, next one up. Load times. Shouldn't those not be a thing anymore? Uh, that's one that I put on there. Yeah. yeah. Is that <laughs> and it's word, true. right? <laughs> Should but not really. those not be a thing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Shouldn't yeah. those not game, be, should not those things not be a thing anymore? <laughs> every game installs on the hard drive. Now. Uh-huh. Every game takes a fucking week and a fucking <laughs> half to install on the hard drive. That and, too. <laughs> and I mean, and you don't even have an Xbox One that takes longer. No. And then and then once it's installed on the like that was the magic of the hard drive with the previous generation mm-hmm. was you get to install games or the magic of installing games was you get to install them and then the load times dropped tremendously now i can't even imagine if they didn't make you install these games mm-hmm. would it take an hour and a half to load an instance of these mm. games like we paid a lot of good money for these consoles for what we were promised was a lot of computing power and i know we're only a couple of years into the generation but why the fuck does it take so fucking long like gta f- whichever number takes Five. forever to load like yeah. it's worse than just cause is mm-hmm. but then uh, then again to be uh, to be fair to those you don't like once you're in you once you're it. in you don't have those those insane yeah. loading times anymore um but it just feels really dastardly like <laughs> why i know they're trying to cram a lot of stuff into these games and a lot of stuff is happening but i would be happier with them scaling it back and removing load times because when i play a game that i just fire up and it goes mm-hmm like that feels like magic and it makes me want to <laughs> want to play that game. Yep. All right. So yeah, work on it. I've Consoles. been I've had that yeah, games. S- some of that rant in my head for a long time. See also the PC question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
No, no, solid I know. Solid state. It, 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 sadly, it's the way to go. So, solid state drives are the last bottleneck of computing hardware that no one is really addressing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Once that price drops, holy God. Well, it's supposed to be this year, hopefully. Maybe. I hope so. All right, next up, we got best pre-2015 game we played in 2015. Mm-hmm. Old games. Right. Or not so old games. Uh, me, it was Halo Master Chief Collection. Um, I could pick one, but I'm really not sure. I think I liked Halo 5 ODST the best out of all of them, and that was a $5 Three? DLC. Was that Halo 3's add-on? What did I say? You said 5. Oh, Halo 3 ODST. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. But no, uh, Halo 3 ODST... I, that was probably the one I liked the best. It The Halo series is weird because each one has its pluses and each one has its minuses. And uh, though on the surface, they all look similar. They all have very different aspects to all of them. But I just, I, I couldn't have given Halo the time of day before. And now I've played through almost all of them and gotten a new appreciation for them. So I'd say, yeah, that's my best aside from uh, the only other one I could say is Never Alone, which I played in the very beginning of the year. Right. And that game's really a charming little single session game. Mm-hmm. And the DLC is good and it's real cheap. And it's just more of what you wanted out of that game. Yup. So Chuck? Uh, I have a feeling this game is probably going to be on the list next year too. Um, Dragon Age Inquisition. I probably put another 40 hours into it earlier this year before this year got crazy. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's that's a long ass game. And I'm just going to keep playing it. I don't. I, I see no ending in sight. So, and it's good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I like wouldn't it. think you would need any Witchers with that. No, your, no. Burner. I just have it. You know, for that when the bombs go off and we mm-hmm. have we can't leave our homes and just have video yeah, games to play and have power. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I know it doesn't make sense. Leave Generators. <laughs> um. Yeah. So speaking of games, I pretty much summarily dismissed when they came out. I, I picked up that Borderlands um, Handsome Collection thing that came out. Mm-hmm. Ended up playing... Uh, I almost could have put this on the games I played more and I should have. Uh, Borderlands the pre-sequel. Yeah, you played that a lot. I played it like <laughs> a lot, a lot. Um, yeah, I don't. I can't explain it. It's just, it's good. It's more Borderlands and I don't know why I thought I didn't want that. But I, I totally did once I started playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's pretty simple. I mean, we've talked Borderlands a lot. Yep. It's more of it. And also that um, the earworm sequence is still one of my favorite things in a video game ever. Mm. Like that's it's in the claptrap uh, DLC part, but it's still, it's it's so good. I just want to real quick piggyback on that, and I I still love Borderlands too. Okay, like it still plays really well. I played some of it this year, trying to clean up a little bit of my my games list. Um, trying in vain, I guess, but that's still like there's something that those that those writers. Uh, there's some sort of key they have to unlock, you know, unlock my sense of humor, and it they send, tend to do it really well. And I've heard also really good things about the the pre sequel stuff. Yeah, and I've, I mean, I almost wish... I meant to buy it this year and play it, but I just didn't get around yeah. to it. Yeah, I mean, if I I think only by virtue of having played so much Borderlands two, I was able to jump right into pre sequel and go, oh yeah, that that leads into this. Oh yeah, that leads into this because it's it's a remarkably well done tie in game mm-hmm. too, too, too. So. When it was like announced and everything, I was like, "This this is weird. This doesn't sound good. I don't. <laughs> none of this sounds like what I want." But it totally ended up being what I wanted. Uh, my pick is Rogue Legacy. Um, I don't remember what year it came out. I think it came out in like 2013 or something. Um, but it's been out on a bunch of things. Yeah, yeah. all weird times. Bunch so, of things. Forever. It's like Guacamelee. I don't know when that game came yeah, out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think it came out on PS4 this year or late last yeah. year or something like that. Um, but I know it came out way earlier. But that game, uh, that game caught me too. Like that game, I I played a hell of a lot of that game, um, and and really enjoyed pretty much every bit of it. Like it was one of those games that was challenging in all the right all the right ways for me. Um, it didn't feel like like Spelunky when I when I when I play Spelunky I feel like nothing I do in that particular playthrough matters and when I inevitably fail at that playthrough it's just I'm starting over from basically scratch again with Rogue Legacy um, as the name sort of slyly implies um, you carry each uh, each new life is the uh, the next generation of your bloodline. So you carry over money and your powers um, from that from that previous generation, and you build and build and build and build and build. And I think that's a really clever approach to the to the roguelike. And I really like the look of the look of the game. It's um it's that not quite eight bit um, but pixel art sort of game. Um, and I feel like a lot of people have done that wrong with going like really lo fi and making them hard to look at in the style of much older games. But this kind of harkens back to like late Nintendo, early Super Nintendo kind of, kind of pixel art. And I, I, I dig that a lot. So, um, so that one's it. I have to try to keep it off of my home screen on PS4. So I don't just start playing that because <laughs> I, otherwise I would ignore my rocket league. <laughs> oh, well, you can't have that. <laughs> can't do that. No. So, all right. Next all right. category. Yeah. All right, best soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Or lack thereof, if you're Chuck. Yeah. No, no. no. Oh. <laughs> uh, I really like uh, Ori and the Blind Forest. It's very, like, it's very Final Fantasy-ish. Yeah. But in a good way. I mean, yes. it fits. Final it, Fantasy meets Inya. Yeah. It, it fits the visuals really well. <laughs> yeah. You know, and helps sell how good looking that that game is by making it sound really great. Yeah. All right. Well, let's blow through some of these. Yeah. Um, I put Rebel Galaxy on there. Um I've come to realize I don't know if I love the game. I mean, I want to love the game, but I don't. I think the gameplay is not what I'm looking for in that. But man, the soundtrack, damn, the soundtrack is amazing. Yeah, I mean, like that's that between like that and Firefly and things of that ilk. I'm just like that is what space sounds like to me. Yep, space is <laughs> space is a fucking western, and I want slidey guitars and blues and things like that. So, but yeah, yeah, it's on there. I agree with you. Yeah. I've been playing it. Uh, I also put on Metal Gear Solid Five just for the crazy eightiesness that you can find in that game. Yeah. And I mean, it's a little bit of a cheat, but once you realize, like, at least, I think you. This, I'm not trying to be like PC elitist again and bring it up again, but like on the PC, all you have to do is drag an MP3 to a folder, and it's like suddenly it's in the, your soundtrack available mm -hmm. for the game. Yep. I'm pretty sure you can do the same thing on the consoles. Like, there's a way you can like move files somewhere and and play your own music. Really? into it but i you know I, I can't say for sure but like you, but still the soundtrack they gave you the soundtrack they give you is pretty good i mean it's like it's kind of a greatest hit of the 80s cassette era you know some of them don't make sense because they weren't actually out when the game was taking place but whatever anachronisms uh <laughs> yeah who cares yeah. um cares. but yeah i don't know it's it's still fun and like i mean just the the dynamic of like having your helicopter play music when it comes in is still just amazing it's it's 
it's like that that um Doppler effect that is what makes the the Macho Man Skyrim mod so good. Mm-hmm. Like when that dragon is flying around, going "Oh, Macho Man is coming!" <laughs> like when your helicopter comes in playing a, a a song and it just like hits at the right time and it's blaring right where you are. It's mm-hmm. just, it still feels really good. Nice. I think Metal Gear, like I, I think Metal Gear does. It's not necessarily that the soundtrack is great. It is, but it also does soundtracks pretty well. Like yeah, I, they're implemented I, well. I, I I like the way it's implemented. Um, this one is kind of a weird weird pick, I think, in general. And Chuck's gonna hate it because Chuck hates this game. Um, but it's Grow Home. The so I played like eight games that were that were 2015 games. So I have a relatively small list to pick from, but um, there's something that is incredibly soothing and flow inducing in about grow homes soundtrack for me it's kind of a weird ambient sort of electronic soundtrack that's sprinkled with a bunch of sparkly effects and um it's it's We're talking just, like wind chimes like sort of yeah okay. sort of like that um but more like electronic wind chimes oh. um <laughs> But, okay, yeah, I'm doing a terrible job of describing it, and I don't do it any justice, but it's one of those that makes um, that makes frustrating sections of that game a lot easier to deal with for me, because it's just like, all right, no, don't worry, you're just in a groove. You know, okay, yeah, you might have to climb up 800 meters of this stupid beanstalk, but, you know, it's mm-hmm. cool, you get to listen to a nice jam while you're doing it. And it's, um, I actually popped on... A couple tracks from it earlier as I was getting ready and uh, to come over here and was like, yeah, that's really nice. <laughs> yeah. It just put me in a it put me in a better mood. This is good um, getting dressed music. It's good, yeah. It's 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 a good ambient jam, okay. um, and I I think it just it works well for that for that style of game. Mm-hmm. So um, I would like to take a real quick trip to the dark side and say that when my worst soundtrack of the year is Just Cause Three. I hate the music in that game. Oh, that is all. Like. The intro music included because that song's awesome. Like I mean, it's pretty good, but the ninety nine percent of the music that you hear is the same. Like yeah, it's the same chords over and 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 over. And I'm fucking tired of it. Yeah, all right. So, soundtrack would have helped that game. I'm a any soundtrack. I'm curious because like I don't remember this quite honestly, despite how much I played of it. When you like finish something, does it still do the or is this just cause two only? Because I've I've played both semi-recently mm-hmm. like when you finish something in just cause 2 like after the mayhem ends it always had like the same guitar riff it's like nah, 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 nah. you know no, okay there's like a western east slide thing like when mm-hmm. like all the chaos would end or you just finished a mission it was no this is more like a national anthem kind of thing plays for a second yeah okay yeah all right um okay so i had a couple uh one of these games i haven't talked about yet tales from the borderlands which unlike game of thrones is a very interesting episodic telltale thing that they're doing and one of the interesting things it does is with its music uh whoever's picking the music for that game is really good at it like it is fitting that motif so well mm-hmm. just it seems like i mean it you know if you go back to like the opening music from the first borderlands yeah. the cage the elephant or whatever mm-hmm. that, and you're like okay yeah this is exactly what they would be jamming on in this world and whoever's doing the music for this series is doing it equally as well they are finding the right stuff and putting it in there and implementing it well so um that is one of the great things about that series so far um and then like if we're going like licensed kind of stuff i mean if we're putting metal gear on this Mm -hmm. list then i got to put lego dimensions on this list because 
for the most part, there are some worlds that they just fuck it up for whatever reasons. They couldn't get the license to certain things, but uh, for certain worlds, they are really getting the the right music at the right time and giving you what you want in terms of just the whole nostalgia thing of just you're in this world. I, I bet if you trigger this, this should play and it does. So they do a good job with it. It's one of the good things about Lego Dimensions. All right. All right. All right. So we're going for best soundtrack. Let's go to best section of a game. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything you want to call out as being something you thought was really cool. And I know we talked about it in the first half, uh, but my first one is Ori in the Blind Forest, the prologue. Oh, the prologue. Yeah. The yep. prologue section of that game is one of those mini movies or whatever, mini stories that kind of has its complete arc and ends. And you're just like, wow. All right, then. <laughs> you know, it's kind of a gut punch as it's going along. And it's, it's not doing what you're expecting it to do right yeah. away, especially considering the way the game is initially sold but it's it's really it's super strong and like you know like carlos said you're like holy shit this might be the game of the year right now you right. know you're just playing through that mm-hmm. i i wish it were hyperbole and i promise you it's not because i caught myself i was playing the intro section of that game and realized that my mouth had been open for like five straight minutes i'm not mm-hmm. like that is not a joke yeah i was just like oh my mouth is open right now like, <laughs> <laughs> i've been breathing oh. through my mouth like, <laughs> well, i just i was just right like yeah. <laughs> no, I mean mouth agape. That's like that yeah. was a that's a good reaction to have. Yeah. And uh the only other thing is uh Just Cause Three, that the intro song w- over the credits, when I realized it was Firestarter, yeah. And I was like, Holy shit, they've actually made a slow cover of a fast song that I like. And it goes really well with all the visuals that they're showing yep. for that intro section. Someone had to point it out to me later. I didn't even pick up I was yep. I did, and you were like, what? Song? There was a song? Yeah. Because <laughs> it was a good song. Yeah. So that's why you disregarded it, Chuck. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> that, those were my words. He's parroting my words I said to him the other day, just so you know. You can hate me for that. Okay. Just kidding, Chuck. Yeah. Just cause. Sure. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good section. Yeah. Um, the, the last two hours of Mad Max, where there's a plot. It's really good. It's like a Mad Max movie is mm-hmm. happening. I enjoyed that section. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow Could you sound more smarmy about that smarmy dark face mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't okay. yeah, I think it was a game walking simulator what <laughs> yeah, it's a driving simulator oh sorry <laughs> yeah. yeah but there's no good ones this year like mm-hmm. Forza Horizon yeah, yeah. <laughs> right yeah. okay so alright BJ <laughs> uh, <laughs> um it's it's hard to say that it was difficult to pick out a, per, a a favorite moment from a game full of favorite moments that touched off you know the nostalgia explosion uh, in my heart and head. But um, Star Wars Battlefront, when you're playing, uh, and this is actually from the beta, when you're playing that and you hear the hero theme behind you mm-hmm. and you turn around and it's like Darth Vader or Luke Skywalker and the lightsaber comes out is just such an awesome moment for me and it just I was like the the first time it happened in the Walker assault in the beta I was like oh fuck shit holy fucking shit Darth fucking Vader's here yeah <laughs> it's fucking on right now to myself in my apartment mm-hmm. um, out loud and I was just <laughs> so super excited about it and I haven't felt 
that way about uh, many video games ever, to be fair. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's good. For me, it was, I, I don't think I actually encountered them until I became one. What? Like I, well, I'm, I'm saying I don't think I saw one oh. in the game until I walked over a thing and it was like, hit this button to become Darth Vader. <laughs> Hell yes, I would. Like, <laughs> yeah. Huh. Anyway. Yeah. Um, okay, so more of my Lego Dimensions ranting. <gasps> hey, listen. <laughs> so, okay, the first, there's two sections of the game that are based on Doctor Who and you could tell that they have wanted to do a Doctor Who game for a long time. Like the, this is so dumb. Like the buildable blocks license of Doctor Who has been tied up with some third party thing. That's why this hasn't been a thing before. Mm-hmm. You could tell they had a million ideas for a Doctor Who game because the Doctor Who levels in this thing are the most detailed, the most like just crammed with references and familiar things and done smartly not just someone had crib notes of what doctor who is and tried to slap together a thing this was made by people who know what it is and have a have a a fondness for it and did all the right things for it oh nerds yes that's it nerds yeah uh so yeah all the doctor who stuff in this thing is great uh the other section of it that's really good is the portal 2 stuff because it's basically another portal game but as you start to progress through it, because it's a Lego game, you can just start smashing shit. And GLaDOS gets super pissed off that you're doing that. <laughs> She's just like, you're breaking this thing. And then like Wheatley shows up and he's like trying to like, yeah, smash that thing. Let's just get the fuck out of here. Um, That's it, a weird direction they took in the Lego game. <laughs> it, yeah. It, well, OK. He doesn't drop an F-bomb or oh. anything. But you are basically just smashing up Portal World mm-hmm. and GLaDOS is just losing her mind like you're cheating how, you know, I'm going to have to figure out a way to stop this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, God, the resolution to that is just so perfect. It's it's so randomly perfect. I'm not going to spoil it, but it is just so goddamn good <laughs> what happens at the end of that level. So good stuff. So those right. are both expansion packs you have to buy, right? No, no. Those, the the main stuff I was referencing are actual worlds in the game. There's okay. there's an expansion more of that that you can buy, but there are, there's a Doctor Who world and a Portal 2 world in the game itself that you don't okay. have to buy anything for. So if you get for. the base kit, you can play those yes. sections. Yes, these are not okay. DLC levels. So what do you do? Okay, you cool. take Batman through Portal Land if you don't buy anything else besides the base game? You, you totally, yeah. It's, it's Batman, Gandalf, and Wildstyle, and you're just running around all these other universes like <laughs> i mean i feel like there's a thing that should be said there like yeah. a cover band joke or something but sure. i can't i can't even do that one yeah they all walk into a bar yeah. Yeah. i mean you know i mean the game does you know the game starts where basically lego batman and lego movie batman get into a fight because they're two different <laughs> batmans and then you get batman. sucked yeah and then you get sucked into wizard of oz world because of plot mm-hmm. and you know, Batman immediately sees Scarecrow and he's like, Scarecrow. And then it's like, it, that's the kind of game this okay, is where it's okay, just like, all right. You <laughs> may have sold me on this game. Yeah. God so, I mean, it. that's the things that it does. Right. And Scarecrow's just like, hey, buddy. <laughs> Batman's like throwing batarangs at Scarecrow and shit. So. How is that not in your best section? It's, it's, it's yeah. all pretty good. But those two especially were especially hit me. All right. So uh, up next, we got best character. Mm-hmm. Characters we liked. Thus, yeah. thus the best. I, I was going to put this on there, but I think Chuck already did before I could. I don't know if I was going to phrase it this way, but yeah, I might as well, because I don't know that he had a name otherwise. I think you can make the case. Okay. For David Tennant in Just Cause 3. 
Of who does being, David Tennant play? He's the minister of propaganda who comes on at, after you blow up every base. Okay. He doesn't say who he is, but he keeps saying he makes references that he's a celebrity who's been kidnapped, is being forced at gunpoint to relay this information to the people of this world. I never heard that he was a celebrity. He, but, he says okay. it a couple times after a couple bases that get blown up. It, well, you know, no bases that were taken down because they were costing the government too much money. Right. So he's doing the whole misinformation thing every time you blow up a base of just like. Oh, we were going to tear that down and build a park. You're welcome, everyone. You know, this mm-hmm. boy, our, our El Presidente sure loves giving back. You know, he's doing all that stuff, but he's kind of slowly losing. He's just so frustrated over the entire time. And there are points when he breaks character. He's like, please get me out of here. And then you hear like, a yeah. <laughs> like oh, no, everything's great. <laughs> yeah, no, we're fine here. Um, that game for me, the, the 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 through point of that game became I've got to finish this game to rescue David Tennant. <laughs> I've got to. I've got to <laughs> I wanted free to find him. out what was going to yeah. happen to that guy. So, like, ba- you know, when you basically win the game, he's giving the last thing. He's like, "Wait a minute, it's over." Well, fuck this. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> this is the best day ever. Um, so it just every that was my motivation for blowing shit up because I was just waiting for him to come on and do whatever thing he was going to do. Mm-hmm. So, good. That's the closest thing to a great character in Just Cause Three. <laughs> okay. Um. Mine is Chumbucket in Mad Max. Uh, I really appreciate a character that basically building an awesome car is his religion. Yeah. And I and, and he's a good addition who I didn't think talked too much. You know, I mean, when you've played it a ton, you come out and he goes, oh, we should do a we should do the crow dazzle run if we want to please the gods. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you hear a lot of those same things yeah. when you're do when you're repeating specific tasks, mm-hmm. but when you're driving around, he's not always chattering at you. No. And he just provide, he's a good way of, you know, he serves the purpose of, okay, if your car gets messed up, he fixes it while you're on the road yeah. for one. And he serves the purpose of giving the exposition you might need otherwise, but that is a game that's just chock full of weird, interesting characters that have very weird, interesting motivations to them. I'm curious. Um, I, I agree. I think he's a great character. And the funny thing is about him not saying anything when you're in the car makes me wonder if Chum Bucket feels like what is missing from Arkham Knight. Like, like it, let's say, let's say Alfred talked to you via the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, when you were in the Batmobile, Alfred would talk to you. And so like Batmobile would actually have a separate personality because if you notice, like Chump Bucket tends to say things when you get out of the car, he's like, uh, yeah. hello, um, are we going to go yeah. do the thing yeah. here? And it's like, get back to the car because this is Mad Max. So I, I feel like it, it's kind of like, it's funny to me because it's, it's hello, like, do <laughs> well, he does it. He does. Yeah. He's like, yeah. um, uh, hi, yeah. uh, sorry, but, um, you know. well, yeah. And sometimes he'll just be like, um, I'll just guess stay I'll here just, and I'll guard the car. Here. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll stay here. I'll be here with her. I'll, I'll never leave her. You know that. <laughs> yeah, right. But I'm wondering if like, if, if suddenly like if the Batmobile had had like a personality, would it have mm-hmm. affected how you think about Arkham Knight at all? I mean, or would yeah, it still just be like no. fucking... Because it would still control like complete shit. <laughs> and that's why <laughs> well, I hate the, it. The cars don't drive that great in Bad Max. They, they do all right. But I mean, yeah. They're better. Yeah. But yeah, they're... I'm just but, I was just thinking I, about that. I'm like, he's yeah, like, he's the voice of the car. Yeah. And it makes the car like feel like more like a thing you need to get back to. Yeah. But I, I just, I like that. It's a very committed performance by whoever that voice actor is. I didn't look it up. Oh, he's very good. Yeah. That, but that guy, like he just, acts the hell out of yeah, it. Yeah. The way he delivers his, and, and I just love that if you go over like a, like over a cliffside or something, he's like, yeah. Oh yeah. He's super stoked. Yeah. He's like you so do. excited yeah. that you're doing that. And then if you do it 
too far, he's like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been really like I've been I'm like five and a half hours into this game, like I said earlier, and I'm really enjoying like your constant companion chum bucket. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm worried that he goes away at some point, And I think that would mm. be the most. Does he does he go away? Well, th- there are certain missions where you have to take a different like if you do the minefield stuff, you have to leave him behind and take the dog you take the dog my dogs hate dinky d yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially because when he detects a minefield he starts barking like the the hey hey there's something wrong here yeah. bark and then when he gets really close to it he's like fucking hell fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> and the dogs are just like they cannot handle that bark That's at hilarious. all so that dog sees mines <laughs> i know we don't have an honorable uh, mention section of this but if there were uh i would have an honorable mention for the war criers and mad max Yes. Oh, yeah. I was, I was going to oh, say, yeah. yeah. There, yes. But specifically, when you don't kill them, when, right. you, exactly. when you've killed everyone and kind not Kind of the them. whole thing, because I like what they're yelling when they're actually into it, too. Yeah. You know, but that, when but, it's over, and they're like, uh, um, about those things I said. Yeah. I think the rules are that you just let me go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to, ah, oh, he's going to, ah. Oh. Yeah, and there's some guys who are like, all right, I accept my fate. <laughs> yeah. If, I, if, if some wild-eyed stranger is going to kill me, that's my way to go. Yep. yep. Yeah, but then there's all then there's the guys who just try to talk you out of it. Yeah, right. So uh, <laughs> it's sad that the game won't let you progress without just ending them. Mm-hmm. So um, okay, next on the list, uh, different game. Um, mm-hmm. She makes it on the list only because of mostly because of the inverse version of her. I'm putting Evie Fry on the list from Assassin's Creed Syndicate um, because Jacob Fry is such a dick and and can eat a dick and anything else to do with a dick. That is Jacob <laughs> Fry. <laughs> Um, because Evie Fry is like great. She's like possibly the the best character in an Assassin's Creed game to date. Like just like actually interesting. I mean, Ezio was all right, and like they gave Ezio a little bit of a story a story arc because they gave him three games. Mm-hmm. Um, but like right off the bat, I was just like, yeah, I I want to play Evie Fry the entire game, and every time you make you make me play Jacob, I'm like, God damn it, <laughs> not this asshat who mm-hmm. <laughs> has no business calling himself an assassin because he's like, I don't know, let's go in there and fuck shit up as loudly as possible. So. It, it's 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 just her character becomes better because you know her her my comparison yeah her her brother is such a dick so <laughs> well that's <laughs> fair enough yeah but I mean no she's 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 very interesting and like I, I I just like I like the personality and I like I like how she looks at the crazy things that you're doing where it's just like well yeah you know this this seems like a thing that we have to do mm-hmm. you know hmm. I don't know. Um, and then to round this out, I've got three characters from uh, Tales from the Borderlands. Uh, Handsome Jack, which I guess I don't have to really say anything about because everyone else besides me has played the regular Borderlands mm-hmm. game. Uh-huh. I imagine that Handsome Jack is great in those games. He's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's good here, too. <laughs> um, it's it's a weird variation of this character. I don't really want to give away what's wrong with him, but there's something wrong with him. Okay. Uh, th- there's a loader bot which is a robot that is sent to help you out of scrapes and stuff that keeps mm-hmm. showing up magically. To, <laughs> and all the characters, like whenever he shows up, all the characters are just like, Loaderbot! It's just the best. Mm-hmm. It's, and it has sort of this sarcastic robot personality that's, that's pretty entertaining. And uh, there's a, the villain in episode one is a character named Bossa Nova, which is, he's kind of a boss character, which makes that funny. Uh, he's kind of a Mad Max-esque character who's got just a big like stereo speaker in his chest mm-hmm. and is just blaring music out of himself. That's yeah. kind of really dope and fun, and I, I'm pretty sure he's dispatched at the end of that episode, but 
it's still like when that came on, I was like, I love this game. This is mm-hmm. so good. I need two questions because I've been thinking about playing this game for a while. I need two questions answered without, and you don't have to spoil it. Okay. Um, is there Tiny Tina? Not yet. And is there Mr. Torg? Not yet. Okay. When is it set? Is it set like before Borderlands 1? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I mean, don't really know. There are characters I there are characters in it I recognize from playing the first Borderlands, like Scooter's mm-hmm. in it. Uh, you have a long sequence with Scooter, and he's just yelling at you and doing all his, hey, like, okay. come on, catch a ride. Catch a ride. Yeah. Um, so there are probably references that you guys playing it would mm-hmm. be able to say, oh, yeah, this is after this it's, and before it this. It sounds like it's a prequel to the first game then. Okay. Oh, it's the pre-pre-sequel. Yeah. Could be. <laughs> so I don't know. It's It's just, it's got a lot of good characters in it and none of these are even playable characters these are just people who are bothering you so all right next up oh i think there was another entry on the best character oh really yeah oh oh, sorry um yeah peter stormare in until dawn because he's fucking peter stormare he's weird and creepy and you don't know what accent he's he's doing and he's staring at you and he's making peter stormare face and just for a game that's supposed to be creepy yeah, put Peter Stormare in it and make it weird, uncanny valley face technology. And mm-hmm. even as little as I played, I thought about putting this character on there. He's pretty good, man. Because yeah, I've encountered him like two or three times in the time that I played this. Yeah, game, so. he's. I mean, when it, you keep going back to him at the end of every level, and you're like, okay, yeah, time for more Peter Stormare. This is what I want. Mm-hmm. Give me this. So, yeah, strong. There's a lot of characters in that game, but his is the only one that's really like, yes, that guy. So <laughs> sweet, and that goes in some weird directions. <laughs> Nice. All right, next up, we got 2015 games we want to play in 2016. This is the part where we go, all right, listen, I hear this game's on everyone's list. I want to get to it. I didn't. So this is this is the this is the part where we can say, hey, this is why it's not on our list. Yeah. Because we didn't play it. It's basically, hey, be patient. We'll get there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Take your time. Don't. So it can be in the best pre-2016 game we played in 2016. Right. Tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> First up, yeah, Fallout Four. Yeah, I want to play Fallout Four. Yeah, I guess I could play that once, twice. I mean, I, Mackie and I have both tried it. I think, right? You fired it up. Yeah, I've played about a dozen hours of it. Yeah, which for Fallout is nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just got sucked into other things that yeah held I my attention more. I just think it's a it was a it's a weird time of year. I mean, obviously not because it sold a bajillion copies, but I mean, it seems like a weird time of year to release a game that big and that intense, but. Like if that had come out in March or even this coming March, oh, I, I probably just would have played it to death. But when it came out, I was just like, "This feels like an old game, like with mm-hmm. new, pretty graphics," and it just, yeah. it's not grabbing me. So mm. I'm hoping that you know next time is going to be better. I'm probably just going to start all the way over and just see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still name your person fuckface. I might. Hey, yeah. My name is fuckface. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just there were only so many open world yeah. games you can play in a year. And yeah. I just kept stringing them together one by one and just was like, I can't do two at the same time. No, no, yeah. no, I, no. Yeah, no. I wasn't not interested in it. Yeah, no. I just. I, I felt like that was I, well covered elsewhere. Mm-hmm. It's not I. me saying, hey, Fallout 4 is pretty good. Isn't going to do the world any good. Mm-hmm. So. And I was kind of waiting for patches in a little bit because I had it on a console and. Exactly. It needs help. Needs help there for sure. Yep. yep. Uh, Witcher 3. I know, Chuck, you got this one on yours, too. I want to play Witcher 3. It really, it sounds like the kind of thing where, like, I like the idea of, okay, this little side quest ballooned into this huge thing. Mm -hmm. And as someone who does every side quest in everything ever, always for some stupid reason, that 
appeals to me in a weird way that it feels like, hey, doing all that stuff rewards you with a lot of cool things. Yep. So that game definitely has appeal to me. I just, I hope I can get into the combat and the horse riding movement and all that sort of stuff that a lot of people have said is not mm-hmm. that great. Mm-hmm. The best thing about the horse is um, if you're on a path, you can just hold down the button and the horse will follow the path automatically. Yeah. That sounds good. Oh, like, um, like Red Dead. Yeah. Yep. That's good. It's a good thing. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. I want to get to that as well. I don't. I I kind of <laughs> wanted to get to. It, I'm kind of like Chuck. It's like I want to play some of the other ones because, like, it, from the way it sounds, once you play this one, you're going to be like, "Wow, the controls suck in all the others." Yeah. And there's kind of that feeling of I don't want to get to that point. Yeah. So, but we'll see because that's a series like I've only ever beaten the first one, and I've never beaten any of the others. I'm I'm telling you, it's like. The way you're looking at this is like this, like the story matters, and it's the most ludicrous anime bullshit ever. It, but that's what I want. You want the ludicrous anime? Bullshit? I do. Yeah. For this, yes. And there's so many people. But that it's nonsensical about it. It's yeah. nonsensical anime bullshit. I know. All right. I know. Well, fine. Thanks. I, I just mm-hmm. I can't talk you out of that. I, all I'm I, saying is like I like context for I, certain things. I, all right. What what is the order? I believe the order is three ground zeros, phantom, whatever the new one, phantom pain. Then four, then one, then two? No, no. Oh. It's three ground zeros, Phantom Pain, one, two, four. Okay, four is the last one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where Acid, the PSP game, fits in. Ugh, I don't think it does. No. I think he's, I, I just, he I, said they don't. Or wait, no, actually, um, what's the what's the one that was in that collection? Shit. There's one that's in between. Peace Walker? Yeah, Peace Walker ah. comes after three. Okay. Don't walk on peace. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Peace Walker was a remake of one. No. 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 Peace Walker was a PSP game that they oh, yeah. redid in the updated collection. You're thinking so of yeah. Twin Snakes. Yeah. Twin Snakes. Twin was, <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, See? it's this. That was the, that was the, it's, Twin no, Snakes just, was the GameCube remake. Yeah. Okay. In other words, there's a lot of. All I'm Metal saying Gear is games. if you have Metal Gear Solid 4 mm-hmm. on the PS3, mm-hmm. fire it up and go to the what's happened in the past section. Yeah. Spend about 10 minutes in there and realize that your life is just too short, Chuck. These are things I know, but nah. I still want that context. Mm-hmm. For this Fire series Metal in Gear Solid 4, go to the what what I miss <laughs> section. Okay. Spend about 10 minutes. All right. I'll, maybe I will. Read one page, and then like I guarantee one paragraph in, you're going to be like, what the fuck? These aren't even words. <laughs> okay. I'm all, yeah. I, I'll do that. You will be so, ashamed when you discover the real reason. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. What happens next will shock you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up. Yeah. Uh, I put this on the list. I think Chuck did. Or no, I, I oh, backed on yours. What? What? Oh, next up in that category? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought you were yeah. skipping to the. No, no. No, no. Still next up in the category. Ooh. Yeah. I put Life is Strange on here. Yeah. I played about an hour of it and was like, I this is something I need to see through start to finish. And mm-hmm. I can't do that right now. Right. Well, because of the episodic or do you saying like you fired it up? I fired it up recently. Like oh, okay, I have okay. all the I have all the episodes, but it was just like this is going to be a twenty five hour ride. I need to finish all these other things. I'm yeah. halfway through first. Um, but and, it, and according to everyone that really loves that game, mm-hmm. the first episode is the weakest one. Wow. Okay, well they, I didn't get they continue to get better. Well, wow. I didn't. What I played was compelling as hell. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Same here. That's a, that's that's right, really well, good then. to hear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, if it gets better than that, sweet. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I first was, hour of whatever I played was like, yeah, this is pretty neat. I, I tried it way back when episode one first came out. I think it was, and I was like, kind of like with uh, Walking Dead. I was like, I I'm not an episodic gamer person. Mm-hmm. Like when I get to the end of this, I don't want to wait. So 
for our lives to be over. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like I started that and I was like, all right, this this is compelling as hell. But like, I I can't like I have all of these need to be out, and I just it, episode five came out in the middle of game uh, Palooza, you yeah, know. Okay. So I was like, mm-hmm. well, you know, that's number one thing I have to play in twenty sixteen. Yeah, that's like I put that that'll be a spring thing where I'm like, I don't know what to play. I'll okay. play that. Well, I can save you a lot of time on your next one. So, well, okay. So I, I've probably, I've put in about five hours into Dying Light within wow. like the last week, uh, against every fiber of my being saying stop playing this game because, like, when you get into the, uh, just like the tutorial about all the parkour stuff, I as soon as it started, I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I really don't want to do this. Um, but I like pushed the good part of the game. The movement and stuff. I, the movement is fine, but it's just it's it it's on top of the other things that are kind of dumb, and it's just like I just don't want to run across rooftops while I, it's. Well, you know why I have a game for you? It's called Dead Island. Yeah, I don't like that either. Okay, well I'm saying that's that's <laughs> I, I dying light that, without the. Rooftop I realize <laughs> that it's the same game, except now I'm above everything. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I I need to give it a couple more hours before I decide not to play it anymore because I am fighting it. I just. I I don't know. Uh, first night happened for me, and I was like, "Fuck this game forever." Oh, see, I I've had a night, but I slept through it. Like my, you could just go to a safe house, and like oh, go no, to sleep. Well, apparently you haven't got to the mission where I was like, "No, go out at night and get back." No, I haven't done that yet. Okay, so I'm still make a break time. So yeah. just running around doing errands for people. Um, I I own Splatoon. It was one of the things I picked up during you know Black Friday sales and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I'd like to play that. I don't know when I'm going to get to, but <laughs> but I've got it. A lot of people like it. I'd like to play it. Mm-hmm. So. All right. BJ. Literally anything. <laughs> Literally anything and possibly everything. Um, once again, I failed to play as many games as I wanted to play this year. Um, but you're really good at Rocket League now. I'm pretty good. Yeah. I'm pretty good. <laughs> so there you go. It's nothing, I'm okay. Nothing to sneeze at. Then, I'm pretty good at flying the... the it was not always wing. Um, I mean... I had a bunch of fun playing the things I did and uh, not playing things as well. I had fun. Um, but I probably need to step it up this year or, you know. 2016, your game. Your yeah. game. It's, no, no, I'm not this declaring year's it. Gonna be the uh, year. This is totally it. <laughs> I can feel it. Year. I'm not, I know it. I'm not going to declare it for the seventh year in a row. <laughs> year of game. Um, <laughs> Dude, it's coming. This is it. It's got to be it. This is it. It's it hasn't been or, any of the other years. Once again, <laughs> make or break time. No, it's like the year of the PS, uh, PS3. Uh, the year of the PS3 was 2015, nine years after its release. Mm-hmm. So nine years after we start, uh, have started no quarters, then that will be the year of okay. me right. is, playing games. What is What year are we in? Is it the year of Toad? I mean, what are we... Well, where, I don't know. Where are we on the Mario calendar? The Mario The year Zodiac. of Skinny Mario. Yeah, skinny Mario? Skinny Mario. Weird, Horrifying Mario. Skinny Mario. Yeah. From Mario Maker. It's pretty gross. Yeah. Oh. They don't it's like me. About it. I do CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a vegan. <laughs> Thanks for telling us about it. Skinny I Mario. I don't even own the TV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I bike to work. <laughs> Tell me about the paleo diet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks, Skinny Mario. Yeah. You're an asshole. Yeah. Thanks for showing up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Getting close. We're getting close here. Honorable mentions. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Not your top five, but it's close. Yeah. Nope. Yep. You, uh, have, you have honor. I yes. These these games have honor in one way or another. <laughs> uh, mine, uh, Halo Five. Haven't said much about it. Um, it's more Halo in a good way. Uh, Warzone in the multiplayer is a lot of fun. 
um, even though it's 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 gotten weird with the cards and when people play them or don't play them. Mm-hmm. We're basically, you know, unless the game is close to tied, you probably won't see a card come out on, you know, cool things like tanks and all that that you can hop on. But uh, campaign was fun and looked really good and ran really solidly. So, you know, that gets at some points. I, I, I didn't I didn't get all the way through it, so I can't complain about the Halo 2 type ending to this one <laughs> that apparently everyone's complaining about. Oh. Uh, Rocket League, I had a ton of fun with Rocket League. I just, I didn't go down the rabbit hole quite as bad as a lot of other people did, but I made sure I got the Back to the Future car and, you know, it, it's just, it's a fun game that has boiled it down to being the sports game that people who don't like sports are willing to play. Mm-hmm. Because it's got such a simple mechanic and it's it's so easy to grasp and understand what's going on, but it's not presented in the well. You got to know which guy's the best guy to you know which team to pick has the best quarterback. You know all that. None of that matters. You know all the teams should play the same. It's just how you want them to look. So yeah. Uh, Fallout Four. I liked what I played. I just got sidetracked by so many things that I didn't get around to the rest of it. And Ori in the Blind Forest. Uh, you know, despite complaints about its difficulty and what it is, it's still a very solid version of what that is. And, you know, with gorgeous graphics and music and I want to see it through. Hopefully I can get past the difficulty curve and get there. Yeah. Yeah. Those are my honorable mentions. Those are fine. Yeah. They're yeah. fine. Chuck they're fine. more than fine. Yeah. They're honorable. They're pretty good. Yeah. Well, speaking of better than Chuck fine, uh, here's my list of honorable mentions. Uh, Lifeless Planet, which is the little weird 3D platformer where you're a little... Walking simulator. A- yeah, mm-hmm. where you're astronaut dude and you're on a weird lifeless planet. Um, I thought that was a, a fun, like, breeze through this game in a couple of sittings kind of thing. So you did finish it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's weird. It's 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 weird in ways where it feels like it's made by aliens from another country. <laughs> like, they have enough <laughs> you knowledge mean illegal to be, aliens? It, well, <laughs> they have enough knowledge to kind of get it, but it's like, everything's just a little off and it's mm-hmm. like first resident evil kind of voice acting kind of badness and that kind of thing yeah uh this looks like chris's blood uh that kind of thing so but it's charming and fun mm-hmm. uh until dawn which has peter stormare in it i don't know if you've heard yeah, that earlier i've heard mm. of that uh peter who stormare huh yeah he's an actor interesting yeah this you know i i like the david cage-esque games this is the best of those and it's not made by david cage mm-hmm. so what does that tell you? Yeah, it's, it's hey, hey, pave the way mm-hmm. for this kind of thing. Um, I don't know. It's just for someone who ingests as many horror movies as I do, this is a lot of fun uh, playing with all those kinds of, you know, tropes and, and mm-hmm. plot points and stuff like that. So um, it's like the one true good PlayStation exclusive to come out, you know, an actual like physical retail AAA kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, that's like the one you can point to and go, yeah, that you should play that. On did, PlayStation. Did you save the cheerleader? I don't know. Oh, maybe save the world. <laughs> I, I, most people died in my game. Oh, okay. I, everything went real bad for me towards the end. All right. Um. So, Guitar Hero Live. I think it's worth mentioning as an honorable mention because it was a total kind of surprise that that game turned out to be not just good, but like it was the things it was doing on paper. You're like, yeah. I, I don't care about I don't care about that at all. I, I really did not care about their streaming online music bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's that to me is the best part of it now for some reason. Um, I, I playing over music videos. Once you realize that you're not looking at anything on the screen besides the notes, 
who cares what's playing? It's just about the song that's yeah. playing. It might as well be an MP3 and some weird vi- visualization going on. Um, but to have other people in the room, like, be super into the music videos and stuff like that that they're playing, I, it just it it worked out better than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. And I have I've had a lot more fun playing that surprisingly than Rock Band Four, even though I will end up playing more Rock Band Four over time. Yeah, because it's got the songs you want. Yep. Uh, Tales from the Borderlands, despite giving it all the awards before this point, it's not quite good to get in my top five yet, possibly because I haven't finished it yet. Mm-hmm. It could go horribly wrong, and then I would feel dumb putting it in my top five. But at this point, I'm confident that the first two episodes are good enough and funny enough that I'm confident enough to put it here. And then yesterday, I started playing Wolfenstein the Old Blood. That is like the purest video game of this generation so far. <laughs> That thing is just like, it's just shoot the things. It's like, here, we put a bunch of stuff in here that's pure evil. Murder it. I'm like, all right, let's let's do that. Give me, you know, let me dual wield <laughs> nuclear shotguns and murder everything in this game. <laughs> yeah. And every once in a while, there'll be some sort of robo panther. And I'm like, well, okay, maybe the Nazis were working on robo panthers. I don't know. Um and it took out all, I know Harlow you like the It's a Robo Panzer actually. Oh, oh yeah. I'm sorry, but it looks like a panther. <laughs> <laughs> I know you didn't like the like the hub world stuff in the the main Wolfenstein game. I just felt like uh what was it called? The New Order? Yeah. I felt like New Order just like where it wore its welcome out more mm-hmm. than anything that else. Um I, like in thinking back, I don't dislike the game. I just think they were padding it too much. Okay. Like well, I, I get that like they were trying to make it a you know we don't have multiplayer we don't have all this we need to make it worth your money yeah but like i just felt like there was too many like i don't know you're here and go investigate this all the four fell out so walk back through a level you already been through okay no this is this is a very tight experience this is just murder the fuck out of everything um and that's a lot of fun it's very cathartic okay i bet (laughs) i i own it now despite my feelings on uh yeah i I think it it doesn't do the things that you didn't like about the other one so it seemed it seemed more like what I wanted out of a Wolfenstein game, but you know, an actual World War II era, not yeah. you know, not this. Yeah, it's it's before that game. Is. It's a prequel, so it's before yeah. like you jump forward in time and everything's super weird. So, right, but still, Robo Panthers. Yeah, Robo Panthers. Uh, okay, so my honorable mentions are uh, Arkham Knight. Um, it's still a Batman game at its core, so that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's. For this to not be on my top five is, I guess, why I would lump it onto the the biggest disappointments. Just because hmm. it's it's still really solid. It's still a Batman. It was game. poised to be our favorite game. In yeah, time. it really was. And then it's well, so it was like Just Cause Three. But you know, mm-hmm. for me anyway. Um, but yeah, it's just there's just something there's something not quite right about this one. And I don't I don't think I even hate the Batmobile as much. I think there's just kind of like the. I think I just have a sour taste about the whole thing because I feel like the, the DLC debacle was one thing. The the even though it didn't affect me, the PC debacle. I mean, just, there's like there's just a stink about this game. Whereas before it was like fuck yeah, there's a new Arkham game out. Everything about that. Let's go forty beats per minute, some dudes. You know. Whereas this one was just like eh, I don't. It just feels like compulsory. Like they didn't feel like they actually had a reason to make this other than like we've got to wrap up the trilogy. You know, like yeah. the other ones felt like they had a, a purpose and a, and a point and. I still like beating dudes up, but this one just felt like, yep, here we go again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, NBA 2K16, um, as at its core, it's it's a solid sports game, um, and I I give them full props and respect for trying to do the weirdness that they did with the story mode. <laughs> I mean, 
you know, I, it's weird because I've still never even, really even heard people talk about this, the, the experience of going through that. Like, I don't, maybe I'm just not listening to enough podcasts or listening, reading enough other things, but like, I feel like. I've heard a couple that absolutely hated it. <laughs> well, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, I mean, it's. It's ludicrous. They, they, they gave away the entire ludicrous story. Ludicrous is in so, that game? So I know how <laughs> the story is. Okay. Well, like I said, I mean, I give it complete and total respect for like trying that in a sports game. I mean, because mm-hmm. the only thing I like, I wish it would been, had been just like a little menu item that it wasn't like you have to do this before you can play the career mode, the campaign mode that you know and love mm-hmm. because like that. I think that's its biggest problem is like forcing people into playing this oh. to get to the thing that you want to do. Yeah. And I think that's probably why if there's anyone negative about it, I think that's why. Um, Cause like, I I love taking a chance on something like this. I mean, we were just talking about it on the Bavcast about movies that take a risk. This mm-hmm. this game took a huge risk by doing this. I yeah. mean, Fight Night Champion was a huge risk because it was like, here is a story mode that is like doesn't feel like it should be part of this, but we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Um. And so I I I wish more games would do this, like do something like this, you know, good or bad or fail or whatever. I don't care. But honorable mention. Um. And. <laughs> Games that just kind of keep getting more refined as they go along. Disney Infinity 3.0. I mean, that game just they they're making more of a game out of it now. Um, it's re- it's really polished now. The Star Wars levels are look great. They play great. Um, like it just feels like it went from a thing where it was like ah, the the game itself is kind of mildly half-assed, but you'll have fun in the toy box. Was like what I feel like the original mm-hmm. one was to like they're actually making some really nice polished levels now. So mm-hmm. and the but adding, I, I cannot stress high enough. Like, if you have it, go get the toy box takeover and the speedway thing, and you, you know, it's probably the best things you'll buy for the game, mm-hmm. um, just because like they're they're cheap and they add a ton of content. So that toy box takeover is basically like professionally made toy box levels, kind of like the Mario Maker, where you get to take any weird combination of people you want, you know, and you know, and it's not lo- you know mission locked to like, oh, you can't bring the Marvel people into the Star Wars area. That's crazy. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is kind of what you want. So cool, cool. Time for the proper photies. I don't know. I think so. I don't really have any um, honorable mentions to speak of. Okay, um, well, then that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then let's yeah drum roll it up. Yeah. So mm. we'll uh, we'll each go five. We'll go with our, our fifth, and then we'll all go around with number five, and then all okay. number four. Okay. All right. Well, fire so preserve some suspense. D- yeah. All right. Cool. So here we go. The Fodies. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> my number five. Batman Arkham Knight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, and I kept trying to find a way to not put it in my top five, <laughs> and I couldn't, which kind of says a lot about how many games I played this year and how many games really made me happy this Uh year. And I've bitched a lot about this game, about the Batmobile, about stealth Batmobile missions. But when you're not in that thing, there's a ton of the Batman you want. The problem is they're so in love with all the other stuff that the other stuff really stands out and says, fuck you. But, you know? <laughs> but what about the Batman we deserve? Yeah, I know. I, we deserve a better oh, Batman okay. than this, but uh, that's why it's only at number five. But wow. I looked at it and I was like, I played this game more than any game this year and I kept playing it and I don't quite know what it was. Maybe it's just the fact that I will always love that combat system and that combat system is the most refined version of it. You know, you play Mad Max and you go, 
okay, this is what happens when someone tries to copy it and doesn't know how to do it. And can I just point out? I know. That at one point on Twitter, I know you said this is a, this is a bad game. Batman Arkham Knight is a bad game. Yeah, and this that was is a, a bad game. That was in the middle of playing that fucking stealth Batmobile mission. Okay. There is nothing worse. You will play nothing worse this year than that Batmobile stealth mission. Okay, it is straight out of the PS One era, and it is as frustrating as anything that sucked in the PS One era. Fair enough. Are you talking about like with the tanks and stuff? Yeah, where you've got okay. the big drill chasing you around. Oh, okay, fuck mm. that section. Yes. All right. Yeah. All but right. still, just, like, just asking. I, I didn't make it. <laughs> I, know. I know. But a lot of the wrap up stuff of that game, story wise, I really liked. But yeah, it's definitely missing something that the other ones had because this game should have been a home run and it wasn't. But it's still, it was number five. All right. Grudgingly. Man. <laughs> wow. 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 So, Chuck. Oh. Oh, you're skipping me? You don't yeah. go around? Oh, are we going around that way? We've, we've this is the order we've had the entire t- day has been me, Chuck, oh, and BJ. But whatever, let's keep it straight. Let's go, yeah, because we'll like, I'll we'll get go confused. to BJ next. Yeah, BJ, go. Okay, BJ, you're up. I don't know why we'd need to do cross table. Um, okay, so uh, coming in at number five, uh, despite as much shit as I talked about it, it still made the list by default, <laughs> um, and that is just cause number third. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> number five, the Man. begrudging spot. <laughs> right. Boy, that game sucked. It's, it's like it's pretty good. <laughs> No, I did. It's like the D minus being the gentleman's F, you know. Right. <laughs> it's like you're not the worst. <laughs> gentleman's but... F. Oh, wow! I've had a few of those in my That's... life. Really? <laughs> That's where you wear a top hat in the monocle. Yeah, but anyway, yes. Um, <laughs> so just cause three. I mean, and it, like I said, it kind of makes a list by default, but. There is a lot to enjoy about that game. Um, the wingsuiting is really good. Uh, the I like the vehicles, while I don't like the way that they that they move or that really how most of the controls work in that game. Um, I like what happens when you can finally wrestle the controls into uh, into order when you finally kind of pin them down and make them do what you want um, with your knee on the back of their neck and you know their ankle twisted up behind um because it really is a, a uh, an exercise in frustration i think to to get that game to do what you want but when you get it it's pretty brilliant like when everything goes right mm-hmm. it feels really really good yeah um like when you can chain together a nice uh a nice set of explosions you know when you're doing one of the um frenzy mini games mm-hmm. um when you get one of those to go right you know you you feel good about that um and there's a lot of potential in that game like there's a lot of there are a lot of little things they did right like the like the david Tennant character i thought that was you know wonderful and brilliant i thought the um the audio logs were really well done is nonsensical as their existence <laughs> is right um and i thought like the I thought the the variety of places that you could that you could take over or that you could liberate. I thought that was really well done. Like there were some that were a real challenge, and not just because they were cheap, just because they're you know they're honestly challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to talk at length about the things that I hate about that game some more because I think there's a lot that that could be learned from it. But um, but, but despite still, all that, despite all that, it managed to be 
you know, at some points really, really good, and for the most part, just pretty decent. <laughs> Which gets it a number five. There you go. Mm-hmm. Number five, the slot of eh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I- I'm a bit higher on my number five than I think the last two of you were. <laughs> um, number five for me is Rare Replay. I am a big fan of classic game compilations. Mm-hmm. They're usually shit out by their oh, publisher. Like game Room. Yes, like Game Room. Mm-hmm. That is still pure garbage. But yeah. Rare, Rare Replay is not that. That thing is made with care. It It is made with love. Uh, it has a lot of historical st- stuff attached to it. A lot of, you know, recollections and, and retrospectives and stuff like that. Um, it's got a lot of games in it and, you know, Hey, it, it's got a lot of games, <laughs> so it must be good. Um, no, when it came out, it was, you know, you got 30 games and all that stuff in the package for 30 bucks. It's cheaper than that. Now, mm-hmm. not all the games hit like some of them are just like, yeah, that's kind of a curiosity. I'm never going to play that again, but they've integrated these challenges into the, so you can weave in and out of levels in each game and get just bite-sized chunks of it and go, yeah, okay, that's kind of neat for about 15 seconds. Um, Mm -hmm. But I, I just, I really love these kinds of compilations and this is probably the first one in a long, long time since maybe like Atari anthology that came out on the original Xbox and PS2 that was up to snuff. It didn't feel like, oh, they've shit out another Williams collection. You know, it's got Joust and Defender on it, and they want 40 bucks for it. Fuck you. So, I like those things, and yeah. this is one of the There's best. There's a lot of presentation behind Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And this makes me want other companies to take notice and do this shit right. Mm-hmm. So, I really enjoyed Rare Replay. So, it's more like Care Replay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> more like Hair Replay. No, Wait. No. No. Mm-hmm. No. Not so much. Uh, my number five. Um, I'm. I guess I'm gonna. In I'm gonna join the begrudgingly number five position. People. Yeah. Uh, I put Ori in the Blind Forest. Now, that's on a lot of people's actual. Why did top you put five. Ori in the Blind Forest? Huh. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Like I haven't finished the game, which makes me feel bad about like putting it on here because I think pretty much everything else I have that you can finish. Um. But like the presentation is what sells this game a hundred percent. Playing the game, I've gotten frustrated. I've gotten really frustrated, but I'm I'm kind of overlooking that for the care that was taken into the presentation. Um, I feel like we've already talked about this, so I'm ready to move on. Number five, begrudgingly, Ori in the Blind Forest. <laughs> begrudgingly. Okay. All right. Uh, my number four for the year is Bloodborne, which was a game that was released at the right time. Mm-hmm. They put that game out in February when there really wasn't anything else going on, and I think that helped it tremendously Mm -hmm. it's no dark souls but the environment and the atmosphere of it is really really nice like it i'm not going to say unique but it certainly feels like it as you're playing it if that makes any sense Mm. like like it's an an environment that should be kind of like oh we've seen this sort of shit before but it never feels like that when you're running through it and it's like it's kind of like that dark souls thing where there's this oppressive feel about the entire world that sets it apart and you know obviously you've got your your difficulty and the difficulty spikes in that which are kind of what hindered me from getting further in that game because it's such a time investment to get it right before you can take on a boss and they of course patched in later stuff that made it a lot easier because it used to be you could only store 99 of your vials of health and they upped it to like 699 Mm -hmm. after i got stuck on one part and ran out 
you know, knowing, and it bothered me knowing, oh, I could have had, you know, I could have had this huge stockpile, but, it, but it's still, it's got really well-designed encounters, really well-designed levels, and it's just, it's really solid on the presentation factor. I just, you know, I just don't think it had the depth that Dark Souls had, which is why it's kind of not talked about nearly as much now. And that's the DLC is something I want to play in the coming year, but that's supposed to be even harder than the normal game, which makes sense. Yeah. So, but still, it's really, it's a solid, solid game for the PS4. And I enjoyed it <laughs> enough to be number four. More, more than Batman, which I hated. <laughs> <laughs> it got more the than number five. Out. Batman <laughs> hated <laughs> as much. Yeah. Which I would have failed if he wasn't so polite in class. <laughs> So number four is the beginning of games that aren't begrudging. Oh, cool. Um, which is uh, which is fun. Um, but this one is going to make Chuck mad, which I like because uh, Chuck hates this game. Mm. Um, I bet it's Grow Home. It is Grow Home, <laughs> which um, I I really like. The reason that my, my for one, there are two reasons that my reaction is so severe. Uh, Number one is comedy. Number two is um, that I really don't get how, like. Your brain like, must I, work differently than mine because it does feel, not click with me at all. I feel like I feel like you hate this game. No, um, I just don't want to ever play it again. And like there's something about me that's that like my brain says, well, he just doesn't. Like he, maybe he's just not good at it, and that's why he hates it. That's it. Um, <laughs> maybe he's just a bad person, and that's why he hates it. Also, it. But um, the first time, I, like the first time I saw this game being played at all, it was my girlfriend playing it. She's like, "What's this? I'm gonna play it." And <laughs> no, <laughs> I was like, "Okay, fine, you do whatever." Um, <laughs> and because I figured it the worst, I could just start a new game. Mm-hmm. Um, which is what happened anyway. But watching the game, I'm like, why is she having so much trouble with this game? I I get it. Like I see how to how it works. And maybe it's just that fact. Maybe that it just as soon as I picked up the controller, I understood how this game works and is going to work. And That's probably it. Um I did almost everything that you can do in that game in like four or five hours. And I actually really liked the stupid, goofy climbing mechanic, like where you use the right trigger to suction cup your hand to something, and then the left trigger to suction cup your left hand, and then you just sort of you can get in a rhythm if where if there's a, I mean, oh, so if, it's got the heavy rain climbing up the wet hill mechanic. Yeah, yeah only it, it it works like it it helps you out. All right, like you don't have to you don't have to be super precise with it, um, and I like. I could climb all the way up probably without um, like all the way up to the, to the top of the game. Uh, if there was like a solid wall, I could just climb up just do, 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 no problem. Um, I'll check you out. Yeah. It's like, it feels really intuitive to me, but besides that, like I really like the sort of calming Zen, like flow experience of playing that game. And I've said flow like three times, but it's, that's NPR's fault. They made me think about it. Um, <laughs> flow home. Flow home, yes. But you just kind of get into a rhythm. I kiss doing grits. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you get into a rhythm with this game where you're just kind of, 
you know, you you climb and you jump and you grab and yeah, you know, you play video games. Yeah, you play. <laughs> yeah. You, you play a stupid cool. little stupid little <laughs> video game. But the the conceit of the game is you're trying to figure out. You're trying to grow this plant up to your spaceship, which is up in space. You're trying to get your robot bud up to uh, mom, which is the uh, the spaceship in space. The mothership. The mothership. Yes. Okay. Um, and so, so you have to make a mothership connection. Yes. Uh, now you got me. I got you. Yeah. Uh, and you like there are shoots of the plant that you have to like sp- spur growth on and make them sort of weave their way through empty space to attach to floating rocks, and uh, you get a few power ups, and it's it's just a really charming little fun game that you can plow through in just a few hours and. Uh, unless you're Chuck, you can feel really good about the experience. It's true. Um, it is it is sort of like weirdly touching. Um, once you finish the game, there's some heartwarming moments sort of mm. um, at the end of the game, which I sort of suspected but didn't... I suspected it could, it could be going that direction, but I didn't really ex- expect that it would actually do it. Um, but it just... It was a really nice experience, and even you know even for as short a game as it was it was it was very pleasant so it comes in at a number 4 because fuck chuck all right <laughs> hey chuck what's your number 4 well mine is not a personal attack on anybody <laughs> uh neither's mine be. although by saying the, the name of this game i hope that it's not something everyone else has forgotten here uh because i think it's a, one of the games that we all had the most fun playing this year it's a game called quiplash I remember Quiplash. Quiplash is a pretty dope game. Mm -hmm. Even though most of the fun comes from you and the others involved, it is still giving you the opportunity to do jokes. Ah, jokes. We like jokes. (laughs) And I think that kind of... I I think it's implemented incredibly well. I I think the the, the... those guys have figured out the whole play on your phone party game oh, kind of thing. That's that's why I didn't have it on the list. Why? Oh, it's mobile game. Oh, it's right. Not, not a real garbage. Game. Yeah, mm, mobile yeah. games. Um, Fair enough. But I just I I, I can't, I'm trying to think of something I had just more pure fun with this year, and Quiplash was one that came to mind of just like unless you get stick with stuck with weird randoms, which I tried once or twice, which is just the worst experience imaginable. Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of that. Okay. Um, (laughs) If you can get your friends together and all your friends are of like minds, it is a really good time. Okay. So, quiplash, y'all. I did forget about that game. Thank you, Chuck. I didn't forget. I just wasn't entirely sure, like, how to categorize that game. Quiplash. Yes. (laughs) See, here's the weird thing about it. Like, I'm jokingly saying it's not a video game, but it almost feels like not a video game. Like, it, it feels like... It feels like this generation's version of like a, a good VCR game because like you're not it's a game you can't play it by yourself and you can't you know like you can't even play it like two players you've got to have a room full of people it's a party game it's, it is I don't know it's just a almost, party video game eh, all right I know I understand yeah no, no I get I, I know like I said I just I don't think it registers in my head as a video game it's Fair just enough. a thing that happens to be out there that takes a bunch of people to play anyway <laughs> uh-huh. I guess battle. I guess Battlefront wouldn't be a video game by that because you have to play with a bunch of other people. Yeah, yeah. nothing but right. other people. Yeah. Anyway, my number player. four. Yeah, a single player game uh, called Mad Max. Oh, hey, I've heard uh, of that. Game. It's not disappointing to me at all. I, I put it at number four. Um, here's the thing. I 
I looked at it solely as a video game, and I looked at it as a big open world game that I got to run around in the Mad Max wasteland, and I was like, you know what? Fuck yeah, that's awesome. Um, I don't. I guess maybe I spaced my gameplay a little bit better because I, I didn't. I felt like the only thing keeping me from getting to the end of that game was me. It was like, ah, I'm, I'm going to go over here and chase down this convoy. I'm going to go over here and you know clear out this minefield. So it was like it was me stopping the, the third act of that game from happening. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really have a problem with the second section, you know. Um, and I, I love that world that they created. I love like the the sounds and the the the, the landscapes and the sky and the, the I mean even the things that I fucking hate like the Boom random the, the random uh, you know uh, sandstorms were like mm-hmm. were great. I mean like they sound fantastic and like it's annoying as shit. But like <laughs> it's it's like really it just adds to the flavor of the game. Yeah. So I don't know Mad Max number four not begrudgingly at all. Yeah. And not begrudgingly, because I agree and have Mad Max at number three, Ooh. which I played it very similarly to you. This is a game that suffers when you marathon it. Mm-hmm. If you marathon this game, you will fucking hate this game. I've been playing it in little chunks since it came out in early September, mm-hmm. and I still haven't done the third act yet. I've only just started doing stuff in Gastown to the point where it's like, all right, go get all these upgrades. And it's like, oh, I already have them because I already did all that shit. Right. Because I, what happened is I played this as a remote play game on my Vita. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best Vita games I've ever played. <laughs> because you know what? It's perfect for little chunks of that. Of like, all right, well, let's just go take out this camp and then be done. Yeah. And so that's what I do. I take out a camp and be done. I'd, you know, I'd go, all right, let's just do some salvaging stuff. And so I'd go do a bunch of salvaging that was near, you know, Jeet's holdout or whatever. And to me, the pacing of that, it was it made it better for me to just do little chunks here and there and get little upgrades incrementally. And it made it more fun. And also this is the best looking game. I think as far as skyboxes go for sure, but just about everything else to me, this game looked phenomenal throughout and I had fun driving at the initial missions. The driving sucks because the buggy is so weird and doesn't control. Right. But then once you've been upgrading your car and doing all sorts of stuff, I had no problem with the driving whatsoever after that. And the combat still kind of sucks. There's combat challenges. I don't think I'll ever get where it's like, you know, defeat eight guys without getting hit. And it's just, it's a weird thing where you can commit, you can hit the punch button and a guy can suddenly do his attack and complete his attack before you even have control of your character again, which is bullshit. You know, (laughs) like, 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 you know, at least in Batman, you can cancel out. Like if you've thrown a punch and some guy comes up behind you, you can cancel it out by hitting triangle. And suddenly you're right back and you're countering him. Mad Max doesn't let you do that, which is also why Batman's fighting will always be the best. But, uh, it's still, I just, I've had a ton of fun with that game. And I think there's so many imaginative things where they've let a bunch of people loose to just go, let's just make up some weird shit that would be in this Mad Max world. I also think um, one thing they need to steal from this game, besides maybe the skybox, um, how they handle snipers. I love that, like, the um, scope flash that yep. that yes. game has. Yes. It's one yes. of my favorite things ever. Like, the blue, yellow, red yeah, thing. Just like, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like, it, it fits for that environment where you're like, oh yeah, I would totally see that in this mm-hmm. big open, you know, sunny environment. Yep. Yeah. I just wish the one, the majorest complaint I have is when you blow up another car, the camera loves to linger on that car while you careen off a cliffside. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and it won't give you control back. <laughs> You're right. You're it loves right. to be like, all right, check out this car blow up. You're like, yeah, that car blow up. Oh, God, I'm dead. 
So doing it during a race <laughs> is like you can't blow up the other guys in the race because you will lose the race because you will fly off a cliffside and never find your path back. <laughs> yeah. So absolutely. But yeah, but it, I really enjoyed Mad Max. I was, I knew it was going to be all right. Like I knew it was kind of what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was that much what I was looking for. All right. Well, that's an interesting segue into my number three. Three. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? Sorry, I mixed I mixed some things up, um, and I forgot to mix them up. Um, but it is definitely number three. Um, now it is. Uh, <laughs> Skip to the end. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Strike that, reverse it. Um, no, Mad Max actually comes in uh, so far at uh, number three, because I'm really enjoying the shit out of this game. Um, again, I'm only f- five and a half hours and change in, but... It is almost exactly what I expected out of a Mad Max game, and I'm loving that it is almost exactly what I expected out of a Mad Max game. Um, it is... N- I understand that the combat feels... Bad? <laughs> yeah. Or like clunky. Clunky is a better word. It feels a little bit clunky, but if you... L- Max isn't fucking Batman. Mm-hmm. He's far from Batman. He's good, but he's not Batman. So he's going to get hit once in a while. And I think the expectations on some of those challenges may be a bit high, but that's like, those are things that you don't have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Max is going to get hit once in a while, and that's that's fine with me. Um, it's annoying when you get killed because of it, but um, but you don't seem to suffer really any penalty when you get killed. No, um, that is nice. And like I said, everything feels like like a Mad Max game or like what I want out of a Mad Max game. Um, I had the same feeling that you did about the car at first, Mm -hmm. but uh, as soon as I got the tire upgrade, it completely changed the way the car handled. So Mm -hmm. I was really worried that it was going to be, that the cars were going to be as janky as Just Cause. Um, (laughs) I'm just shitting on Just Cause all over the place. Um, But it turns out that it that it's just you know a, a matter of, of upgrading and changing the handling and that you can actually change the handling characteristics on cars and that's nice um, but I, I really want to play a lot more of this there's it feels like it's doing some of the things that just cause was doing psychologically where it's like oh here's just, just a little thing I'll just go do this it's a little thing right over here and I spend two hours on it and suddenly it's dawn but um, but it's in a more nicely polished package, and it looks amazing. You should probably play Until Dawn. Yeah, I should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, since we're all talking about Mad Max, let's talk about my number three, which is Just Cause 3. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. Um, it, despite all of the kind of bitching about this game that I and we have done, I, I think I'm more passionate about the negative stuff in this game because I want to like it more than I do, but I do like it a tremendous amount because it's a game that's basically red faction gorilla, but it gives you infinite bullets and jets and helicopters with unlimited rockets and says, blow everything up. Like, like it's, it's dumb in a way where it's like liberate this village. If you kill everybody in it, 
ah, that'll be all right. I should probably stop doing that. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's no real penalty for it. And for some reason, the people seem to thank you when you do it. <laughs> Like, if you steal one of their cars, they're just like, hey, it's Rico. Are they like the Metal <laughs> Can Gear I have guys? Or, yeah. yeah. Be, be careful. Metal Gear guys who, who thank you for yes. choking them out. Sir, it's been an honor. <laughs> no, they will actually like get out of the car and be, yeah, be careful. Yeah, just, in second. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, it's, I, I want it to be so much better, but I think what it is, is pretty strong. And despite it being redundant over and over again of just, you know, blow everything up, move on to next place, blow all that shit up. That's fun. Blowing mm. up everything you can into gigantic explosions is a lot of fun in a yep. video game. It's something that you wish you could do in a lot of video games, and this one lets you do it repeatedly. So there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this one hasn't made anyone's list, and I guess probably won't. My number three is Elite Dangerous. Um, Space game. So I don't know, like I'm calling this a 2015 game because I am. Uh, it technically came out at the very, <laughs> nice. very good, end of 2014, good job. Good but job. It, was, Strong. it was all early access uh-huh. and all that mm-hmm. shit. Like it didn't really become a quote unquote retail game, even though I would still argue maybe it's not until 2015. Uh-huh. So whatever, yeah. it's a 2015 game. Yeah. Um, whatever. <laughs> it's a giant fucking space game. I've talked about it. it you could go across the entire Milky Way galaxy, which will take you days of actual gameplay playing. Um, Gameplay playing. So, I I don't know. I mean, it's an ever-evolving game. Like, what what I'm playing now is nowhere near what I was playing in the beginning of the year. It will be nowhere like it will be a year from now. So, I mean, they've added Horizons, and I've barely touched it, where you can land on planets. I mean, they're they're beating No Man's Sky to the punch and Mm -hmm. everything. So, I I don't know. I mean, it's just... Is it a game? I don't know. It's a, it's almost like a single player MMO, or I mean, you can play it online too. So it technically is an MMO. I I don't know. Floating I, through space simulator. Yeah, not a real game. Pretty much, mm. it's a game. But it's it's a big open it's world or open universe game. So I mean, I I don't know. It's pretty fucking awesome, and I like it, and I will continue to play more of it. Hell so, yeah! Number three, video nice. games, yeah. Elite Dangerous. And if you're gonna argue about oh, Elite Dangerous of 2014, I'll be like, all right, Elite Dangerous Horizons. 2015. All oh, right, man. Wow. Just put me in my place. Not you. Boy, did he. <laughs> Not you. Boy, the did internet he. you. I heard oh, you about hey. to make that argument. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. My number two is a game that definitely came out in 2015. Oh, that's good. Finally. And that is Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh-huh. Uh, it's been a while since I've had a game where I just I started it and flat out did not play any other games until I had beaten it and then did not play any other games until I had 100 percent of it mm-hmm. in that way. It's, you know, I, I talked about it first half, you know, but I, I've said enough there, but it is it's not doing anything spectacularly new or different, but everything it does, it does really, really, really well. So that's my number two word. Cool. Elite. Dangerous. No, no wait. Rise of the Tomb Raider. <laughs> Rise of the Elite. Right. Tomb Raider. Um, Tom Brader. Speaking of things that rise um, and rise? my skill at them, um, Rocket League is Ooh. my number two what? this year. It's my what? number two favorite. Mm-hmm. I wow. don't even know what's going I, on right now. Yeah. What could, what's happening? <laughs> I probably played. We all had penciled it in as number one. <laughs> you realize nice. that? Nice. Sorry, I just broke your oh, broke your man. word. No, I wrote mine in ink because I figured there was nothing else. Don't nothing else. Lock. Yeah, um, you'd be surprised. Um, you really. are surprised. Uh, a little bit. Uh, 
I've talked about Rocket League a lot, but I think it is really a an excellent sort of pure sports game. Um, and it's it's weird. Like I I can see. I think I could talk about this in a lot of flowery language and make a lot of analogies and and, and references if I wasn't so goddamn stupid most of the time. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But <laughs> oh, with, sorry. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> Were we not supposed to agree with that? <laughs> no, no, you, you're fine. No, <laughs> sorry, didn't know. Like if I, I, I think I could, if if I had any motivation to sit down and write, I I would write about this game. Um, there's something Are you write fan 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 no 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 there's like right thought thing oh. oh, oh think piece you're no, right not, rocket league think pieces yeah, right, that's right, when right, the other players like, approached me right <laughs> I, don't appreci- I don't appreciate your microtransaction <laughs> yeah. microaggressions yeah it would be yeah how how rocket league uh throws feminism on its head uh 2016 horror story we have to talk about rocket league <laughs> <laughs> your fave is problematic um but no rocket league is like there's something sort of really good about the the balance i think that game has and the fact that it lets you um it gives you sort of a an unlocks and reason to progress through the game but it doesn't ever put you at a disadvantage against another player it is tr- like it is skill versus skill um, in, in a way that I think is not matched in very many other spaces uh, in video gaming because I think you can buy your way to certain amounts of skill in a lot of other games and a lot of other versus online games. Hmm. Um, and a lot of other games put you will put you in a uh, sort of in a bubble with people that are a lot closer to your own skill than Rocket League sometimes does. But like if somebody is just flat out better than you you know it immediately but you still have a chance sort of weird like there's there's a lot of conflicting ways that i think that this game is brilliant but um i've played a shitload of it it's fun they give you some good free stuff um and you won't have to endure tons of abuse from other people playing it online which i Mm -hmm. think is nice um that's good it is a lot it feels like it's a lot less shitty (laughs) (laughs) Um, than many other online games that I've played. Um, Hmm. But I spent a lot of time on it. It's really fun. The devs are doing fun things with it. Uh, I think it's got some longevity as well. I think they can continue making fun things. They keep doing weird modes, like they did the mutator mashup mode where where you can have a square ball or the ball can be giant and there's no gravity. A bunch of fun stuff that you can that you can do with games besides just the pure three on three, but the pure three on three is in itself amazing. That's all. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, okay, my number two is uh, a requirement since I've spent so much money on it. It's Lego Dimensions. Um, that game for me, that game overall is nostalgia for people my age. It's a kids game full of nostalgia for people my age, which is really strange. Um, I'm not saying Lego games are kids games, but you know, by nature, you think about them kind of being are. um, I, I just, I, it's just, it's so remarkably clever, like all the things that they're doing with it and, and how they've managed to get so many licenses together, interacting with one another. It's, it's, it, it's just kind of a remarkable achievement to have that much going on, um, 
and to not have it completely collapse in on itself. Like it's nothing breaks that thing. It's just whatever anything goes. It's just all these universes and no matter what, just it all flows together somehow. Um, it's just super charming and super fun and I can't stop playing it. And I also can't stop buying things. You have a problem. John. I do. I have a Lego problem. Please help me. I okay. So I have a question about this. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm here for you. Um, this feels like, and, and go with me on this this metaphor or, or simile a little bit, but um, <laughs> could be an al- analogy too. Uh, this this feels like what people have said about newspapers for years that they gave away their content essentially mm-hmm. online for free. Just haphazardly, like, no, come on over to our website. Why would you buy our paper? Right. And now it feels like they're gating it and saying, no, if you want to read that, you got to pay us a subscription. Because this sounds like every other Lego game out there that, uh, you know, two months after it comes out, you can buy for $15. Uh, it is. Okay. But so, I mean, I'm just saying it's not doing, other than mashing everything together, it's not really doing anything that any Lego game hasn't done already. No. It, what it's doing is basically all the characters that you would, you would unlock in a normal Lego game right. now cost you $15 to buy physically. That's wow. That's what I needed here. Really? Kind of. All right. But yeah. one, they're physical Legos. It's okay. not like you're getting a statue. It's a Lego. And you buy enough Legos, you can do fucking anything with them. So like, is it just the base that really matters for the game? Yeah. You get the base and the three main characters. And you yeah, can play but, the but entire game. But I'm talking about like, like when you buy a Lego pack. Mm-hmm. And you put it together. Oh, all that matters is the little the little sphere that you put the thing okay. on. I've actually started doing that when I've needed a character. I'm like, okay, I need this to open this thing. I'm not going to put this thing together yet, so mm-hmm. just bust out the sphere and put it on the thing. So I was just curious because I mean, it's exactly what they're doing. I, I know that's no, no, what I, they're doing. I, I like the Lego games. I don't love the Lego games. So like, I mean, th- that's that's my problem. Is like, I was never like. But see, I'm the same way. This is not what I need. A big to draw spend for me for them was I can get a whole game for 15 bucks. Yes, right. I probably get a thousand achievement points out of it. Exactly, and I feel the same way about it. Like the last one I played through was the Lego Marvel game, but because I don't have the reverence for all that stuff in one huge chunk, whereas the, all these other things probably wouldn't make it. Like Lego Back to the Future wouldn't exist. There's mm. just not enough yeah. content. But to put it here, and to basically you can have the Doctor and Batman and Gandalf run through Hill Valley and do all the things, and then Benny jumps in and just starts yelling spaceship at everything when he sees the DeLorean. I mean, that all that interaction is fantastic. And so that's what makes it work, is that all you never get tired of one thing. Mm-hmm. It's so many different things. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah, I know. I totally know it's a cash grab and I'm a sucker, but I don't care. Okay. At least you're honest about it. Yeah, I'm having all fun. Right. Oh, all that. I guess I need to tell you my number two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Is it Lego? Uh, no, my number two is a Just Cause 3. Oh, hey. Um, I know I just kind of, we all have shat upon it on the first half of this, but <laughs> uh, when it comes down to it, it's still more Just Cause. And it's still, uh, I like the fact that it's big, empty, not completely empty, but a big, giant island. I like that when I go up in a helicopter and I look, I feel like, shit, that's going to take me 10 minutes to fly over there. And it does. Even you know, even with the fastest helicopter or jet or whatever, it takes a long time to get across that entire island. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are gameplay things that they did fix from two to three, 
um, like hunting through a city for the last thing is no longer this exercise in futility. Like if you've come anywhere near it, eventually it's just like, ah, it's over there on the map. Like, <laughs> right. you're, you know, we're just going to kind of point to where the last thing is that you missed. Yeah. Um, whereas the other one was just like, oh, I, I've been around this, this little tiny town five times. I haven't seen the red thing. Oh, it was under this awning. So <laughs> when I was flying around, I couldn't see it. But I feel like they, they fixed most things. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just, I still had fun. I mean, I can't. I feel like I've got an unfair advantage as far as like the technical issues you guys had. Um, mm. You know, I you just, do. It's really unfair. Yeah. Okay. But you paid extra money for it. Well, I did. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. now, who's it unfair to? I I don't know. Still unfair to me. <laughs> well, the, the other, well, the other sad thing is I paid like less than half the price of the game <laughs> as well. That's right. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Stop well, cheating. Just fucking Stop rub it in. Cheating. Why don't you, man? Well, Restock. I'm just saying, like, sometimes it's an it's initial investment, and then, you know, <laughs> you reap the benefits later. Apparently but no, so. I mean, Just Cause 2, uh, 3, uh, is number 2. <laughs> yeah. All right. Again, also. So I guess we're down to our number ones. Y- oh, yes. man. This is it. The actual foadies. The favorites of the... of the year. Yeah. The things that actually matter. Okay. All yeah. that other shit was just shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, they all got the gentle way we F. described everything. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my number one. Chuck, I didn't forget about it. Quiplash is my number one of the year. Yay! Wow. Okay. I thought about games, which games I've had the most fun with, mm-hmm. and that one was tops by a lot. The five or six sessions I had with you guys, with friends Aww. at my birthday party, mm-hmm. including you guys. Yeah, uh, with, that was us know, again. Yeah, we're yeah. yeah, just always there. Also, just the fact that I was like willing to jump on people's Twitch streams just to play it with them. Mm-hmm. And there's something cool about the fact that you can do that, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, it feels like a board game or a VHS game in a way, but I don't really care about that. Like I just, that game was the most pure fun I've had all year. And that's why it had to be my Fody. Like I just, I, it's just fun. It's fun. And it continues to be fun. And with new groups, it's fun because even if you've had the same questions, you know, aside from those few where you've had, your trump card you know you've like i can't possibly come up with a best better answer than this danglers i always hope to play yeah (laughs) or craft but i always hope to play like with with new people just to see like maybe that one guy comes up with something i've never even that never even occurred to me that's Mm -hmm. even better but but still i mean honestly that answer that bj and i both got right yeah, you know, both tied on is probably my gaming moment of the year. Yes, which much never be never say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> the worst possible planet to land on. <laughs> Shit, I can't remember. It's good that you can't. Yeah, I'll tell you about it later. But <laughs> that's a weird. It's, it's one of those. It's, this is going to be like a legendary joke. People are going to be asking us like five years from now. Mm-hmm. What was what was that? Quick what was the answer? answer? Yeah, yeah. I, don't I don't know. It's planet of the something. <laughs> but yes, that was my my foti of the year was quiplash your f- f- favorite of the year of the year yeah okay, number Fody. one Fody of, the Fody year. of the year it's like the atm machine Fody of the year r.i.p in peace or my pin number <laughs> oh the nick card <laughs> so bj what was your Fody for the year <laughs> <laughs> um You know that moment when oh. you see the logo of your favorite movie series and you hear the fanfare of the music? I love Twilight. Yeah. And <laughs> you get really excited just about that experience in general. And then you get to 
play that experience a whole bunch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With a bunch of other people. Um, my favorite of the year, even though I've only had it like, I only had it really for like five days of the year was uh, Star Wars Battlefront. Um, and I, I know it's because they tripped all the nostalgia triggers, mm-hmm. but they did it in exactly the yeah. way I want. That was their job. And they fucking, they nailed it. Um, and I know it's got some problems and I know the season pass is $50, which seems unfucking reasonable. Um, but it does a certain thing for me, you know, that no other game has been able to do, which is basically take what I wanted to do as a child, you know, playing with the, you know, playing with star Wars figures and such. Uh, and it has put it in my hands and let me let me do it. So um, I really appreciate that, and I have a lot of fun with it. And is you know, as much as it gets some frustrating as a shooter, sometimes it's still like, cool. I'm running around shooting stormtroopers. Cool. I'm running around <laughs> shooting those bastard rebels. Cool. Those um, rebel scum. Rebel scum. Mm-hmm. You get yeah. to make that sound. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm doing the whole fucking time I'm playing, is I'm doing voices from the movie and lines from the movies. Oh, and if you had a headset, people would love you. Uh, I don't... I, actually, the interesting thing is, I don't think that there is headset communication in that entire thing. There's not chat. Really? There's not text chat. I don't think there's voice communication in there unless you're in a party. Because I don't think there's a button for it, and I, whenever I've had my headset on when I've not been in a party, yeah. nothing, nothing, yeah, it could just be no one talking. I'd be no, Disney I, just being like, "No, nah, we don't need any super racist shit in our right." Uh, game. That, yeah, we don't, we don't need accurate. anybody. Yeah, calling yeah. them anything the n word. You yeah, know? no, we don't. No one needs <laughs> right. that because I think that's the immediate thing is people will be coming up with creative, like n word add ons for people in sure. the Star Wars universe. It would be yeah. terrible. And what, that Naboo? would <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. They don't want anybody saying Naboo. Yeah. Um, but, but anyway, I'm glad don't. it's not there because it makes the experience. Um, it does. I don't have anybody else doing wom wom or doing bad impressions in my ears. Oh. I want my own bad impressions in my ears. That makes it f- more fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's good. Okay. Hey, gives your impression to number one, Chuck. Oh, I, I don't. Do, I don't do impressions. My training is okay. Uh, so. My number one of the year is Fody of the year is <laughs> Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, for me, that was the most complete video game experience of 2015, where it has open world parts, but those parts aren't bogged down in a bunch of bullshit that you don't want to do. Um, there's stuff in them that you can do, but you can also just skip right past them and go on and do something else, and it doesn't feel like you've left anything behind. Um that game just moves it pushes you at all times forward um you just don't languish around and just be like lost it, it just you don't get lost in that game it's just you're constantly doing something and the combat feels really good when i'm murdering someone with fire arrows it feels like i am the biggest badass possible i feel pretty skilled when i play that game well, like, that must feel good for you. It does, because it rarely happens. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah. I've determined that it is all the other video games' fault. This one finally got it right. Hmm. So my number one Fody of the Fody year. <laughs> Chuck, this is video games, and I, I, you're, you're <laughs> number one, including a strong female character. It just doesn't work for me. 
I need a number one where a, a female is walking around scantily clad oh, and objectified no. constantly. Oh, no. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, but my number one is Metal Gear Solid 5. Oh, dear. I saw that coming. I, oh, gear. I just, I don't know. I, if you told me at the beginning of 2015, hey, another Metal Gear Solid game is going to come out and hey, you're going to get it. And hey, it's never going to be, it's going to be number one, probably play time and on your list of photies. I would have said you're you're a fucking idiot, but here, <laughs> here we are. Wow. Fucking idiot. <laughs> here we are. It's the beginning of 2016, and there it is. I mean, I've got 90 hours in the damn thing. I was that was the game that I was like at work on. Damn, I can't wait to get home and do more Metal Gear, and I want to, I want to, you know, shoot some more dudes with sleep darts and mm-hmm. fold them up to the heavens. And mm-hmm. I I can't explain half of what goes on in that game, but. And I can't, I can't begin to apologize or reason with the weird treatment of quiet throughout the whole fucking thing. But damn it, it's a video game, and I had fun with it, and I'm sorry. And I, I don't know. You can, you can still like it while while being critical, like I think, while being critical of those things, because yeah. if not, then nobody would play anything ever. Right. Well, sure. I just, I mean, nothing else on my list has like those kind of complaints for me, even remotely. Like, I mean, I. I understand what happened in Just Cause. I mean, I understand what happened in Mad Max. I, there's not much of a story in Elite Dangerous, but I get it. You know, like these things, I, I understand what's happening. I honestly really don't know what's happening in the Metal Gear universe. And <laughs> Nobody just, does. It's fine. And it's I've okay. just, yeah, and I've right. just played through an entire game that was honestly pretty early in the timeline. So uh, there should have been that much room for me to be lost. But yet there I was in all of the randomness and craziness and no matter where you go the invisible floaty x-men people and child Mm. soldiers and all kinds of things i don't know there's lots of weird stuff in that game sounds good so yeah yeah number one favorite of the year all right of the year (laughs) oh this year oh oh your favorite of the year of the year oh yeah okay cool wow yeah that's it we're done yeah aren't we yeah Yeah, i think congrats (laughs) on 2015 I think if someone's made it this far, they know how to get in touch with us. So yeah. why don't we just get the fuck out of here? Okay. I think yep. we should. All right. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is No Quarters Out. Bye, motherfucker.